Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Everything Home. The transformational show about life, laughter, and the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Let's take the word freedom. Wouldn't it be great to have more professional freedom, personal freedom, and how about financial freedom? Every week, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content, interviews experts, entrepreneurs, professionals, and purpose-driven people to share their stories, their passions, and provide real-life, tangible takeaways. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick. It's Nooner in Mayor Corruption County, Arizona, and time to start your week off right with Michelle and the Everything Home Talk Radio Show. We're your censorship-free, safe space, sanctuary, speakeasy for patriots. Our Motivated Monday live studio audience is excited to jump on my train because on the 4th of July, America's birthday, I got baptized and was rebirthed myself. You're not quite there yet? Need a little help? Maybe some inspiration, motivation, and perhaps understanding the true power of putting God first with the people. You can join our Jesus Rocks prayer group, Bible study, and faith gathering. My trusted personal faith advisor, Lucy DeGrazio, who you will hear from later in the show at 3 p.m., will be leading the charge and teaching you the tools to get on the playing field to save America and yourselves. You know our Joshua moment, Joshua 15-9, starting this Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, 1 p.m. Eastern time. Invite your friends. Invite your communities. Let everybody come and show up because this is going to change your life. It's going to ch- could, could honestly change the planet. JesusRocksLive.com. That's JesusRocksLive.com. We're doing it every Wednesday because people ask for it. We're going to give it to you. You want the cake? I'm going to get you the cake, people. Put on your common sense caps and tighten your belts of truth with the people. Remember, once you commit everything, changes. Grab your pen and paper for all the quality content you're about to hear. It's Joshua Moment July. Because it deserves two months. If pride can have one, we can certainly have two. Time to make your business and your life, and of course, this country better. Take action, BLC. To start your day this way, pray, plan, and take action. By the way, it has to be in that order, because what you've been doing doesn't work. Trust me on that. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Today's topics on episode 334, learn faster and smarter for success. Grassroots engagement is the only solution. No Roberts rules to beat the rhinos at their own game. Border invasion and the human sex slave industry. Conservatives must stand up, speak up, and show up. N-O-W-W-W. 
do it so good. Arizona needs a leader to clean up election fraud. Having a medical advocate can save your life. Conservative candidates will take back America. How about you support them? The Freedom Fest press conference to expose election fraud. Lots of election fraud seems to be the topic of the day. Mm-hmm. Georgia Guidestones, God and Government with special guests Gail Golick, Priscilla Romans, Maria or Maria, Marianne Mendoza, Sheriff Richard Mack, and Lucy DeGrazia. <laughs> this can be a whopper today, people. All delivered by our partners at the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network and Marketplace. The good people doing good business and good things. Don Sedzik, tips and tricks to learn faster and smarter for success. And the fastest free Matuta on the planet. Annie Parcher at Grassroots Engagement is the only solution. Karen McFadden, knowing Robert's rules to beat the rhinos at their own game. Christy Hutcherson, women fighting for America, the queen of the border, our border invasion, and the human trafficking sex slave industry. Samantha Cook. Conservatives need to stand up, speak up, and show up now as an NOW. Today's lineup is loaded with dedicated deplorables and leaders in our Save My Freedom movement. Join us today and take back America. We do it together. People, it's the only way it's going to work. It's time to unite. We will not comply with the institution's sick Sitting shotgun in Michelle's patriotic soapbox are five special guests. Yes, five. I told you this was loaded with deplorables, man. Uh, dedicated ones at that. At 1 p.m., Gail Golick, the only grassroots candidate for America, Eruption County, Arizona Board of Supervisors. She's the only one who will win, uh, well, shall I say, fight for election fraud prevention. No election integrity, no such thing. That's like breathing, election fraud prevention. At 1.30 p.m., Priscilla Romans, Grace Care, medical advocacy. Having a health advocate will save your life. And at 2 p.m., Marianne Mendoza's back. It's about time, young lady. Conservative candidates for Arizona State Representative LD9. That's down in Mesa, taking back the state for we the people. you got to support the grassroots and vote for them, people. Primaries are coming up here in Arizona on the August Second, and just so you know, there's 15 primaries between now and the end of August in key states. Go vote in the primaries. Find the candidate you need to support. Don't support the rhinos or the establishment. All right, let me get back on track here. At 2.30 p.m., Sheriff Richard Mack, the founder of CSPOA, has been on the guest quite a few, or guest on the show quite a few times. He's going to be talking about the Freedom Fest press conference, which is tomorrow. Huge, big speakers. And he's going to be exposing comment, election fraud, and how the the sheriffs and we, the people, can work together. Mm -hmm. Well, that'll be good steps. So be sure to stick around for the entire show. Facts, truth, take action, items, resources, and, of course, some entertainment. Visit everythinghomeaboutus.com. That's everythinghomeaboutus.com. For more information on today's guest, joining our Jesus Rocks Prayer Group, our Joshua Moment Challenge, the Save My Freedom Movement. And everything you need to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. One location for all the information. The ultimate resource platform is 1206. I'm almost there. I'm almost there, people. Breaking news. Los Angeles County is bringing back the masks. Mm-hmm. And Arizona, don't forget, we we've had we've it like a week or two ago. Apparently, we're on high risk. High risk. <laughs> For what? The fake COVID or the fake monkeypox? Please, people, don't buy in the political propaganda pandemic 2.0 because it's a coming and it's going to be much worse than before. They don't want those midterm elections. That's what it's all about. It's July 11th, date 848 of 15 days to slow the spread. Snap out of it. 
It's also day uh, 535 of the illegitimate Biden-Obama tyrannical demonic Nazi regime, which is the most successful administration in the history of America at accomplishing their agenda of destroying our country. And O'Biden is the largest trafficker of human and sex slaves and pedophilia on the planet. Now it's time to meet the partners of the Everything Home Socially Conscious Referral Network. We got those people, and it's time to get this show on the road. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! 1207. Oh, damn. 1208. Hmm. Womp, womp. I got to cut down that intro. I tell you, I got to get back on the track. We've got to make sure the wheels don't fly off the bus today because I'm telling you, there is the, the, the energy, the end fuego-ness of all the people that are on 10 powerful people, 10 powerful, amazing guests. So if you're listening right now, tell your friends, everythinghomelive.com, everythinghomelive.com. Tell all your friends we're on the uh, we're all on the streaming platforms. We are streaming. We're on live. And uh, have them tune in. I'm telling you, this will change your life. This episode today will change the direction, direction of the country. We all just take a moment. Listen. Pay attention what these amazing guests have to say. They are powerhouse people. All right, speaking of, let's get our first powerhouse person. Person. It's like, what are you identifying today as, Don? A person? So are you a birthing person? No, it's a man or a woman. So my first man today, right? I'm not compliant. I'm not going to succumb to the insanity. We're going to identify you as men and women today on the show. We are not complying. He, shim, her, shum, shum. Pronouns. You don't even know what a pronoun is, people. Yeah. Get your pronouns straight. All right, let's do this. It's time to bring on Don Sebzik. He's a master of learning and founder of Math Celebrity, the fastest free math tutor on the planet. Audience, big round of applause for my friend Don. <laughs> Hello, my friend. I feel like I just talked to you. How are you? I'm good. And just so we're declaring our identities today from your last comment, I'd like to identify as a Mental model male, if that's okay. Oh, I like that. I like a mental model male. All right. So shall it shall it shall be. It has been declared, and uh, it is out in the ether. Now you can't take it back. All right. Mental model male. What are we discussing today on the show? Today I got three more mental models that we either haven't talked about in a while or have never talked about. And so for people that don't know what a mental model is, it's basically a way to think about thinking. So if you think of the brain as a toolbox, you're only as good as your tools. So the first out of three mental models I want to tell your audience about today is called the milestone effect. And so in a basic and applied social, social psychology study, covering 30 million deaths over the years, they found that people were less likely to die right before their birthday or before Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's Day than on days just after the events. And this is presumably due to what's called a death deferral effect. Now, why is this important for people listening? Because we find the same milestone effect with goals. So we speed up when we start to get close to milestones, goals, or finish lines. We also can make more milestones along the way by breaking things into chunks to make big goals simpler. So take fitness, for example. Instead of trying to lose 20 pounds, you could set your first milestone at five pounds. And as you inch closer to that, it's easier to get to that milestone and go on to the next one. You could do the same thing with financial goals. So instead of trying to make an extra $1 million, why not break that into 20 50K chunks? 
it's much easier to make your first 50K than it is go after a million-dollar chunk for the first time. And so the, the takeaway here is the progress line seems more achievable with each smaller chunk. So the second mental model I want to talk about today is called the network effect, and this is huge. We see this all over social media and e-commerce. And the network effect states the more people who use a network or a platform, the more valuable it is. So if you think of the huge social networks or e-commerce sites like Facebook, Instagram, or Amazon, when they got started, they weren't that valuable. But once they got enough users, more users piled in because it became a loss to them if they didn't join. And with each new member or, or person on the platform, you, you get access to bigger networks and more sales. So if you were a new user in the early days of Facebook, when there was only 10 users, it wasn't that valuable. But as it got millions of users, you almost had to join because you're missing out on a huge network. And so the network effect also works with individuals and networking as well. So if your network has more members, this communicates value and status you are already more valuable. You could have the same personality, same clothes, same job, but if your network has grown by 25%, your value automatically shoots up. So think of walking into a party and you see some people standing alone, some people are talking to one other person, but a few people have a crowd around them. The people with the crowd automatically draw more attention. Why? Because you wanna know why people are crowded around them and you have automatic and easier access to meet more people. I mean, think of the Playboy Mansion parties when Hugh Hefner was alive. Everybody wanted to get in there, and most people didn't even read the magazine or interact with the brand. Mm -hmm. And so this also builds on another mental model called social proof. The takeaway here is build your networks because the more people that join you, whether you have a podcast or your LinkedIn or your business, the more value it creates, making it easier to grow your network even larger. It works like a positive feedback loop. So you grow your network to a certain point and it starts to build itself like compound interest. And then the third and final mental model for today is something I like to call always have options. And so it goes like this with things like networking, dating, and job hunting, always have options. Never, ever, ever, ever go into any job interview or relationship scenario or, or dating scenario where you only have one option. Why? Because you subconsciously communicate desperation. If you walk into a job interview tomorrow with no other prospects lined up, you automatically communicate desperation, even if you don't say a word about it. Why? Because no options make you cling to this one interview. It's almost like a make or break or a do or die, and people can smell that on you a mile away. But if you walk into a job interview tomorrow with one or two or three other offers, guess what? you are automatically more relaxed and people can pick this up on you a mile away because you don't need, you don't need the job. You don't have to say a word. People can automatically detect the change in your walk, the change in your personality, the change in your vibe because the desperation is gone. And so the lesson here is when you have options, your posture, your attitude, all of it changes and it communicates high value. It communicates status. And this is like a magnet for people. They're automatically more drawn to you, even if they don't know why. And so when you walk into these jobs, if you don't need them, you may want to get this job. It may even be the best out of all the options on the table. But if you don't need it, it makes you incredibly attractive and magnetic. So that's what I got for you today. That's brilliant. I love these segments with you because it's, 
you learn information, you get reminded, and then there's things that, that you throw in there that you go, oh, that's kind of what that really means. But, you know, it's interesting you're talking about always have your options, right? Because people could smell the fear. It's like in Vegas, right? Scared money doesn't win. So you go in there and you got your $100 and you're like, oh, what happens if I lose it? Boom, it's going to be gone. You might as well just hand it and walk away. Don't even bother putting it on the blackjack table. But if you go in there with a little bit more confidence and you're like, yeah, I gotta, uh, I'm going to do this, you have a better chance. And it's, um, it really does make sense, especially with the job interview portion. Wow, fascinating stuff. Tell them uh, real quick about the uh, math celebrity because that is uh, a, a work of art, my friend. Sure. So if you are a parent of a math student and you need, you need help from third grade to college, you can check out mathcelebrity.com. That's M-A-T-H celebrity.com. And so what it does is it's an automated online math tutoring site. You put your problem or your search term in, you press the button, and in the blink of an eye, we will show you the step-by-step explanation as well as the answer. You don't have to leave the house. You don't have to schedule a tutoring session. You don't have to worry about driving with inclement weather. You can do this in your pajamas from the comfort of your own home. Yeah, it's simple, and it saves the parent time. It saves the student time, and you get to understand why it is uh, and how the answer became as opposed to going from uh, an indoctrination standpoint, which is what they're learning in schools. So thank you again, Don Sevzik, once, uh, as as usual. Always a pleasure. Love talking to you, and we'll talk to you next month. Lastcelebrity.com, everybody. Thank you, Don. Thank you. Ah, smart guy, smart guy. I, and I know that I keep saying that I'm going to put all of his segments into kind of like the Don Chronicles. Maybe we'll, make, we'll name it the Mental Model Mail and put all that in one. Because that alone, I can, you know, these are, things that, these are things that people pay lots of money for. And um, you're getting it all here for free. That's the great thing about this incredible platform of these amazing partners that we put together. We've got 398 of them and a couple of new ones today. So we're going to hit 400 if everybody calls in as expected. 951 live segments since we started going live in November of 2021. No, 2020. 2020. Yes. Yes, it was 2020. Remember November of 2020? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, speaking of that, we're going to be talking about that throughout the show today with uh, all of these guests. Again, I told you we've got a um, we've got a bucket full here of, of uh, dedicated deplorables that are coming at you. It's 12:17. I want to I want to keep it on track today. We got to get this show back to being tight, people. Right? That is the key to it. So we got to make sure that when uh, when everybody hits their mark, they hit their mark. I got to go back to hitting my mark. So I apologize for being a little bit long-winded, but there's just so much information, and I just want to get it all to you. So I'm going to try to shove in what I can, and we're going to put a little bit more, little bit more into the, the uh, a little bit more content in addition to the guests that are during the longer segments because we have a little bit more time. I just don't have the time during the seven minutes that the, is in the first half part of the show that starts at 12, and then, of course, Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox at 1, and we're here every Monday. Every Monday, well, last Monday we weren't here. It was the 4th of July. It was when I was getting the baptism. I was being baptized. I was being rebirthed, like the birthing of America. All right, 3 a.m., 12, 18. I got to get back on track. All right, you know that I can just go and go and go because there's so much to share. We're just trying to help people. We're just trying to get you to save America and yourself. That's all we're trying to do. That's really what, <laughs> what the end goal is, all right? So it, uh, who do we got next? We've got Annie. we got Annie. So Annie Parchert. She is the chairwoman, chairwoman, right? We're dealing, we're, it's identifying correctly today, right? So we've got a chairwoman. So we've got a woman, people, a chairwoman of the Illinois Freedom Alliance, a new true grass fire group. She'll explain grass fire as opposed to grassroots, 
which is reshaping the blue, tyrannical slave state of Illinois. They're taking action and engaging patriots. It requires an army, not a village. And who better to leave a movement than a veteran who was all about strategizing in the army for many, many years. That's where it all comes from. I'm telling you, these military people, they got it going on. Audience, big round of applause. Well, thank you, Michelle. Thank you very much. You are welcome, my dear. Annie is a big part of our Tuesday Patriot Leaders Group that we have, our big Zoom call, where we've got incredible leaders from all over the country that uh, are coming together so we could talk about engagement and how to get the grassroots off their arses, right? We're motivating the masses to get off their arses, and um, she plays an incredible role in that. And, 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 and the reason why she's so successful, I mentioned it because it has to do with this military background. There's, I'm sell- there's something that is military, guys. Because um, she has literally, I think that group's about eight months old, and they are just really doing amazing things in Illinois. So, uh, Annie, I'll let you kind of take it from there. I think I gave you a pretty good setup. Yes, you did. Yes. Well, we have been busy since uh, we tried to join the GOP last summer, and the Rock Island County GOP told us that they didn't like our ideas. If we thought we could do so, we, we wanted to do these things, we should just go do it ourselves. So we did. We have, uh, we have, <laughs> we recruited, um, 40, oh my God. Yeah, we recruited 40 uh, precinct committeemen and uh, in the next couple of weeks, we'll be going in to elect new leadership in our county. And um, it's, it's going to be the people that we've recruited and they've all been working hard here at IFA. And we are, we, we are, um, currently rolling out a poll watcher system that is incredible. Uh, so the, these people, uh, the precinct committeemen, that is the main thing that we have to always focus on is that the, if you are not doing anything in your community right now, you need to become a precinct committeeman. Yes, the elections just happened in the primary, but once the new leadership is elected at, in each county at the end of the month, then, new, then you can be appointed to become a precinct committeeman. And in most counties, you serve as though elected for the rest of the uh, couple of years until the next election. So uh, you'll, you're due, you'll have opportunity to, to um, lead your neighborhood, your precinct, and get um, the main thing you want to do right now is we're trying to make sure that all the precincts have poll watchers and election judges. So there's a big job here. And we have the system called the Poll Watcher Emergency Response System that we can um, we can assign people to their precinct, their polling places, anywhere in the state. And the sooner we start doing it, the better prepared we will be for the fall. So we're hoping that lots of people will um, get trained to become poll watchers and election judges, and then uh, that we'll um, have we have leadership in each county that's going to help us uh, coordinate and make sure that. Um, all of the incidents that get reported in um, in the different polling places actually get action done on them. So that's the big thing we're doing right now is sorting through all the incident reports that we collected in the primary and uh, trying to uh, figure out what action to take on them. Uh, our system will actually create affidavits. We have attorneys that are looking at doing things. And so we're very, very hopeful that just the presence of this type of a system is going to help people make the bad guys stop and think before they do something evil. 
What do you think? Well, it'll, it'll probably slow. Yeah, it'll slow down some of the fraud in some of the categories, right? The machines we can't we can't control that. We already know there's going to be an immense amounts of fraud with that. But what people can do is vote in person. I'm encouraging everybody to vote in yes. person because this mail in shenanigans where a majority of it comes from. So most of the people are actually showing up like they're supposed to do it at the actual polls and putting the, the uh, ballot into the machine. There won't be as many mail-in ballots where they could do the shenanigans. Now, real quick, you had your primaries oh, within the past month or so. Was there a lot of fraud like there was in Georgia and Utah and Colorado and Nevada for you guys, or was it kind of on the, on the mild side? I, I would say that it's pretty serious. We had um, one whole county that um, we got some multiple reports that the machine tape, that the security tapes were not even on the machines. Um, yeah. We have, and so we're working on, on, on action for that. Um, a lot of, a lot of the um, election judges didn't sign any oath agreements saying that they would, you know, act with integrity. We had a lot of harassment of poll watchers and so there's there's for the small the small we had 15 counties that we did this we rolled this out in and for that small sampling i'd say it's still it's still quite serious and um so we're going to we're doing everything we can to um take action on on each and every one so let me ask you this you said harassment of uh poll people or or so so you have yeah. basically what a bunch of antifa uh, numb nuts, or you have a bunch of like crazy ass liberals that are just standing there, like like right up in your face. That try so you don't. Well, but what are they? What are these people that right. have nothing better else to do? Doing inform people of what um, to expect. They um, they tell people that um, that to be quiet. They they make them wait in the hall um, instead of being able to observe. They they um, block. Well, this is other the people that work there. From seeing- Yes, this is it's the other poll watchers and election judges. We had election judges causing um, ex- extreme stress on our poll watchers, very much. It and uh, huh. they they okay. yeah they like um, I know I know that in one case the um, I, I I was in okay so the way this the system works is that when the when the poll watcher enters an incident report it can be seen in her regional war room or county war room and then ifa has a regional war room so we can see all of the incident reports and then we can connect the attorneys to the incident reports as needed um so we have a bank of attorneys that are watching everything as well and so i you know i I could we could call the um call the county clerk we could call the state's attorney we could call um we didn't call the sheriff but we in some cases i wish we had of but well as we get more experienced and more confident i'm sure that that sort of thing we won't be as hesitant i think this time right now we're just trying to figure it out ourselves and not overreact well i don't know i I, and this is war okay annie and i want everybody listening out there to accept the fact that we're at war and we're on the battlefield so we need to pull up our big boy pants and our big girl pants and start acting like it is war because listen to what the other side is doing. So you've got a bunch of what? They love to say bullies, okay? So there you've got a bunch of bullies oh. that are actually working in these capacities. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to be a leadership position, and, they're, and, and they're, they're sabotaging things. So guess what, Patriots? Yes. 
it is time to open your mouths and stand up. Because what happened, you know, you watch these uh, like after school movies. Remember back those, those Annie, the after school specials. Yeah. And then when yes. the kid stood up to the bully, right? And then the bully peed in his pants and he ran away. Well, then that's what needs to happen, people. You need to do this. This is your freedom is on the line. Annie, give your website. Where do you want people to go? And my, my, my request to everybody's listening. You need to dig deep into your databases and find your like-minded friends that live in Illinois. And then you need to refer them to Annie because that's how we grow this. We grow this Please. with our own peeps. There are no borders. So that's there's right. no barrier when it comes to the states. You need to cross state lines in order to find your people in your own database, your own world, your phone, wherever you keep them. And then once you find a source like this, then you say, you know what? Get them to contact Annie and they need to get involved. So give the website real quick, and then we got to go, Annie, and then I will see you on Tuesday. Oh, go fast. Uh, IllinoisFreedomAlliance.us. Our number is 309-377-1776. IllinoisFreedomAlliance.us. Awesome. Thank you, my friends, for all your hard work. Illinois people, anyone out there that knows somebody in Illinois, this is what you need to do. This is how we grow the grassroots. And, oh, my God, you got to show up, people. Got to show up and open that mouth of yours. I know you're yapping to all your like-minded friends, but now you got to do it in some other places. So thank you, Annie. Have a fabulous day thank in you. your blue tyrannical state, my friend. <laughs> thank you. We're going to turn it <laughs> red. <laughs> you got to. That's, well, it technically is red if they, the machines actually were giving the right count. But that's another show. And actually, we'll just get to that later that's on after show. the 1 o'clock hour. Thank you, <laughs> okay. my friend. Thank you. Okay. All righty. Well, so you. we are uh, 1228. I'm, gonna go, I'm, I'm off a minute. I'm off a minute. I'm going to go back on track. But she gave a number there, 1776. So what we've got is a text alert number. Text alert. A red alert. It's a red alert. So if you want to get in, uh, you want to become a part of our community, part of our, our whole Save My Freedom Network, the Jesus Rocks Prayer Group, and all the other great things that we've got going on, including our Thursday networking, right? We're doing Patriot networking. You guys got to know each other. You want to buy, sell, and uh, hire each other, right? Get away from all these demons. Why, were you, why are you buying stuff from demons? Demons are bad. You want to work and support the Patriots who are on the front lines. If you're taking time away from your busy uh, work schedule, right? And you're actually doing stuff in the community. I want to support those guys. I want to buy and sell from them. I want to hire those kind of people because they're doing some of the work that I don't have time to do, or maybe that, that I, uh, that, so I want to support them. So, right. So that's what we're doing. We're bringing it together. So those are on Thursdays at 9, 9 a.m. We've got the Jesus Rocks prayer group that's starting this Wednesday. It's going to be every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. These are times all in the Pacific. And of course you're in the Eastern, you add three and if you are, you know, people, you just got to pay attention to your time zones, right? Time zones. So uh, if you want to get uh, the text alerts for all of this amazing stuff, that, I'm just asking you to show up, right? Remember, we're going to stand up. We're going to speak up. We're going to show up. You can text the word action, A-C-T-O-I-T-I-O-N, action, right? It's only one, two, three, four, five, six words, six letters to 91776 because everybody loves this texting thing. Everybody loves the text. So I'm giving to you the text. You said you wanted the cake. I'm giving you the cake. So there it is. Text the word action to 91776. You'll get the text alerts about all this great, incredible opportunities, plus stuff about the shows and how you can get involved. That's all we want you to do is show up. We're giving you everything on a silver platter. You just need to show up. We're, uh, yeah, not asking much. You can always go to everythinghomeaboutus.com. And you can join the newsletter or get around the censorship. You can uh, check out our Joshua moment and watch the series five parts and some extra, extra shows that we've added in there. You can um, listen and watch some of the save my save America episodes. They're all exclusive. Some of those are really amazing. 
and uh, join the, the groups. Join all of these amazing groups. It's all free. F-R-E-E. Crazy not to do it. Crazy not to do it. Make some amazing, amazing people and get involved in the community and fight for your country. Fight for your own freedoms. Remember, this is all self-serving. You're going to do it for yourself if that's what it's going to take. You say, well, what's in it for me? Okay, all this stuff, it's not enough, right? So then fine, just do it for yourself. Just save America just for you. That's it. But if I can get that, that gets you to show up, I'm happy. I'm a happy camper. You're going to give me two minutes a day of a take action item? I am happy. And something else you need to do. Um, And then I got to, oh, damn, it's 1231. Uh, Votifynow.org. Votifynow.org is a great app to keep track of all these shenanigans that you're seeing uh, from now up until the general, the uh, midterm election. So you can download that on your phone on the app and start keeping track and tattletailing, right, on all these bullies and then some. All right, so my next guest, I'm doing so good with the time. I know, I just started talking. I started yapping, and that's what happened. So my next guest is a new guest, right, Karen McFadden. She is an inspired collaborator and mint lover with an attitude of gratitude. She's been involved in idea incubation and innovation implementation. She's one of those smart science engineering people. You know what I mean? You know how, you know how they use all these big words, and then I'm like, oh, I gotta look this stuff up, but I'll just put it in there anyway. She'll, she'll explain, Lucy. No big deal. Implementation to realize why and enable what ifs in the corporate world, which now pays dividends as a grassroots gal developing critically needed state leadership. And, you know, the more she, you know, people know about all this corporate stuff, right, it actually, it's a way that you can understand how the left operates because it's like them. It's an operation, right? And it's something that they, like, franchise out because it's all planned and structures. Audience, big round of applause for our new partner on our platform, Karen. Karen. Karen, how are you? I'm good. Best news of the day that you got baptized on July 4th. Best news of the day. Wasn't that? Yeah, I'm, I, my rebirth on the birthday of that's the U.S. So of A. Awesome. Yeah, yep. I did it. All right. So I that's that's kind of where it all starts, right? You you talked about um, we need to pray, we need to plan, and we need to take action. And I think a lot of us, we do the praying, but sometimes we forget about the plan and we just jump right in and take action. And that's okay because you know what? God can use that too. Yeah, but we've kind of figured, I've kind of done this as a, a test, right? Hey, I've, I've had, uh, you're the 399th guest on our show, right? And, and uh, that's kind of a lot of people wow. as a test, right? Kind of like almost like a, uh, like a survey slash white paper, 951 segments before this show started. And what I have found, and I'm, I'm going to do, uh, I'm looking at the clock. So I, 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 Christy Hutcherson's a little late, so I think you might get a little more time. So, but this is important. So what I had found before I started actually reading the Bible again and I started getting into more of what this all really means, right? So what I had found was the people that came on the show that actually had implemented God, faith, Jesus into their business and into their life where they were not afraid to talk about it, where it was something they were proud of, they were actually more successful in their business and in their relationships, I know it sounds crazy, but I can verify it's 399 people, okay? Because I saw I started seeing right. a pattern about nine months ago when this when when I started going. Well, wait a second, that's another one. So I'd write it down and I would keep track. They were more successful in those areas of their life. They actually were. They made more money than the people that didn't in similar industries. Now, all of these people, which is interesting, 
they were in completely different lines of work, completely different categories of what they, um, uh, like an organization, and completely different when it came to like personalities. But they had similar language. They all, they, and they, they, it was almost like they, they were reading, I joke around. It was almost like they were reading from the same book. And I'm like, what is this book? And think of myself, the Bible. <laughs> wow. I, I know, I'm kidding. I'm like, where are, they, okay, where are these talking points? Because they all are saying something similar and none of the people know each other. So I was like, there's something yeah. to that. Use the basic instruction before leaving earth, the Bible, right. Yeah, who knew? So I just thought it was kind of interesting. So anyway, let me, I, I can go on for that for days, but thank you for bringing it up. Um, and now I, I, I need you, I need you to share. So yeah, go ahead. You got, we got five okay. minutes. <laughs> but so you'll be back, to, Karen, so it's not a big deal. I think we can do this super briefly. We can, you know, this is the do something piece. So, so many people are um, at their, the end of their rope, right? You're on my last nerve. I got to do something. So my do something was to go to a GOP meeting, a local GOP meeting. And Annie just talked about this, right? So yeah. if it's good enough to go to one meeting, then go to two meetings and become a precinct committeeman. And she talked about that. And in some states, they've already reorganized. And there is a really great website called Precinct Strategy from Dan Schultz. And I went there, got some information. And then I went to a meeting and found myself in uh, our group was in need of leadership. And so I stepped up and said, okay, I don't know anything, but God uses us in our weakness, right? He shows his strength in our weakness when we humble ourselves. And so I said, I'll do it. And what I found was I didn't know anything. And so when I looked at other counties, I saw a video from Cassie Schnabel of We the People of Kentucky and she showed how their reorganization meeting went down, and I got really scared because I thought, you know what? We have to figure this out. Whoever controls the language controls the debate. And in doing that in the reorganization, the language is that of Robert's rules. And so what I gave to you was my cheat sheet that I got from somebody else. I gave you the site of the source on that, mm-hmm. um, on Robert's rules. And so the, the most basic thing that you need to know and it's just really super basic, is when you don't know something in a meeting, you simply say point of information. If everybody can just remember that part, point of information. You can interrupt the speaker. There are no votes needed for it. And you're basically then you tell them what you need. What's, why are you requesting information? So on the cheat sheet, it's on the back side of the cheat sheet, and it's just it's super simple. And that's what I wanted to say to people that are jumping in with both feet, and you're going to become a precinct committeeman, just get this cheat sheet for Robert's rules. And if your chair is organizing you that way, it would be so helpful. That's well, and it's really important, money, right? And I brought, I brought this up during the episode, uh, was last, well, the last show we had, episode 331 with Jim O'Connor. And Jim was able to utilize Robert's rules to literally turn upside down our meeting for good and ended up taking away um, – power from the chair that has been at least as long as I've been there for the past year and a half, something that he was grasping onto. And because they utilized the Roberts rules, everybody that was actually running the meeting didn't necessarily understand it because they screwed it up for like the third time where they had to redo an election and some other things at the meeting because it didn't go within the Roberts rules and it turned in favor of we, the people. So it is something really important. Uh, and it's like you said, it's pretty basic. Um, but it's really good stuff, and you need to know this if you're going to go to any of these meetings or even, even, count, even these stupid county meetings and city council meetings that people that we're going to. You have to know this stuff because then you could shove it up there, you know what I mean? 
Can I say that? Well, yeah, I can say that. It's about being transparent. It's about being transparent. Are you able to get Cassie Schnabel's um, video segment up? She she annotates the whole thing. It's amazing to see and to watch. Here's what not to do, people. Right? And so we can really take a page out of that playbook and learn. And then also Richard Burke from the Western Liberty Network shared with me that there is an exam to become a registered parliamentarian. And because you said I'm a girl that, you know, likes patterns and rules and stuff like that, that's probably yeah. going to be my next step. I can't wait. So I'm excited. That's it. Well, and then well, if, if what I would love for you to do is to be our, our Robert's Rules point, right? So that you're going to be our, you're going to, that'll be your niche amongst other Sorry. things. But we're going to have you focus on it like our roving reporter out in the Robert's World Rules because it really does make a huge difference. I watched it happen in the beginning of the meeting. I was like, what is going on? Why, why are we wasting time? And then when I realized what it literally meant, I went, oh, my God, this is so powerful. And there's, it can be done in so many capacities, especially in these. Um, in these meetings in different states where you run into really brick walls, like you were talking about this video. So um, I'm going to, if it's okay with you, um, I think what we're going to do is we're going to put your Robert's rules information in our take action toolkit, because I think it's important that people know this. And then we'll figure out what else we're going to do in order to get more people involved with knowing this, because it's really low hanging fruit, but it means a lot. It's how you get the rhinos. You could beat them at their own game during these shady and shenanigan meetings that they love to run. So do you, do you want anyone cool. to, you want people to find you on social media? What do you, what do you want them to do with you, Karen? No, no. Anything? I want them to go to you. You're going to be our conduit of information. <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Right? Let's, let's do let's, that. Let's keep it in one place for now, and then I'll come back as you need me. But I, there are so many more people. Like um, Patty Porter suggested something great. She said, if you go and you find that all the precinct committeemen positions are taken, Offered to be a Patriot volunteer. And I was like, what, Patty, what is that? She said, it's just somebody who raises their hands and says they'll be shoulder to shoulder with your precinct committeeman. And I thought that was brilliant. I mean, there are just yeah. so many, so many people so in your just, network. It, it, exactly right. And that's the thing is it's just because you, it's not the time of the year to become a precinct committeeman. You can be a precinct committeeman. You just don't have the title. So and unless your title makes you lots and lots of money and you have the power to, I don't know, like cure cancer with the stroke of a pen, titles don't mean anything, right? So it's the action that you're taking. So go and be in the role of a precinct committee man. Get somebody to mentor you, like especially if you're – it doesn't really matter what yeah. state. Reach out to us. We'll match you up with somebody because that's what our whole network does. We'll get you somebody to be the mentor, and they'll put, get you in touch with the right people. You just need to literally – show up everybody that's why we've created this platform so that you can do that and now we've got an expert in the roberts rule so now you're gonna be able to kick ass at these oh, meetings no i'm not an expert yet but i'm we'll, we'll get there and to Don's oh you're pretty point, damn close you know, but i well i i i saw i read through the handout that's pretty expertish for me so what we'll do is we'll i'm going to put it on the take action menu on our take action menu and i'm looking at the clock because okay. i gotta bring on christy so what i'm going to do everybody at the take action menu for right now i'm just going to have it as a a download, we'll put it up at the top. And so if you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, give me till this afternoon, and you can download the document, but then we're going to actually put it into the Take Action Toolkit, which I will finish this weekend. And that way you can have all these amazing tools to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. But now you can kick ass in your communities. because you can. Michelle, take- thank you for bringing us all together. Oh, you're welcome. I can't wait. I can't wait to we talk again and then we'll have you back on the show. But you and I will talk about what we're going to do with this toolkit because I, I need some of your some of your guidance on it. And we'll make it we'll make it amazing, my friend. So thank you so much, Karen, okay. for coming on today. Yeah, you're the best. 
the best. Karen is, is a, new, a new friend of mine. She was introduced to me by some of these amazing, by Rick Sumner, who's in our amazing group that meets on Tuesdays. This is the, the Patriot Leadership Group. And um, we talked off air and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. So my whole point of saying that and giving you these examples uh, and success stories, and I'm coming for you, Christy, um, the, um, is because that when, you, when you deal, when you, when you actually just kind of take a step back and um, you are, are talking more of collaboration than networking, that's what I love, the collaboration part. It is amazing, the conversations that people that you meet. And there's so many like-minded people, but you just got to, you literally just got to start showing up because that's what I've been doing. And the, ama- the amazing people that I talk to during the day, onto the show, off the air, that are all coming together because we're out there communicating with each other and trying to, no, no, trying. We are saving, we're doing our best to save the country and, of course, ourselves. That's the whole, the faith portion of all this. Um, the, the conversations are amazing. And then other people are contacting each other from different states and networking, like she mentioned Patty. Patty's here. Patty's like one of my great friends. She was in the meeting. She gave a presentation. Karen picked up the phone, talked to her. Now what the things that, are, that we're doing here in Arizona when it comes to these town hall meetings, they're going to be doing in Kentucky because Karen picked up the phone. How easy it is that it is. So we're bringing all these amazing people into one area, right? We're bringing them into this platform, which is the TV show, the talk radio show, the networking portion, which is on Tuesdays, the networking portion, which is on Thursdays, and also now the prayer group, which is on Wednesdays. So you can go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, just read the tabs and pick what you need. And I'm telling you, this is, it's magic, magic. You need to be a part of it. So let me do this. I got to bring on Christy Hutcherson. Christy, I, I can only imagine where she's calling me from. So my next guest is Christy Hutcherson. She's the queen of the border and founder of Women Fighting for America. They're pushing back on the daily attacks on our freedom and defending American values. And of course, you know, she's on a quest to expose and end human trafficking and the sex slave industry. Audience, big round of applause. You've been a traveling crazy person the past couple of weeks, my dear. I have. How are you doing today? I just love you, and I love your show and your enthusiasm for this country. It's infectious. Oh, well, thank you. That's, that's a lot from coming from somebody like you who's, who literally is not only like blood, sweat, and tears and financial resources all over the country. So thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. I am calling you today from sunny California, just to let you know. Oh, okay. Well, that's a, at least that's somewhat safe. Safe in the air in an aspect of uh, – <laughs> Not in a foreign country that's on a, on a, on a, on a, in a location they can't disclose, but California has, you know, has its issues. Well, I, I'm, in, I'm in commie land and uh, yeah. actually doing something else, but I'm going to head down because I'm not too far from Los Angeles County and the dictator of Los Angeles County and the leaders have decided to implement, guess what, Michelle, drumroll. Here we go with the lockdowns. It always starts in the leftist states. They lost in yeah, right. implementing the masks again, and they're locked, starting to lock down. For what? I would like to know for what. <laughs> but you said the lockdown, though, too, because I saw uh, this morning, uh, and I did it part of the breaking news, that L.A. was going to start doing the masks. But they're doing the lockdown portion, too, now? That, no, I don't know that yet. We're gonna. I'm going to head over there and... And see coming. what I can. Yeah. I, uh, since I'm since I'm already over here, I might as well, right? Well, yeah. You, you, well, you got to be our reporter on the ground, right? You got to be the roving reporter for <laughs> uh, the tyrannical Nazi blue state and tell us what's going on there, so we can report back to the rest of the peeps. Because you know, it's what you're going to see is totally different than what's on the news. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, I want to talk to you about a couple things today, but, you know, the left and this communist socialist movement, those in the White House, those Newsom and his his cronies, and it's such, if the American people aren't woke enough by now to understand what they're doing and how ridiculous all this stuff is, I don't know what else is going to shake their attention. You've got a complete open border with Hundreds of thousands, we're not talking thousands anymore, hundreds of thousands who are flooding into our country with no masks on, with no vetting process, with nothing, no, and just opening it up. But for the illegal American citizens, they're going to start implementing masks again. And, and of course, it'll, it'll trickle down to the, the fear tactics and scaring, oh, my God, your grandmother's going to die and everyone's going to die. Uh, if you don't mm-hmm. comply and you don't listen and you don't get underneath, quite frankly, our control, because we are going to control you at all costs so we can, so we can steal the elections, we can, we can take in and usher in our globalist agenda and take down America and destabilize her because we're on a, we are literally hanging by a balance, uh, Michelle. And I hope and pray that the American people aren't, aren't ignorant enough the second time around and are fooled by this and that they actually stand up with a backbone and say we're not going to allow this to happen. Well, you know, I, I hope that well, – and hope's not a strategy, people. So I'm just going with the, I'm going with the movement right here, like the flow of the conversation. I hope that that's going to happen. But I, as, you, as you said, if people aren't uh, aware and they're not awakened to everything that really is going on and what it means, I think the, the opportunity for that is closed. I don't, I don't see it. I mean, it's just my own personal observation – I don't see all of a sudden they're going to just go, okay, now I'm ready to listen and really understand. So I think that it is, you've got your people who get it and then your people who are still living in this alternative universe that is not in the world we live in. And I don't think there's going to be enough people that will stand up and say, uh, hell no, they're going to, they're going to slip those masks back on. They're going to shut the businesses. They're going to, then I think, but the, the good part about it though, Christy, is the ones that are going to stand up, they're going to be louder than ever. So I don't think we need the numbers. I think, I think the loudness uh, and how pissed off the, the people are that are, that are uh, on our same page. I think that, that that's, that's what's going to save the day. Cause I don't think it's going to be, we're not going to have the, in, in theory, we're not going to have the numbers. What do you think about that? You know, I'm kind of on the fence about that. Um, even being out here in California where I am, uh, you know, people think, oh, these people, you know, it's always, of course, L.A. County and above that is more liberal. But I can tell you, people are ticked. They, they, I, I don't know. I see, I see it in their eyes. They're just waiting for people to lead. And if I want to tell all of your listeners anything oh. like that, you have, an, you have courageous leaders. And I'm going to put myself in there as a courageous leader. Michelle's a courageous leader. We just follow the courageous leaders and stand up and say, no more, not on our watch. We're not going to comply. We're not going to shut down our businesses. We're going to stay open. And you can come and you can show up with your police, your bully tactics, whatever it is, because the moment that happens here, I'm going to give you my personal web. You can contact me at Chris, uh, Women Fighting for America at ProtonMail.com. That's Women Fighting for America at ProtonMail.com. And if you have anybody come to your doorstep, you immediately reach out to us, and I will be there with an army to defend you and protect you, and we will show up and stop this nonsense. 
That's what it's going to take. We're going to have to show up and say, you know what, you're not arresting this person. You're going to keep this business open, and we're not, we, the people, aren't going to allow you to, to take away our constitutional freedoms and rights anymore, period. Mic drop. Uh, I have a sound effects for that. It's actually remote control, but here we go. So does that count? <laughs> the best I can do. Did you hear it? So I thought you were I did. I did. <laughs> so it's the, you know, the big, big, clunky direct TV remote control. So I use that as my mic drop because I was like, well, if I drop a mic, then I have to buy a new mic and I'm not doing that. But if the remote control breaks, I've got like four others. So it's no big deal. Um, but I think you're onto something. I kind of like that. I keep, I keep saying it. It's, it takes an army, right? And we need an army because we don't need a village. A village was some left-wing talking point thing back in, what, the 90s oh, that was with Hillary. Hillary Clinton, right? It takes a village, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, it takes a village. No, it doesn't what? take a village to raise my children. It, 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 you know what it takes to raise a country? It takes we the people to raise a country. It takes brave right. individuals who are willing to sacrifice for liberty and freedom to be a watchman. It, that's what it takes, courage. It takes courage and strength. And we have courage and strength. The American people have it. We are... Our DNA is all about that, right? But you have to understand you are not alone. And we are going to have our moment in history, that 1775 moment, where we're not going to allow the tyranny and the tyrannous government to overrun us anymore. Everybody to understand there's such power in unity. That's the reason why mm-hmm. they try, they've been trying to divide us. That's, that's what all of these lockdowns and division and taking down our statues and, and reparations and whatever garbage that this communistic socialist uh, wants to throw at us, right? That's, that's in the playbook. But we have to not fall into that playbook anymore. We are together unified. And I can tell you right now, Michelle, I will show up and stand with anybody who is on the right side of liberty and freedom, and I will bring my friends to the full force that I have to do that and to protect you and defend you. So you're not alone. And I do want to talk about, um, really quick, the executive order that was just signed on July 7th by Governor Abbott. By the way, not because he was brave enough and had a backbone to do it. It's because mm-hmm. Sheriff Brad Coe, who I'm proud to call somebody I know and have worked with, and Uvalde and some other border town sheriffs, who finally understood, and hopefully I had a little bit to do with that, understood that we, the Constitution, these state constitutions, this is an invasion into a nation. This is an invasion into a country. And that he finally stood up to say, we need a National Guard and we're going to ship these people back to the border, but we need to go even a step further. I need the people to show up at the border. We need to start showing up at the border and closing down our southern and northern borders. We, the people, need to take our rightful place, and that is the people who are 100% in charge of every politician, every sheriff, every elected person in this country. We are the ones who are dictating what should take place and what shouldn't take place. And those individuals who no longer serve the people need to be completely removed and arrested, whether it's a citizen's arrest, however that's going to look like, we need to start taking back our country. We have a constitution. We can do it peacefully. We don't need to do it with a bully pulpit, but we do need to do it, and we need to be unified in this. 
Yeah. Amen. And it's time because it's coming at you full force, people. Just be, you got to be prepared for this. But it's, this time we're, we're doing it differently. We're doing it literally the complete opposite. We're George Costanzing how we did everything two years ago because that's the only way it's going to work. Christy, give the website and then uh, we'll, we'll be in touch. I'll have you come on for a soapbox segment in, in August once I get through these primaries. Awesome. Thank you so much. You know, the other thing is really quick, Michelle, I know you have to go to the other guests, but looking at what Biden was saying on the, on the lawn today about the gun control, you know, we we had 52 illegals die in a tractor trailer. We have thousands of them dying at the border, children being killed, murdered, raped. Um, Where's the outrage from this disgusting administration on their bloody hands involved with their policies that just killed over 52 people, let alone the thousands that they're killing, let alone the hundreds that they're killing every day at the border. Why, that's more than any uh, person walking into a school and shooting. And it's disgusting to, to equate mass shootings and taking away our guns. The reason why they want to take away our guns is because we won't be able to defend ourselves from this government, right? Yeah. And we're going yep. to need the only reason to, to take down – and you know what? If the law enforcement would have done their job, and if we had teachers who were armed, those children would be alive today. So it's not the guns. It's the bureaucrats in the Washington, D.C. politics and individuals not upholding the law of the land. There's the problem, not the guns. So yeah. they can go to Women Fighting for America. That's W-F-F-A.W-I-N, W-F-F-A.W-I-N, or text the word FIGHT. Text to 91776. We have a plan to come to your community. It's called Take Action. We want to give you intensive training how to understand the threat, but then also to prepare your family for the threat and give you the tools that you need to take back this republic. But we can't do it without your help. And we're hoping that people all over this country, Michelle, and your listeners will partner with us. $5, $10, $20 a month goes a long way to give you the tools that you need to combat what's coming in the tyranny. So text the word FIGHT to 91776. Get involved, and God bless you, as always, Michelle. Oh, thank you, Christy. You too. Stay safe there in uh, Kami, California, and uh, keep me abreast of what is going on. You can shoot me a couple texts, and then I'll send you some dates so we can have you on for the longer segment. All righty, my friend. Thank you so much. Over and out. Peace. Peace. Bye-bye. Peace. (laughs) Talk to you later. I was like, peace out. Like, what? I never, you know, peace out with the two fingers. That was... That wasn't me. I, I was more with the uh, red blazer. So anyway. All right. So let me do this. Christy Hutchinson, everybody. That's uh, Women Fighting for America. And I'm running a little bit over. We're at 1257. So hang in there, Gail. I'm coming for you as soon as Samantha Cook comes on. All right. So my next guest is a new partner. And she doesn't even know it yet. But according to my calculations today, with my handy-dandy 12C calculator, the one that I've had since I've been in the mortgage business when I got back in in 1997, believe it, I have the same device. <laughs> it still works. See, when they made stuff years ago, it actually works. You buy stuff now, it breaks. Yeah. Anyway, um, according to my handy-dandy calculator, she is our 400th guest. Believe it or not, our 400th guest that we had on the show. Samantha Cook, she in, uh, ni- in uh, 19. Hmm. I got 1990s on the brain, right? So in 2020, she ran for a state house of District 1 in Colorado. And after that election, she said, I'm out of this Nazi-run nightmare. I don't blame her, we the people. And she moved her family to Texas. She's just your average outspoken mom, conservative, and a business owner. She's telling it like it is on the issues happening in our country because so many of we, the people, feel like they can't 
say anything. Sound familiar? Uh, time to, oh, I don't know, stand up, speak up, and show up, everybody. Big round of applause for our 400th guest. <laughs> I didn't even know until, like, literally uh, before I started the show, I said, I think we might actually have number 400 today. Who knew? Who knew? How are you? <laughs> Hello. Hello, hello, and I'm looking, I'm like, I didn't even prepare with some sound bites for your 400th guest, so I will come up with something. So just, uh, why don't we do this, why don't you give them uh, a run, a little, a brief rundown, and then let's talk about what you, what you're doing out there to get, you know, the whole point is anybody that's in a position that is willing to put a little more out there, they're willing to do the showing up, they have a personal responsibility at this point to recruit. We've got to recruit the army. Mm-hmm. We've got to motivate the masses to get off their asses, and we've got to do it as a, as, as a group together because that's the only way we're going to grow. Mm-hmm. You're one of those people. And you don't need a show, everybody. You don't need a, you, you've got a phone, and you've got a mouth, right? And you've got two things, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you've got those turbo thumbs. You've got those things that you mm-hmm. can do with all those crazy texts that you love to send so quickly. So um, give them just kind of the rundown on why, how you got into taking it to the next level and what is working for you to get more people right. equally engaged. It's all about engagement at this point, not because we don't have a lot of time to get all these people on the playing field. Right, right. Well, I mean, as you mentioned, I, I, you know, I was in Colorado for about 13 years. I moved there because it was a beautiful state. By the time I ran for office in 2020, it was not such a beautiful state anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I was just a mom at home raising my kids and, just decided to get out there and, and start doing something about the issues that I actually cared about. Um, after 2020 and that whole mess, we said, you know what, this, this state is not for our family anymore. So we moved to Texas. We're here with, you know, the Patriots and people who love this country. And it's just such a different environment. It is a whole different world, which I love. Um, at this point, I'm just, I'm just speaking out. I am just saying all of the things that I know so many people are afraid to say. And you know how I know that? Because they message me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they message me and they say, I wish I could say what you say. I wish I could put it out there. But they don't want to be targeted. They don't want to be, you know, have uh, name calling and they don't want to deal with the repercussions of the aggressive left or the tolerant left, you know. Um, so I pretty much just get out there and say all the things that I know people are thinking that they wish they could say and hope that I can uh, give them the courage to do the same. Well, and that's a good point. A lot of people think that they, they don't want to say anything. But if if you are on social media, let's say you see a post on there and you're like, wow, this is really great. I'd love to say it, but I, I can't. Mm-hmm. Um, your friends, my advice is this, because you want to participate. So if you, if, if you feel comfortable sharing it, right, because for whatever reason you don't want to say it yourself, that's okay. But you're like, okay, if I just share it, it's different. Then you know what? Tag all the people who are willing to throw themselves on the grenade for you. You're like, I'll do it. You want to, you want to use mm-hmm. me as a guinea pig? Fine. Tag me in it. So then that way I can, uh, I'll take the heat and then I'll push it out there. And then Samantha, tag her in these things. So figure out who it is in your world, right? Or your, the people that you're meeting, that you're talking to, that you're hearing on different shows or whatever it may be, then that's what you do. Right. And that's how we grow things. You can grow, uh, what is it, organically and we can grow grassroots that way. And then you don't have to be mm-hmm. like, well, I was just, you know, if, if that is, you know, that's your threshold where you can still hide undercover, right? And I'm not saying everybody needs to be as vocal as 
she and I are, right? Because I don't care. I'm like, give it to me. Boom, let's do this. I'm ready to mm-hmm. just put on the, I'm ready for the shrapnel to come hit me right in the face. I'm okay with that. Well, actually, I don't want you to hit the face. Just try, you can go neck down, <laughs> right? Can we just do neck down? <laughs> try right. not to hit the teeth. Right, right, right. It costs a lot of money. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Everybody can, can jump onto the battlefield and they can all do a, mm-hmm. a, their part, a little bit of their part. So, um, so yeah, that, that's a perfect thing. Tag, tag us in right. it. And we'll take the hit right. for you, right? I right. I had somebody message me yesterday and say, hey, I'm having this conversation on my feed. Can you jump in and just school this person a little bit, which is <laughs> right. exactly what I did. And I said, okay, I'll do it. You know, and I'm a business owner. Um, and I, you know, so it's not like I don't have anything to lose, but I, I feel like I have far more to lose in, you know, if our country goes down than just my business. So to me, you know, I, I've weighed the costs, I've weighed, weighed the pros and cons of speaking out, and to me I have far more to gain by speaking out than by not. Um, so that's just kind of where I'm at. And, you know, I, I've been working on building up a platform, and I, I address issues, I feel like, from a very basic perspective, like what does this issue mean to you as an American? What does it mean to you as a parent? What does it mean to you as someone who has kids in school? What does it mean for the future? Just breaking it down to a very basic level and saying, you know, this is not just about what's going on in Washington, what's going on thousands of miles away. This is what's happening in your backyard and happening on your doorstep. And you have to care about it. Yeah. And it's literally, I mean, and you're seeing it more now. You've seen it over the past two years. It's going to get more aggressive. It's going to get worse. And then that's what we want people to realize is the power lies in all of you. It, it lies in we, mm-hmm. the people. And you mentioned about the small business. So if you don't get into the game here, you don't get on the playing field and you don't actually stand up and speak up and show up and you're like, well, I didn't have time to take away from my business. That business is not going to be around. Right. I'll give you an example. Right. Because of the decisions, the, 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 the strategic and the, the, the um, precise decisions of what direction this country is going. This is all by design. This is not because they made a mistake. They didn't, Afghanistan didn't happen because they made a mistake with pulling out. No, that was how it was planned to play, play out. The, the economy is being planned to do this because they want to destroy it. You've got 35% of small businesses in that survey from the Boston Globe, which is a very liberal paper, okay, very liberal publication. And then I'll let you uh, give your contact information. Let me just give these statistics because this matters because people need to realize what's going on here. And you brought up small business, Mm -hmm. and I just want to jump on a parlay on that. 35% of the small businesses that they polled said that they didn't make their rent for June. Okay, there's a trickle down mm-hmm. from that, right? You don't pay your rent, then the landlord, and, and then just do them, start doing the math there. 51% of those businesses said that it did, took the survey that they will not be in business by the end of the year. 72% of the small businesses that were restaurants said they will be out of business by the end of the year. This was a mm-hmm. survey that was done in June. So be, right. just another reminder that even though we're busy, you might, you're busy now, but you mm-hmm. might not be busy in another month. It is time for the big boys and the big girls to pull up the pants. And we've got mm-hmm. to push back. We've got to fight back. You've got to stand up and you've got to speak up. And it's time to show up because every bit of freedom that you have is teetering on the edge of being right. gone forever. Um, comment on that real quick. And then how do you want people to contact you? And then I've got to get back on my time clock because I went over. Oops. Right. <laughs> You're totally yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. one of the just – Super briefly, one of the issues I wanted to like this is this is kind of where I what issue resonates with me. 
I really am frustrated with the school system, with the drag queen story hours, with the hypersexualization of children. People need to figure out what issue resonates with you um, because there are so many fires going on. Everything is going up in flames. Um, so don't take your bucket of water and sprinkle water on every single issue. Find what resonates with you and get involved. This is the issue that resonates with me. This is what I'm standing up for. And I am not afraid. I will speak out. I will protect our children's innocence. Um, you know, keep these things out of school. Get academics back in there. And if people want to call me a bigot, they want to call me a phobe of some kind, that's fine. Um, it can affect my life in any way, but you're not coming after my children. Um, so these are the issues that I speak out mostly on. Um, and whether, you know, whatever it is, small business, oil and gas, inflation, whatever it is, find an issue that you care about, that you can learn about and get involved in. And that's how you get out there. And if you need someone to come on your, on your feed and school a few people, you reach out to people like me, like Michelle, like our previous guest, you find those strong leaders and we'll come and we'll come and chime in and, and support you. <laughs> yeah, we'll take this schoolyard fight to the feed. There you go. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> um, well, yeah, it's uh, the same crap that you did when you were in literally elementary, grade school, and high school. Well, not really high school, but I'll say elementary, middle school. It's just <laughs> a different field. It's just a different like platform. So instead of the schoolyard, it's now on a virtual platform. So these wusses can actually hide behind a computer or a phone rather than having right. the, uh, the, little, the little baby kahunes to say it to your face because they don't have right. anything to stand on. So, yeah, it's pretty common sense. Um, all right, it's 107. Yeah. I got to go. I got to go, Samantha. It's been a pleasure. Um, okay. I'd love to have you all back right. on uh, in another month or so once we get through the primaries. And how do you want people to find you? Awesome. Yeah, it's out, so Outspoken Samantha on you know, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. That's pretty much where you're going to find me on any social media platform, Out spoken samantha yeah and you need you need a feed fighter that's going to stand up for your freedom then send her <laughs> a message and she will jump into the feed and be in the yep. feed field to fight for your freedom on the feed <laughs> absolutely yeah who i i got you <laughs> i already i already know you're at least 10 or 20 15 years younger than me because you're saying stuff that i didn't even think of and i'm like i'm talking about a schoolyard and a playground and like the you know the 80s oh geez too funny all okay, right i remember it's those okay. two <laughs> all right oh my goodness all right, such a pleasure bring it to the flagpole a... yeah yeah well you know the guy with the tongue i actually yeah he i i, I gotta uh, I, well I, I should say that you know the movie um uh american the uh, christmas story right christmas story uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. With the, yep, yep. the kid that puts the tongue, the Scott Schwartz, he's the one that yep. put the tongue to the, the pole. Well, he is from my hometown, but we didn't know that until we were in, uh, we were in high school. And because he came back, um, right? But he was, he, 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 so anyway, make a long story short. I met him when I was uh, like in middle school. And um, he was like, you know, he was like the, he was like the shit, right? Like everyone's like, oh my God, da, da, da. <laughs> and I asked for his autograph. Cause you know, I'm like a sixth, seventh grade or whatever. I don't remember what it was. So he gave me his autograph. Well, then I saw him a couple of years later Ooh. and he looked a little bit older, a little fatter. You know what I mean? He wasn't getting the roles in Hollywood. <laughs> so then I asked for his autograph again and I was, you know, maybe freshman or sophomore. So I was, you know, well, it looked a little different than when I was in fifth or sixth grade. Right. So this time I right. got the autograph, except it had his phone number on the autograph, and it did, but the other one didn't. So what I did, what I did, I took a frame and I put the two uh, signatures together, and it's so funny because you see the date, and then you see the date with the one with the phone number, and you're like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> boys will be boys. That's awesome. Yeah, I know. I know. 
<laughs> and they are boys. <laughs> oh, my goodness, people. I swear I'm still single because all the boys. All right, my dear. I got to go because I could talk to you for a long time. All right. Thank you so much for all coming right. on, and we'll talk to you next month. All right. Thanks, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> right, oh, that's bye. so funny. I forgot about that story. Yeah. So, yeah, he did. He's the guy that stuck the the the, 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 the and He was also in the movie The Toy. Remember The Toy with um, Jackie Gleason and Richard Pryor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's from Bridgewater, New Jersey, except he went to West. I went to East. So, anyway, all right, let's do this. I'm coming for you, Gail. i got to find the cue. I moved some things around. All right, so we're behind schedule. I was doing so good until I got distracted by these guests. You know, Christy Hutcherson comes on, and, uh, you know, the wheels come off the border bus, and then we start talking. Michelle keeps her, took her eye off the ball. So, all right, we're going to kick this off the gear. We're a little bit late. Oh, it's a 111. So 11, 11, like 111, make a wish. All right, so it is time to start Michelle's Patriotic Soapbox. We've got to get these longer form interviews on the way. And Gail Gillick is coming up next. And I'm going to tell you, she's going to be sharing some amazing stuff. So let's do this. This is Everything Homes special segment. Messages that matter from people you need to know about. Heroes, do-gooders, and purpose-driven patriots. Offering tips, solutions, inspiration, and entertainment. They truly are good people, doing good business and good things. Here's your host, Michelle Swinnick, the queen of quality content. Enjoy the show. Oh, alrighty. So we are a little behind schedule, and I'm going to pick up the pick up the pace here. But I'm going to get Gail as much time as we can give her. So uh, Gail Golick, you've heard her on the show, you've seen her on my TV show, which is Brighteon.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time on Fridays, Brighteon.tv, and she's been on this show before. But we're going to talk longer segment because she is running for the uh, County Board of Supervisors. So Gail Golick, she's an all-American entrepreneur, Christian conservative citizen journalist, I love that part of it, constitutionalist and candidate for Merit Corruption County Board of Supervisors for District 2 here in Anarchy, Arizona. She's an American by birth and a warrior by choice. All righty, so we're going to do, we're gonna do the, uh, the fun part of the, the intro. Audience, a big round of applause for a God and country loving, freedom spreading, common sense cap wearing, truth bombing, we the people inspiring, grassroots representing, voter fraud fighting, rhino exposing, liberty leading conservative candidate to save America. <laughs> Gail Golick. How are you, my friend? Well, hi, Michelle. Well, that's a mouthful. Thank you for that lovely introduction. I really appreciate it. Well, you deserve it. You're I out am... there. You, you're busting your rear end. You're trying to explain common sense to the people. You're up against the rhinos, the establishment. You're up against uh, old, crusty white men who just want to keep the system status quo rather than getting rid of fraud. So we, the people, the grassroots, and everybody else that has a smidgen of common sense needs to do what they can to support Gail. So it's the least that we can do, Gail. Yeah. Oh, I appreciate it <laughs> very much. Um, so, yeah, I have been, um, I've been running uh, for uh, office here day and night, it seems, you know, um, and it's been a lot of fun getting to meet so many great patriots along the way. Um, we have a great country here, and we are ready to take it back, and we are winning. They think that they're, you know, they think that they're winning, but they're falling apart at the seams everywhere they go, and we are Americans, and we are going to win, and we are going to protect our elections going forward. We are not 
going to allow them to steal our elections again. And in fact, I'm continuing to work on, I've got a case right now that I'm actually working on to, uh, to drop to still get rid of these machines. I mean, these machines are the demise of America. The way that they use the software to manipulate the system and to select the elections is disgusting. This is why we are where we are, and until we get rid of these machines, we will continue to be that way. I am encouraging everyone in Arizona, our primaries are on August 2nd, and I'm encouraging every single one of you to not vote early. I don't understand how anybody could vote early. I mean, I'm talking to patriots and they're getting their bills, their their ballots and they're like, yeah, and I'm getting ready to vote. I'm like, why? Why are mm-hmm. you voting? Are you are you going to um are you going to be out of the state on that date on August 2nd? Because if not, you should be voting in person. There is no chain of custody when that ballot leaves your hand. Period. None. Zero. And you will never know how you voted. They can tell you you voted but they tell a lot of people that they voted. <laughs> they right. Well, they can tell you. In fact, well, and it doesn't just because whatever you're going to, because they're like, well, I went on the website and it shows that I vote that, you know, I voted. It, it, it doesn't matter. I can make a website and put whatever I want on there. We already know they have multiple sets of books for voter roles, depending on who is actually going to be viewing those voter roles. So then I'm glad that you brought this up. That's what I'm telling everybody. Do not vote in a box like why would you put why would you put anything of value in a box and walk away right i mean why would you do that when you put something when you're mailing something to somebody like a check or if you're mailing them a package you usually just don't drop it in a mailbox right you actually go and you're paying for ups or even certified mail or you're paying for the package to be delivered or maybe there's tracking on it so if you're doing that because you're sending somebody a stuffed animal in the mail as opposed to just shoving it in the mailbox your vote, especially what's been going on that we now know through the past, uh, you know, two, two, well, we obviously know it's longer. Do not do that. You're part of the problem. So then you know what? We almost, it's like, don't even bother because they're going to vote for you anyway. So at least we can do is cut down on the amount of fraud that we can control and not participate in. So if you don't vote in the day of at the actual election stupid centers that they have here in Arizona, and cast the ballot on the machine like you're supposed to, you are just as culpable uh, as the people who are committing the fraud. And that is fact, right, Gail? That is it. You cannot do this. You cannot fall into right. the trap and play the game because you're going to lose. And then I'm going to lose, I'm, Gail's going to lose, and all the good people are going to lose because there's people that are supposed to be smart and not do that. Well, and I want to tell you, a lot of people still have their mail-in ballots uh, They'll get the mail-in ballots, and by the way, if you get multiple, don't send them back. Hold on to them. You know, I'm a coming for you. I'm going to help you out. We're going to get these voter rolls cleaned up. So hold on to those mail-in ballots as extras. All right? But the, if you have your legitimate mail-in ballot, what you can do is on election day, void out the ballot and let them know that you want to vote in person on election day. They will give you a new ballot. At one point, they used to give it so that it was provisional, which means that it wouldn't count. But that law has been changed. So when you go in with your mail-in ballot, you can go in there and um, get a new ballot and you get your vote counted. Mind you, if you go in there and you're like, I don't want to stand in this line, I'm, you know, I, 
it's hot out, whatever. You know, I'm just going to go drop that box, ballot in the, in the box, um, you know, at the front. No, you don't want to do that either. They probably won't even count, count it. Um, you may recall that that's what happened in uh, the 2020 election. And I remember even like Sidney McCain was out there going, what do you mean? I dropped my, bo-, you know, I dropped it, my, my ballot in the mailbox. I want my, you know, in the box at the election box. I want it counted. Listen, they're probably not going to count it. Um, as a matter of fact, they didn't count 118,000 ballots um, until after the election was certified. And we mm-hmm. found that because the election was certified on, um, wait a minute, November 30th. And then on December 6th, 7th, and 8th, they counted another 118,000 ballots, according to the audit of the paper by um, forensic analyst Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. And he was hired by Cyber Ninjas. He was hired by the Arizona State Senate to do the paper analysis. And if anybody wants to see the 45-minute culmination of his report, which is still ongoing, we're planning a second round of this, but uh, you can watch that. You can go to my Rumble channel, Gail Golek, G-A-I-L-G-O-L-E-C, and you you can see that video there. And you can also go to my website, GailGolek.com, and you can, you know, check out all of my social media channels uh, out there, and uh, and my endorsements as well as different audit reports, and it's just a very informative uh, website. Uh, my Truth Tellers Town Hall, where I had people, you know, nobody wanted to listen to the people after the non-disclosure agreements were over, and I had auditors. It's me. I brought it in. Audit, well, me and Jason Funes, I should um, give him credit as well. We, we, we put this together very quickly. Um, but it was auditors, poll workers, canvassers, um, everyday Americans who, who came from all over the state, from Tucson up to Flagstaff, I know of specifically, that were there. And I took four hours of testimony with affidavits and videos, which, by the way, I had a notary there to do the affidavits, which I provided all of this to our crooked uh, Attorney General Mark Bernovich, mm-hmm. who has done absolutely nothing. Uh, he must be on the selection team, you know, the selected ones, you know. Yeah. You, got, you got Blake Masters and, and, um, and, uh, and Jim Lehman, you know, fighting it out. And you've got Justin Olson and, and, uh, and, and Mick McGuire as well. But, you know, they're all running for the Senate seat. And this guy, you know, sitting on Fox News talking about, you know, the border and, and pretending like he cares and has done nothing. He's had information since um, November of 2020, and there has been no arrest. He talks about two arrests, they were, uh, two convictions in Yuma, by the way, not Maricopa County, and they weren't even convictions. They were pleas. They were pleas. We, we have not had our day in court, but I am working on that right now. I am working on a day in court with a, my election protection team right now, and um, I have filed a notice of information to the EAC, to the Secretary of State, as, um, regarding the, the fact that uh, these machines are not to be trusted. There are many, many um, reasons why, including the stuff with CISA. We know all, all the vulnerabilities. We've been talking to those at CISA as well. And we're putting together our writ, and uh, that, that has to go forward this week. Uh, I just was just on a... Yeah, I'm working with my team right now. We continue to uh, gather more information and, and the best way to handle it. But the bottom line is, is that 
We want an evidentiary hearing. I mean, we have never in this state had an evidentiary hearing. We have never had an evidentiary hearing in this country. And Mm -mm, it's time. Nothing. We need an evidentiary hearing. People keep saying, oh, it's never... There's, there's not never been anything, you know, proven. Well, well, baloney. Well, first of all, we've got those convictions down there now. And in fact, um, Pennsylvania, they just uh, there was a guy who was just convicted, a Democrat that was just connected, uh, convicted of election fraud. For I don't remember. Um, I think it went back to 2012. Might have been 2014. But um, yeah, year after year after year, election fraud. We anybody who thinks that um, that Joe Biden won legitimately from uh, from his basement, this senile old man who is actually a traitor um, and really needs to be more than impeached. Um, I, I just don't, I, I just can't comprehend it. I just can't. No, and I, but maybe it's I'm because with I you. know too much. Yeah, yeah. I, I want to, you know, you would say that you want to give people the benefit of the doubt when it comes to the questioning their And it's it's uh, so I I appreciate you I appreciate you you doing with me where we're trying to give everybody that you know that little bit of patience. But uh, when it comes to the amount, just what you've been discussing, and let me let me explain this to everybody who's just tuning in. If you don't know Gail Golick, and that's G O L E C as in E C as in elect me, right? How do you like that? I love it. So, uh, so Gail has literally been one of the most vocal and outspoken people from the very beginning when the election fraud literally came down on the November 3rd when Fox News called it when we were still voting and it was just way too soon and everything was happening way too fast and we're going, what, what just happened? We're not a blue state. This, this is bull. So but she was one of the people that actually got the audit in, uh, in motion. She's now reaching out to Mike Lindell uh, is, is somebody who didn't even really know him and saying, hey, uh, here, look at what's going on. Look, and you're talking Splunkniks and you're talking all this other stuff that, and, and things that matter and, then, and the whole process and calling out our elected and selected elites who were doing nothing. So Gail was doing so, and, and I'm gonna I'm gonna make this point, and I'm keeping an eye on the time because she's also Sheriff Max coming on at 2:30 to talk about his event in Las Vegas, the Freedom Fest uh, press conference. Gail's gonna be there. She's actually getting on a flight. At, uh, well, I shouldn't say the time in case you know it's confidential. Anyway, she's actually going to yeah. be going to this event. So um, is there any other people that are running for the Mayor Corruption County Board of Supervisors going to be there? No, they're not for a reason, because she's been, she's been on the front lines. And, and here's the thing that you should always ask your elected and elected, elected and selected elites that are running for office. Right? They always say, well, say, well, what are you doing? What are you doing now? Well, I'm running. I don't, I don't understand. Me, this is me going, I don't understand. What do, you, what do you mean running? Running for what? Well, I'm running for office. No, what are you doing now and what have you been doing since we, know, we knew that there was massive amounts of election fraud on November 3rd is when it really started. And then they, they usually, the answer is that they haven't said, they don't know, they're not doing. Gail's actually been one of those people doing. So keep that in mind when you're looking at a candidate. So if they haven't actually been taking action, and being a participant in fighting the issues and gathering groups and being there at the at, at rallies and events and actually getting their hands dirty and working audits, things like that, rolling up their sleeves, being an investigative reporter, that kind of stuff. Then magically, what makes you think that the day after they get elected, they're going to all of a sudden start doing all that? 
because all the people that are doing that now, like the grassroots people, they have full-time jobs. They actually have families. They have lives. So now you've got somebody who says, oh, I'm going to start doing it the day after I get in. No, you could be doing it now. So that should be your first requirement. If they're not doing it now, they're not going to do it just because they have a magical new job. And Gail is the type of person who's been doing it literally since November 3rd. So Gail, comment on some of the things that you have been doing uh, and what is critical that people need to do now. They need to get behind you and really all the grassroots people because that's the only way that we're going to be able to save this state and, and, and other states in the country and at that point the whole, the whole country. Well, thank you, um, Michelle. So I have been, I, I, I kind of came into, like your previous guest was talking about how she, you, know, you just have a voice, well, I just was a voice. You know, and the next thing you know, I became a citizen journalist. And the next thing you know, I was interviewing every single auditor out there, you know, Seth Teschel and Joe Vaughn. And um, I was working with even Professor Clements, and I was working with Dr. Doug Frank. He, he said I, the, uh, the election was stolen by an Excel spreadsheet that was on my show. He was he said it many times. Uh, Bobby Python. So, I listen, I've studied this. I know about the hundreds of different ways that they have stolen the election. This is one way, reason why you have to get me in there. Another reason why you have to get me in there is I have a cybersecurity background. I used to set up local area networks for small to medium businesses. I was a solopreneur. I set I, a single mom running a business out of my home, buying the equipment, running the business, installing the servers, installing the network security for government offices as well in, in Illinois at the time. Um, and continue to keep up with all of the technology um, along the way. So we've got people that are um, in, in the Board of Supervisors right now, the Recorder's Office, and even the AG's Office. None of them even hold a, 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 can, a, a what do they say, candle to, to what I have in my knowledge base of, of security and cybersecurity. And, I, and, and I'm going to bring that in there. I know what these vulnerabilities are. When they talk about the vulnerabilities in the malicious code, code and the, um, the, uh, the, the, the sub-networks and the networks, all of this different stuff, the open gap networks, all of these things, I know all about it. And I can not only expose it, but I can make sure that it's not happening going forward. But the, first, the key to it really all is to get rid of these machines. And when you talk about action, again, that's what I'm doing right now. It's this action that I'm taking right now, and we will be in court before the August 2nd date. Um, I, I, so, you know, stay tuned. There'll be, there'll be more information about it, but I am, I am taking that action right now. I want to get rid of these machines. It's kind of like a, uh, a sister suit where to um, the one Mike Lindell is doing with Kurt, uh, Kurt Olson and Mark Finchin and Carrie Lake. That one's mm-hmm. at the federal level, and I'm bringing it to the state level. And so I'm going to get it done a lot faster. Um, listen, we've got it. And then today, even yesterday and today, I'm, not, I'm online with, um, with, with Stephen Richer, our recorder, Ugh. because um, – yeah, I, um, I, got, I got something to play for that. Can I play it real quick for him? This is, this is, this is <laughs> Stephen Richer. This is for him. He got the booze. He's bad. He's a bad man. He's a bad hombre. Go ahead. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at the contract of these, these machines. I wanted to find out, you know, what's in the machines and, you know, how they all are. And they're really basically just Dell computers. Computer, they call it COTS, uh, T-O-T-S. Um, they're, they're, you know, off the shelf. 
Um, and so they do have network cards in them and all of this stuff. But anyway, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm looking through this, and I'm looking at what, what these that need to, can be done, can't be done, everything about it. But what I read was um, the, the capabilities that are available to us through this software is that it says directly in the contract on page 38, and, um, and you can um, – well, you can follow this on my Twitter. Um, but it says – in my telegram, uh, ballots do not include any voter identifying information. Therefore, the county can post all ballots on their website in order to increase the transparency of vote tallying and election results. This mm-hmm. is the capability that they have. Yeah. And we know from the audit, number one, mm-hmm. that there were tens of thousands of counterfeit ballots stuffed into those boxes only 52 of those boxes of the 1,575 boxes were properly sealed, and they were filled with counterfeit ballots. We also know that between the images that were taken um, front and back of all the ballots and the images that, you know, during, during the audit process and the images that were given to Jovan, there were 53, oh, gosh, oh, my God, was it 5,300? A lot. I don't remember. Okay. A lot. A lot. There yeah. were like 5,300, 53,000. I can't remember. And either way, it was like – it was an incredible amount of ballots that were just missing, all right? And, and we took it back and forth, um, uh, pictures of each and every ballot as it came in and out of those boxes at the audit. And so they don't even have enough ballots um, to even cut, come through it. And one of the things that I've also done is my citizen in journalism is that, you know, I come up with things like this. I, I bring it to the attention. I expose Karen Fan. I expose Ken Bennett. Mm, I expose another one. one. These, yeah, all of them. You know what? I'm not afraid to expose them for the different things that they have done, um, and uh, and we and, and it will continue to happen when I get in there. I was just um, with Rusty Bowers, as a matter of fact. He's the Speaker of the House. Yeah, he's another one. Big, These are all big horrible rhino. people. These people should be so, in prison for the things that they have done. No less, be in office and then running again. And I'm looking at the clock, but I do want to make this. I need to make this declaration more like a statement. So you're, you're listening to Gail Golick tell you about the things that she's been doing all along since we realized there was election fraud that started on November 3rd when, they, when, they, when Fox News, that uh, Nazi news network, right, a bunch of rhinos over there, and the establishment, they, they, they said Arizona was uh, for Biden. No, none of that's true, right? If you were actually doing, if you were looking at really who voted for what. But here's the thing. So the, her competition, as well, it's not competition because they're not in the same category, but her, the other people that are running for office for Mayor Corruption County, I say Mayor Corruption County because it is corrupt, right? Well, we call it is like it is, right? And then because the people that are running it now and the people that have been in office, the people that have been running these organizations, these PACs, these, you know, even if they say that they are, some of them, they even say they're grassroots, some of them, and then they've been around for a while. They're all the problem, people. They're all the problem because if they would have been doing what they were supposed to be doing, Gail and I would actually probably be on vacation right now. We wouldn't have to be doing this. We'd be doing what we do for like a full-time job. And all of you listening, you wouldn't have to even be doing this. You'd be actually doing all the things that you normally like to do, that is like when you used to have free time. You wouldn't have to be cleaning up the mess of the people that have been in charge. So my message to everybody that's out there. You need to be smart about who you're voting for, especially in the primaries. You've got to go vote in the primaries. 
but you also can't keep voting for the same people, the same type of people that have been causing all of these problems, which are now literally destroying your finances, your business, your freedom. And even if they say, let's just say the guy who, someone that's running against her says, well, I know so much about security. I guarantee you, I guarantee you that they won't do anything because they like the system the way it is, okay? It goes back to not Republicans and Democrats. It is literally a uniparty, all of them. You have to get this through. You have to get this through your mind. It's a uniparty against we the people. Gail is someone who's representing we the people. All of these other people that are running in for her position there as a board of supervisors, especially in District 2, they're all establishment. They might say that they're not, but, they, they, but they've been in the system. Anybody that's been in the system, they all have that layer of corruption. They're not going to change it because they like it. It works to their advantage because they're on the right side of it for the winning side, not you and me. You have to, you have to look at that for all the candidates, especially somebody like Gail who's running up against like behemoth monsters. We've got a bunch of guys on Old Boys Network that have deep pockets, right? But get it, keep in mind. That's the good old boys. The, the, the good, good old boys. boys. Yeah, but, but the guy in New Jersey, he did. He won with like $167, and he beat the guy who was the sitting president of the Senate. So it can be done, but it takes we the people to step up to the plate and participate. So, Gail, I know that you've got to get ready for your flight, and you have, you're going to be speaking at the event. Um, plug something. Plug whatever you need to plug. I'm going to have you back on before the election, which is on the second, which is the primaries, and everybody needs to do that. And you got to vote in person. Vote in person, people. Otherwise, you are literally just as much of the problem as a mule who took the ballot and stuffed the ballot boxes. You're the same. So um, plug all of your sites that you want people to go to, would you, my dear, and anything you got coming up. Okay, thank you. So, yes, August 2nd um, is Election Day here in Arizona. Um, please show up. The primary is the general for me, meaning that I have three Republican candidates that are running against me and no Democrats. So whoever wins on August 2nd wins the seat, okay? And they're not going to give it up easily. There are two um, um, career politicians, 20- and 30-year politicians, uh, Sayer Vashir and Doug Little. They're looking for another job, okay? That's what they're looking for. Tom Mm -hmm. Galvin was uh, is the is the incumbent, and this guy literally said that by and and this is the border. I call them the border criminals. You call it mayor corruption. I call it the border criminals. Um, so and this guy was selected by the border criminals to come in there. And the day he took office, he said Biden won the county, state, and country. And he just put out in his newsletter that Maricopa County was the gold standard of elections. It's the gold standard of election crimes, and I'm going to expose it. I need your help. I need donations. That's what I need right now. I can make a dollar go far, and I have, and I've had so many grassroots things, but this is, we are at pinch time right now, and, mm-hmm. I, you know, just, uh, you know, $5, $10, $20, $2,000, really, whatever you can do, I need the money right now to get me over the finish line so that I can get my message out there via marketing materials so I can, you know, at least get one mailer out before the end of the, you know, before the, before the uh, end of the month here. <clears throat> maybe do some um, online uh, marketing, you know, on, uh, you know, with Facebook. Hate to do it, but you know what? Got to do what you got to do, right? I need yeah, to get my yeah. name out there. I've got a pretty good name you know, recognition, and I'm doing great in the polls. I have to say I am leading in the polls that I have seen. 
Um, and so I'm very excited about that that I'm meeting on the phone. I'm continuing to get more and more endorsements every day. Just got the uh, Patriot Christians of America, Great State Alliance, um, uh, the Breakfast, uh, the Desert Mountain Breakfast Club, um, you know, and of course, uh, Mike Lindell and my, um, our favorite president, President Trump. I was from the steps of Mar-a-Lago. He said, um, I, I give you my endorsement right now. It was an incredible feeling to hear that. I'm like, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. And you can see that video on, um, <laughs> You were so excited. It was awesome. It was awesome. And, and it, 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 you, yeah, you can so, watch the video. It's real, people. It's real. I website. saw it. Yeah, it's not doctor. Yeah. She, didn't, she didn't make it up. It's real. It's not fake news, people. Yeah. Not <laughs> fake news. There were hundreds of people there. Yeah, they were all, you know, they were all there. You know, it was pretty cool. Um, Save America is not too happy with me. <laughs> oh, well, you know what? Everybody's going to get their panties in a wad because everybody's trying to like stumble over each other to get the endorsement because they don't have the credentials and they don't have the integrity like you do in order to tr- get them over the finish line. So they need to ride somebody else's coattails, which is most of our competition. So again, keep that in mind, everybody, when you're going to support, you're going to pick a candidate. And if you can't make a contribution to, to Gail's, uh, campaign and you need to volunteer or I'm asking you to volunteer. I'm asking you to push it out on social media. I'm asking you to dial for uh, support and you can do that too, because if you put a little bit of sweat equity in, because the goal is to get the message out, right. And you've got, you've got friends. So contact your right. friends and say, Hey, this is the grassroots gal that we need to support. Otherwise you're going to get yeah, more of the of same. Otherwise asking. nothing's going to change. So if you like a lot of people a fraudulent election, you want to pay five hundred dollars a gallon for gas. You like having your small business shut down. You want to see all this. You you like having not to be able to buy steak because it's forty dollars a pound and it's actually expired. Right, that's what Costco does now. So if you like that, then go vote for the other people, right? Because then you you like the the demise of the country and this place being a hellhole. But if you don't, then this is how you make a change and this is what needs to happen. But you also got to participate. So I'm asking you to show up. And, uh, and even a volunteer in a capacity, even if it's from your home, right? God forbid we should leave. Um, Gail, give the website, and then uh, we got to go. It's 140. You got to go. You got to okay. get on the plane. Yeah, all right, all right, and and I'll see you, Sheriff Neck, tomorrow. My my website is gailgolek.com. G A I L G O L E C, as in elect me, Gail Golek, to <laughs> for election protection and so much more. <laughs> Good girl, Gail Golick, T O L E C, as in elect me. There you go, people. That is a yes. leader, and I can say a leader. And for what it's worth, I give Gail my full endorsement, and we're going to support her over here at the Everything Home HQ on all the different platforms. We're going to push that out there, and we're going to put together a specialist, a specialist, a non rhino grassroots list of all the people in Arizona that you can count on to actually save America, save Arizona, and get the job done. And Gail is at the top of that list. So we're going to get that out probably in the next week. So take, uh, be prepared. It's coming, people. And if you've got questions about awesome. it, please. Be, I'd be happy. I'd be happy to share my two cents about everybody that's running because, ooh, it's just a lot of common sense. So, Gail, thank you so much. Have a great time. So Sheriff Mack will be here at 2.30, but tell him I said hello in person and all the rest of the troops that are there. And, um, yeah, go kick some arse, my friend, and we'll have you back on, obviously. I will. 
because you're, you, you are the gal. And as soon as my grass gets cut, I will put your sign back there because right now it doesn't, it, it looks like, it looks like a homeless person's house. So I don't want to put a pretty sign <laughs> in my front yard if it's not there. So yeah, if you have, if you cut your lawn today, go get a sign and Gail and pop it in your front yard because apparently a front yard sign, one of the people that were telling me my show is worth a thousand dollars of advertising. $1,000 of advertising and what the, is like a free publication. You know, it's free advertising on your front. So get some signs on your front yard and really piss off your HOA because they're evil demons themselves. Gail, thank you so much. Have a great time, and we'll talk to you when you get home. Indeed. God bless you, and God bless America. Yes. GailGolick.com. That's Gail Golick, G-A-I-L-G-O-L-E-C.com, E-C as in elect me. All right, my dear. Have a great time, and we got to go. All right, so I'm at 142. I have literally blown the clock today. I have blown the clock in every single direction. I was so good for so long, and then one of the guests, the wheels came off. You know, Christy Hutchinson threw me off my game, we started talking. See, the problem is I'm friends with a lot of these people, and uh, I apologize for being friends with some of these people. Some of them I met are friends with others, and then I, I start talking as if we're on the phone. So I kind of need, like, maybe what I need to do is get, like, somebody that texts me and they're like, Michelle, you're doing it again. You forgot you were on the air and you're talking as if you are on the phone. And um, maybe that's what I need, or like, an, like a buzzer where you get a zap because uh, an alarm doesn't work anymore. It needs to be like a physical shock of something along those lines. Alrighty, so it's, I'm supposed to be at 130. Priscilla, now Priscilla, she's, she's going to be another one because we bonded <laughs> on Friday, right? Hey, bonded up, Rise. You can add another bonding. one to the list, peeps. Oh, gosh. All right, let me do your intro. It's, I made them short today because I kind of knew this was happening. So up next is a, another new partner. And this is a special partner because they're a part of our Marketplace platform, too, which I didn't even get a chance to plug all this stuff today because my guests have been so engaging and motivating and, uh, and fuegoing themselves. So Priscilla Roman, she's a registered nurse and founder of Grace Care Medical Advocacy, they break down healthcare barriers, provide a holistic view of the patient journey, and improve health outcomes all by saving time and money. And if you haven't figured out that you probably need one of these people, otherwise you're not going to get out of a hospital. Uh, now is the time to actually go ahead and do some homework. So if you need it, right, if you need it. But it's interesting because I, I was like, health is bigger than hospitals too because it's not just the, the COVID stuff. It's even bigger than that, right? So Grace Care brings their experiences of working in the hospital. This is what I went the light bulb went on for Michelle. Hospital outpatient, hospice, home care, and insurance nightmares, okay? Insurance uh, to help the patient advocate for those in need. It's time that the consumer has control and transparency in one of the cor most corrupt industries that we now know exists on the planet. Healthcare sucks. It sure does. Get an advocate. And if you use promo code HOME10, you get 10% off. When you go and get uh, one of the bundles and packages, the so audience, a big round of applause for a faith and freedom fighting, God and country loving, action taking, patient liberating, people protecting, life saving, medical exposing, healthcare helping, problem solving, transparency spreading, patriotic lady who listens to we the people. Have a round of applause. Priscilla. That was amazing. I should have one of the. I should. I should do that more often. Every time I wake up, we should. <laughs> I should have that as I get out of bed in the morning. But yeah, healthcare does make it suck. Um, 
Yeah, it's amazing what's happening out there in the healthcare system. And for your audience, just while they're just quickly listening and moving along their their day, I want them to stop and write down our number that they can literally text to um, or they can make a quick phone call to find out if there's an advocate match for them. So that direct number is 469-864-7149. Let me do that one more time. It's 469-864-7149. And that, the, what's happening right now today, seeing texts and phone calls coming in, and we've got people that are um, planning for an upcoming procedure. They're worried about going under anesthesia. They're worried if they're going to be accidentally given a COVID-19 vaccine mm-hmm. while they're under anesthesia. These are the type of calls we're getting or they are worried about um, if they do go get that procedure done, what about one of the blood products that they're giving? What, do, what can they do about the blood products because they don't want the blood products that, from somebody that has gotten um, one mm-hmm. of the vaccines? These are real questions we're getting. Um, we're getting calls where um, parents are not for sure what to do. Um, there's a little bit of a divide in the home whether to go get their kid vaccinated. And these are the real conversations we're, happy, we're helping with people and we're advocating. And what we believe is that we want people to be informed about the healthcare decisions that they're about ready to make. Because if they're not preparing and they don't understand all of their options, they are not going to get it in the healthcare system as it is today. Um, they just won't be told the truth. So we are mm-hmm. very, very excited about um, the work that we're doing um, because we know we're making an impact. Our clients, once they're clients and they get some time, it's a membership. So a lot of people come to Great Care and said, hey, can I just start with 60 minutes and just talk with an advocate about some of my concerns? I want to make sure I have a plan. And we do a lot of proactive planning. So they're not even calling because they're in crisis. They're calling because they are worried potentially about something that might happen to them, their kid, their mom. And we literally, we have a family of 10 on one membership. And we're able to work with each of those within that membership. And it's a time-based service. So our advocates are professional um, in terms of their background. We have lots of different types of backgrounds because there's lots of type of needs out there. And we want to match the need with the right advocate so they get a great experience in the healthcare system. Imagine that, a good, a good experience, good communication, and somebody that actually cares. Well, you know, you, you bring up a good point, and as I mentioned in your intro, that this is actually much bigger than what I originally thought. Because when, when I first saw you on a couple of the shows, I'm like, okay, you know, it's really good. So when you go in the hospital, and because you, you're thinking the COVID, right? You're thinking the COVID. But this is so much bigger than that because – at least in my opinion, I don't trust any medical professional that literally is not in our alternative world, meaning the media, people that we see at different events, people that have been on my show, people that have been other like-minded shows. I don't trust the system. And I don't trust, like if I had to go to a hospital, I, I couldn't imagine to say, I didn't know about you. I don't know how I would be able to navigate there because I wouldn't trust what would happen once you go inside. It's like you actually are, are, are voluntarily going into prison and you don't know what's going to happen because you lose <laughs> almost literally like your all all of your rights. I mean, it's like you're literally walking into a potentially a concentration camp, and you don't know if you're going to get out because you don't know what they're going to do when you get in there because they have shown over the past two years that they don't follow what you would think is protocol that would be good for your health, what's Correct. in your best interest. 
So what makes you think, everybody, things are going to change? It's similar to, say, oh, I don't know, the election. So if you had massive amounts of fraud, you had these machines that are, that are complete corruption and um, they're, they, they alter, but yet there's been no consequences. What makes you think that all of a sudden this time around, after they've had two more years to plot and plan and come up with different ways and two more years of putting billions of dollars into or hundreds of millions, it'll probably be up to the billions, uh, into the system to create what they need to happen, what makes you think it's yeah. going to get better? Same thing with the medical industry. What makes you think that it's going to be any different than if when, when they do these shenanigans with the COVID? Well, Right. You well, it gets, you it gets better them. with having it. It gets better with having an advocate. And the reason I know That's this for saying. sure you need one. is you need one. You have no choice. When we get, yeah, well, we, when we get on the phone with a client this morning, I was talking with a client. Client is in a Dallas hospital. Um, I'm talking with the wife. I'm talking with the ICU team in the daily rounds they're doing. And I can ask or the advocate can ask, very good questions that the wife is not going to know because the wife has no background in understanding mm -hmm. critical care. And when you ask the right questions and you understand the shenanigans, you understand how to get to solutions a lot better. There is a strategy within healthcare that people need to understand. And the best advice I can give somebody is you need to get an advocate. You need to establish with an advocate up front because it's going to happen. There is going to be a health concern that is going to come at your front door, and you're going to go, what do I do? And you're going to say, thank God I have an advocate already in place, and I can just call them and text them, because we give you an advocate match that's yours, your personal. Think about this. You know how many people go to the healthcare system, and they, can't, they have to explain their situation to six different people over and over and over, the same story, nobody ever communicates, right? They, mm -hmm. Then it's a mess. Well, as an advocate, we can take that and put those pieces of the puzzle together and help build the communication between all five doctors. I talked to the kidney doctor, GI doctor, infectious disease doctor, ICU doctor, social worker, bedside nurse, respiratory therapist, all in one day for one client. Do you know how much that helped to put the pieces of the puzzle together for, the, for that person? It was a game changer, and those people were doing it changes how they look at taking care of somebody when they know somebody knows what they're talking about, right? Mm -hmm. They can't pull, mm -hmm. they can't pull any shenanigans at that point. And it helps. We understand patient rights. We understand transparency. Now I, I don't have a team of physicians. Okay. I have a team of advocates and they come from professional backgrounds. Most of us are RN background. Um, some of us have backgrounds in understanding naturopathy or physical therapy. Think about all the different things that we need to know how to navigate that person through the healthcare system. And if we're using our expertise and we're moving that person forward, they're going to have less likelihood of having to go and be in that prison camp that you've talked about. Yeah, but I mean, literally, it's gotten to the point where this is this, this the system is not going to get any better. So if you want to be able to navigate through it for even a simple surgery, or you just want to know, like, what, what are my rights when I go in there? Because let's just say you've had a bad experience before over the past two years of the Nazis that are running these operations, and you're thinking that you were supposed to trust these people. So you want to be <laughs> able to know what can I say to them? 
So, and then when they actually tell me that they're going to throw me out or like, okay, you're going to get arrested, you know what to say. So then they're like, oh, damn, we can't get her now. She said the code word. Gah! You know what I mean? Because that's what it is. It's all ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? it, it is. It is ridiculous. But I, see, the thing is that I, I kind of have fun with it because when you understand the strategy within the system, you win. You that's win even in you the most the critical of situations. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. so much fun because – then they just kind of like, what? How did she even know that? I had one doctor literally leave the hospital. This was in the beginning of when I launched this, and it was just me doing cases on my own. I had a doctor out of a Texas hospital leave. He had gotten my number from the clients that I had just helped in the, in the hospital room, and he called on his, when, he was, when he left the hospital. And he said, who are you? I said, um, I'm, I'm an advocate. Here, this is my name. And he goes, how did you know to say those things? And I said, because I understand what needs to happen. He goes, I'm just going to tell you right now, thank you for doing that. He goes, if you didn't ask those questions for those people, they would have never gotten those answers. And I couldn't provide those to them without those questions being asked. And it's because they're limited within what they can actually do. Some of these physicians do really want to do the right thing. But they are limited until the the patient or the family says the right things. There are phrasings that you have to use to get what you need to get done. Okay? I was joking about code words, but it's real. No. I was making a joke. Like, you got to say the right code, and all of a sudden, and then it works. Like, that's what you just said in fancy words. No, I'm not joking. This is real. You've got to use the right trigger trigger words to use, and, man, when you know it and the doctor knows you know your stuff, it's game over. It is like it changes everything. The care starts to change. We've had clients literally come back to us and go, wow, we've been working on that for weeks and that doctor, as soon as you asked those questions, everything happened. How did wow. that happen? And it's because we know how to advocate. Wow. <laughs> I didn't, I, that's just crazy. That's just a crazy line. But, it's, and, but it, like I said, the system's not going to get better. So if you want to be prepared for it, and again, it's not just the COVID or the monkeypox, right? Those are, those are not things, people. That's why I always use the COVID, right? So it's, um, (laughs) uh, and Priscilla, when we were doing some promos, because she's going to also be on the TV show, I think it's the 20, when are you coming on? The 22nd. I think we're doing the 22nd. 22nd? Yeah. Uh Yeah. Yeah. 22nd. So I'm doing her and Dr. Betsy East. Like, whoa. Okay. So we're going to have doctor coming in who's been like saving people left and right and telling you the truth and like you know a doctor that actually prays that's the kind of doctor you want not one that wears a mask and then we're going to have uh, Priscilla come in so we're going to have like the one-two punch boom boom and that's going to be uh, on brighttown.tv on the 22nd at 4 p.m pacific time and for her listeners she's in central that's 6 p.m central time that's coming yes. up in uh, you know in two weeks but um so i just wanted to plug that real quick um what I was just saying, oh, about the doctors. Yep. And stuff. We love great yeah, doctors, just, though. We love great doctors. They're just rare. They're just rare. And you need, to, you need to accept that that's the system, right? The system has changed. Or has it really changed? We just started to figure it out. So now we know. Now you yeah. need to have the tools and the, uh, the, the arrows in your quiver for when you need to go in there. So you kind of also need to uh, my, my, just, my, this is where I'm, I'm just thinking. I'm just thinking out loud. And I'm looking at the clock. I'm thinking out loud. So maybe you have a, a, a call with her just to kind of do a rundown on what to expect when you just have like 
a, a little outpatient surgery, or if you broke your arm and you need to now go to the emergency room. So just have, you know, your talking mm-hmm. points, just get a rundown yeah. of the system, because when you go in to something where it's not planned, at least when it's planned, you have time. When it's something that, oh my God, I got to go to the emergency room, even if you're totally healthy, right? You're like, you see, fell out of a tree, right? And whatever. Then you're there, and now it's a much bigger deal because you don't have time to pick up the phone and do a little bit of planning. So it's almost like, just like we were talking earlier, you got to know the Roberts rules if you're going to be going to these meetings that are put on by the city and the county and the legislative districts and stuff because you need to have that knowledge so you can basically, uh, you know, put throw down the trump card against the uh, establishment and the rhinos. Same thing with this. So it's it's, it's something to think about. Is maybe do that as is just so you're prepared. So now you kind of have a little bit of information Mm -hmm. before you literally open and walk into those doors, which literally is either prison or a concentration camp, because you don't know what's going to happen when you go inside and you don't know (laughs) if you're going to get out. It really, and and I know it's crazy to say that, but that's what they've proven over the past two years. That's what happens in those places. Yeah. And and it can be, we don't want to say that it, that's true, but I also want to not scare anybody if they do need actual emergency room help and support we help them walk through that so they're not fearful and and they're confident in terms of what's going to happen next and we get them the right care so they can make the right decisions right so we don't want to fear people we want to empower them and give them control back in their health care situation mm-hmm. so even from home to hospital to discharge planning that's super powerful when people leave the hospital i'm going to tell you there are so many gaps that happen because nobody can communicates. That's why you have an advocate that connects those dots to make sure the home care happens, to make sure they don't have to go back to the hospital because they screwed something up. You know, this is, this is real. People are feeling it. And even for those medical appointments that you're going to, that you're going to that doctor's for another follow-up appointment, maybe it's a three-month follow-up or a six-month follow-up or your year follow-up, Start getting something out of these appointments. We help people do game planning for that appointment because I'm telling you, these doctors are in there for five, maybe, maybe ten minutes, and you mm-hmm. don't. The person doesn't even get anything done. It's such a waste of time. You're wasting your money. So if you're going to go into these visits, you need to know what to do, what your problem is. You need to start talking about root cause of the problem, and they need to stop putting a bunch of pharmaceuticals on you that probably are going to give you adverse effects that you don't want. They're going to label you as chronic, anxious. They're going to keep increasing your dose of pharmaceuticals. I want to start seeing these doctors start weaning people down off these medications. I want want that type of work to happen, and that does not happen in the general physician offices these days. I want people to start standing up for themselves, and if their doctor's not doing that, we need to find somebody who can, and that's what we do. We find those physicians that do do that great work, and we make things happen for that patient. Yeah, that's a whole other uh, avenue and something that needs to be considered about all this stuff, too, is they're just loading you up on meds, right? They want you to be on the, the system. They want to be on the, uh, the uh, pharmaceutical teat, shall I say, where then yep. that is what you're dependent on. Next thing you know, that you're taking another one because it had a side effect of the other one. So now you're on four. Next thing you have your six, and then you're like, God, I have all these side effects. You know, just watch the commercials. We've been watching those for years. Maybe I'm like, wow. So right. those are all the side effects. I think maybe I should just not eat the meatball sandwich. If that's all, <laughs> all the stuff that comes with the mess, put down the meatball sandwich, people, and then <laughs> kill two birds at once. Yeah. So it's, that's something else to think about, too, because like I said, the system, you're aware that the system is bad. Okay, let's just be blunt. 
So now make sure you're prepared to navigate and especially too, and I'll just give you one example and then um, you're going to be coming back on our show, this one, but also on the TV show. So people will be able to get more information. This is just kind of like a little sample today, like a little treat, you know, like in the grocery store when they used to put a, they passed out samples and like, Hey, would you like to try a sample of this cheese? <laughs> That's what this is. It's a little sample, a little nugget to get your uh, whistle wet. Um, but yeah, especially like when it comes to hospice, I've heard so many different stories about people's experiences with hospice and you're thinking, wow. Um, and some of them were, I mean, I, I, mine was good. I mean, as good as it could be. Um, but there's mm-hmm. so many other ones that didn't have that. And I think it's maybe because they didn't know, or maybe the person, they just let the hospice be a little bit more in control. And I didn't, I was kind of like yep. an advocate on steroids, crack, uh, and, um, you know, a complete test, like, like just out of control, right. Out of control, but I got stuff to happen immediately or, and, uh, so, but you need to know what you can do right. and things like that, or what's a benefit and what's right. available. So I'm just saying is it's not just in the hospital and it's not just, you know, it's not one category. It is literally all the different potential needs that you need in any type of medical or health capacity. And yep. until I was doing your bio yesterday, I was like, you know what, That's, that makes Okay, I didn't even think about the outpatient. I didn't even think about hospice. So it's it, it, yeah, I from pediatric call. to seniors too. Yeah, For, it's, so it's I everybody. Mean, we, do, we have peach patients. We have NICU babies. We've got. I mean, you because uh, that's why I have such a wide ranging team. I mean, we're, we're serving people all across the states, Canada. We even have a, a client in Australia. Okay, mm. like we are doing something completely that the system needs. And, and we're going to shake it up, and we're going to start getting solutions for people. That's what we need. We need to go back to solutions. Stop getting, mm-hmm. stop getting off the codependency of the sick cycle of a system. They want to keep people sick. It is the best business model that they have. But we are going to break it for the ones that are ready to break free, and we are going to make something happen. Yeah, this is all part of the alternative world that – we're, we're all building together as a community that's opposite. It's the George Costanza of the current system when it comes to anything. You've got, you've got the media, you've got networking, you've got health, you've got the, the whole layer of doctors. I mean, you know, businesses, you name it. it we, you, we need to separate ourselves from everything that we've been accustomed to literally all of our lives because everything we've been told is a lie. We've been lied to for decades. And they literally destroyed it. Yep. I mean, look what they've done. Look, just look around. Just look around at this country that you live in. You go, wow, you can't even say you recognize it from two years ago, no less from when you might have been young. Yeah. So, you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll build the alternative. But at the end of the day, that we, the people, need to support the alternative. We, the people, need to cut the cord. And I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to cut the cord from DirecTV with the television, right? I'm going to figure that one out. But it's going to take a little while <laughs> work. But I, if I got to practice what yep. I preach, I just have to figure it out. <laughs> I'm going to do it, but I'm going to try. It might take, Stop, I'm going to plan it. it. I'm going to figure it out. And then <laughs> I'm going to tell everyone, here's how you cut that cord, literally cut that cord. But you have to, you have to, you, you have to, as I keep saying, show up, right? So you, I, I, great that you're standing up and you're speaking up a little bit, but you need to show up. Showing up is know what other resources are out there for the things that you need and then tell other people about it, right? Word of the mouth is the best way. Referrals are the best way to go about this. Just like you don't need millions of dollars to, w- to win an election if the people knew who you are because their friends keep telling you about this amazing person. So now you know about another amazing company, an amazing person. It's up to we, the people, to help 
other we the peoples come. That's just the new mentality, right? It's, it's more collaboration than networking, but it's also support. Because if I know somebody that needs Priscilla's service at Grace Care, I'm going to make sure that I say, hey, you've got to go. You've got to check it out. Just call her and figure it out, right? My job is not to go do the, the, the deep layers of what you got, what everybody needs. It's just like, boom, here's a resource. Now go use it. Now tell your friends. And that's how this all works. And when we all work together, we unify. It's amazing what can happen because our power lies in the numbers. And the numbers are we the people. So, Priscilla, um, I'm, it's 2.05. You're coming back. You're going to be on Friday's show, the 22nd, on brighttown.tv at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m., uh, Central Time, and then Dr. Central? Eve is mm-hmm. going to kick it off. You're going to come in. That's the one-two punch. Boom, boom. And um, so plug plug the website, and then uh, uh, I will let you go heal heal the world and save the lives. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me on. This was a lot of fun. Um, just make sure your audience, make sure you text or call 469-864-7149. Um, we see calls and texts coming in right now, and people are just uh, – People love having an advocate, so just give us a give us a chance. Um, I would say do one hour. All of our pricing is on our website as well. We believe in transparency, so there you go. It's right on our website. Yeah, and she's also offering 10% off of. She's part of our platform. She's on the marketplace, but she's also a, a little bit more involved partner, right? Because her and I hit it off when we were doing the promo. Yes, really good time. oh, it's so good. <laughs> And we're, so in those, patriot, in those patriot businesses that you're talking about, Michelle, what's really yeah. cool is we've had a couple of businesses come to us and say, hey, we have X amount of staff. They are all really worried about the COVID or the whatever, right? And we want our, <laughs> yeah. our staff to be healthy. And so what mm-hmm. we did is we set up a plan for that business, and their, their business gave an hour of advocacy to every single staff that they had. And, oh, and they great. loved it. They felt so much more supported. So we're helping Patriot businesses as well because they do. They want their they want their staff to feel good. They want them to be able to show up to work. So yeah. Um, yeah. so this we're do, we're we're just being very unique with how we how we do this because we need to do something different. Yeah, think outside the box when it comes to everything that you're doing, everybody. Now, right? Think outside the box. It's not the it's not the, ne- the, the the connections and networking that it used to be. You've got to think outside the box. Be creative when it comes to all this. And it's amazing when you pick up the phone and you have a conversation with somebody. The magic that happens, just like when her and I uh, was video, but technically it's the same thing as a phone. Uh, it's amazing <laughs> what can happen, right? And then you put your thinking cap on, and then all of a sudden you don't know who knows who, who knows who knows who knows what. Next thing you know, you're like, wow, this is amazing. This is how it works. This is how you. Like you're rebuilding a country. Oh, my God, that's what we're doing. So she's actually been generous enough to offer 10% off if you use promo code HOME. And I'm not just doing that to, like, say, oh, go use that to make money. I'm giving you that it's 10%. Go use that. And these are resources. All of our partners are amazing, amazing people. And it's things that uh, if I needed her service, I would use it. I just don't need it at this moment. But I do have some questions. So we might be able to, to work something out like that because, like I said, this is something that you can do in advance. Like her, she just gave an example of the employers saying they gave everybody an hour consult so they can get all these questions out there because you're going to, at some point you're going to need it. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when, right? It's not a matter of censorship. It's not a matter of if you're going to need it because they're coming to get you, right? The censorship and everything else. It's just a matter of when it's going to happen, right? It's like a, it's like the quote that I love to, to read about those who stand, oh no, which is the one, oh, first they came for the socialists and then I did not speak out and I won't, I'll, I'll mention it later. So um, give the website one more time, my friend, and then uh, we will talk before you come on the TV show. 
Yeah, go to Great Care. That's G R A I T H Care C A R E um, dot com, and yes. the number is four six nine eight six four seventy one forty nine. So that's www.greatcare.com. All of our information is on our website. Imagine that, um, and. Uh, you know, we believe in transparency. There is nothing, no dumb question. Please call and ask questions. We will let you know if we do have an advocate match for you. I have not been able to not help somebody at this point. <laughs> so right. I say bring They'll it on. figure it out. And, and, yeah. let's, and we'll figure it out. That's, we, see, we have to be willing to go the extra mile for people, and that's what they're not getting right now, and we want to do that for these people. Yeah, so they'll figure it out because it's it's old school, like human beings helping human beings and not, oh, let's go through protocol, must have this, exactly like that. No, 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 everything's outside the box because that's how you solve problems and that's how you help people. So, Priscilla, it's a pleasure. I'm glad I can add you to my new friend list, and we'll talk before you come on the TV show on the 22nd. So thank you for everything that you're Sounds doing, good. and uh, have a fabulous day, my friend. Uh, bye-bye. All right, so you got some healthcare resources. We're going to add those to the marketplace. And again, all of these amazing companies and resources on the marketplace. We're talking about being prepared, being prepared. So earlier, like I mentioned, we were mentioned, just give you a heads up, like Robert's rules. You kind of need to know that when you go into these meetings, right? You're going to be meeting with a bunch of Nazis in, uh, in the local and uh, like state government. So you got to play their games. You're going to win, right? Otherwise, they're going to run you over like a bully on the schoolyard. And now you have a resource in order to get your help. And then like you want... I keep mentioning it. I keep saying it. And you're seeing it like food. There's no food on the shelves or it's expired. Yeah, I know. You're going to eat some of the stuff that you're like, oh, I can't believe this is what we used to make fun of. Like meals, MREs, meals ready to eat. And it's not like on the Jetsons where they, they have a pill and then you add the water, then all of a sudden, poof, a steak pops out. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, I mean, it's not going to taste like styrofoam, but you need to have these things. My Patriot Supplies is one of our partners. Mike Adams, the brighttownstore.com has some of these um, prepared meals and other preparedness items. All of those partners are on our, on our uh, marketplace platform. Some offer 5%, some offer 10%. It's promo code HOME for most of them. Even like Mike and Dell, they're doing all this buy one, get one free stuff. You can get the sheets. You can get the uh, towels, which I use because it's so hot here in Arizona. I can't use those ridiculously expensive ones that I bought from restoration hardware and the, uh, my pillow ones are like, we're like 40 bucks for six. My restoration hardware was 125 for one and his are actually better. Just do the math. So you can use promo code home for that. If you check out the marketplace, if you go to the, the website, which is our take action menu, everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. That's going to have all these amazing resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference, especially in your communities. And it's not just stuff about us. It's not just our show and all the things that we're doing. A lot of our partners are on there, or if it's something that I find that's awesome, then I'm going to pop up the link on there. So then that way you have these resources. So you always start there and then you're going to be all over the place, but in a good way for everything that you need. Uh, so uh, go check that out. The marketplace is on there and all these amazing links. Uh, and but most of them, the promo code is home. Uh, and I haven't even had a chance to play any of these commercials. I might try to sneak them in there, but I got to bring on Marianne Mendoza because it's been so long since she's been on the show. Now, Mary Ann's been coming on the show since the end uh, it was summer of 2020 is when I first lightly stalked her and she was coming on the show. So Mary Ann Mendoza is a good buddy. And she's also yeah. the founder of angel families and angel moms. Okay. A group of victims 
and families of victims of illegal alien crime in our country, which when she first came on, it was nothing compared to what you're seeing now when the borders are just beyond wide. There are no borders. Okay. It's not even, we don't, we can't even say the border because you like, how could you call it a border if there is none? Like literally there is none. So who better than this woman to be the new Arizona state representative for LB9 that's the Mesa area, than a true warrior who's been on the battlefield taking real action and getting results for years, like I was talking about with Gail. You have somebody who's running for an office, who's done nothing, but magically the day they get in office, all of a sudden everything is going to change. But they've never done any of it before. No, you, you want somebody in there who's already been in the fight for years doing all the things that need to be happening in the community because the selected and likely elite don't do it. So why would you want another one of them in there? So, audience, a big round of applause for a God and country loving, freedom and faith fighting, we the people representing wrongs, righting, victims supporting, rhino exposing, community collaborating, grassroots leading action taking, patriotic candidate who's going to clean up the Arizona House and void a week meeting. <laughs> I have missed Thank you, my you, friend. Michelle. How are you? How are oh, you? I've missed you too. I'm good. Just been so busy, um, you know, trying to figure out where I need to go next to make a difference. And obviously, as soon as this new administration came in and, and all the executive orders they signed, the Angel Family Movement was, you know, it came to a screeching halt because these people yeah. have no interest in the message that we were warning Americans about. I mean, I've been doing this for eight years. Brandon was killed May 12, 2014. And we have been warning Americans about the dangers of open borders, and I, I'm actually very disappointed and saddened that not enough people took, took heed to our words, you know, uh, as a collective group of angel families and angel moms. I mean, we brought our lives to a screeching halt to bring the message to our fellow Americans, and um, I'm just saddened that not enough people paid attention, and they still aren't, really. I mean, not enough people are standing up to the atrocities happening at our border. Oh, yeah. And, and so. I remember you came on the show on the anniversary of, uh, of Brandon's. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. I'm, I'm not going to give it a word. Yeah. So, okay. Yes. All right. Um, I was just trying to be nice. I was trying to be, you know, compassionate or something. I'm not sure. But, you know, I was, I'm you on your side. You can't be in, so, in this fight. I know. Yeah. 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 No, and, right, so fine. So that's the, the day that he was killed by an illegal alien. How about that? So maybe that yes. will get some people to pay attention. So, uh, yeah, people aren't taking it seriously because it's not happening in their backyard yet. But I don't – the thing is, is they don't realize how close it is to their backyard because when the gate from that backyard busts open, it's not going to be one or two. It's, that's when they're going to come and, like, take over your house. Right. So because it's it's, uh-huh. it's not going to be the, oh, we just threw a stone through the window and then all of a sudden somebody, you know, they – they took, they stole my mailbox, you know, like old school kind of stuff. No, no, no. They're just going to come right. like maybe a pack of them, like a pack of animals, like you saw at the border. And then they're just, and they're doing it in Texas with people that we know that live near the border where they just come in and they, they yes. just take over your house. Like that's what they do. Well, why would you not? If there's no consequences, there's no rules and you got 20 or 30 of them. Well, I would, that's what I would do if I was them. I'll just go take somebody's house over because you can and steal all their stuff. Right. right. That makes sense. Well, nobody's going to tell you no. Well, and when you have an administration who is fighting more for the rights of people illegally present in our country 
that is where Americans need to raise their head up, open their ears, open their eyes, and pay attention. You know, Mayorkas, I, I, I'm still in disbelief that he was ever, you know, got through the process of the Senate and was, um, you know, brought in as the Secretary of Homeland Security. Um, there's not a word of truth that comes out of his mouth whenever he's testifying before Senate or Congress. I mean, he just lies. He never has the answers because he doesn't want to give the answers. And, you know, I went into a deep dive because he was the Assistant Secretary of Homeland Security under Obama, and he also worked um, at CIS and um, USCIS. And what I have found out, you know, when they took that hotline phone number away from Angel Families under the Biden administration and turned it into oh, a hotline yeah. for illegals, um, the illegals pay to be smuggled into this country, but they can call that phone number. This is how my orchestra has set it up. And I, I've done a deep dive called everybody in charge of every one of these um, departments. So what I'm telling you is the truth. They call this number. And they say they're a victim of human smuggling, even though they paid to be that victim of human smuggling. And they're immediately given a phone number to USCIS, and they open a file, and those people immediately get work permits to work in the United States while they look into their situation, which is four to five years out for them to even look into oh, wow. the situation. So these people are immediately giving work permits, being able to be here and survive. You know, we're, we're, they're not hardening the road or making it impossible for them to make a living so that they'll want to just go back home and, and realize this isn't the place for us. You know, they're taking the jobs away from Americans. They are overwhelming our health care system. They are overwhelming our schools. The uh, school districts have to pay for, you know, second, in, second um, language classes for these kids. And, um, you know, housing and food stamps and all of these programs that are intended for Americans during hard times are now being provided for the illegals. And mm -hmm. nobody is standing up and saying what is going on. I mean, there's, there's $232 billion a year of taxpayer money being spent on people illegally present in our country. Uh, that's not the way I want my tax dollars spent. And, uh, Me either. You know, yeah. yeah, and I thought, you know, when this administration came in, I, I, I gave it a long and and hard look and decided this was the time for me to step up and run for Arizona state representative and start to make a difference here in my home state of Arizona. Um, we've got some pretty big rhinos. Um, Rusty Bowers was a, the, the state representative in my district and Michelle Udall and Rusty Bowers Ugh. turned out. So now he's running for Senate in another district with the redistricting and Michelle Udall is running for superintendent of schools and you know, I had a run-in with Rusty at one of our LD meetings because I became a precinct committee woman. And, you know, he's talking. I'm asking him, why isn't the legislation stopping Doug Ducey from putting these illegals in hotels here in Arizona and taking over these hotels in Scottsdale and Arizona, I mean, in Phoenix and Chandler and Ahwatukee? It's a soft landing for them as they come across the border, and then they're immediately shipped off the next day to the bus stations or to the airports to be flown to the interior of the United States. And Rusty started in on a sob story about when he was a, a missionary and was down in Guatemala and these poor people, you know, they're just oh, looking for a better life. And, and I said, I don't want to hear about the sob story of these people. If you want to hear a sob story, Rusty, come to the gravesite of my son. And I will tell you, my son was a Mesa police officer protecting his community and a repeat illegal criminal was allowed to stay in this country after committing crimes and, and killed my son in a head on collision going over a hundred miles an hour. That's a sob story that you as an Arizona state representative should be fighting for because I am your constituent. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, that's when a lot of people come up, came up to me after that meeting, and they're like, if you run for office, we're going to support you. And I thought, you know what? I'm, I'm going to make the plunge. I'm going to do it. Because my state and my, and my district means enough to me that um, it's time. It's time for a voice of reason and a constitutional conservative to get into office here in Arizona and make sure that our constitutional rights are protected, that our border is protected, that we have a governor who is going to um, declare a, you know, an invasion on day one of, the, of coming into office, and that person's going to be Carrie Lake. You know, I've met with her many, many times. There's a lot of you know, guff about her being, oh, she supported Obama in the past. Well, guess what? I know tons of angel families and angel moms who, who voted for Obama. But you know what? Circumstances change, and your mind changes, and we evolve as citizens to see what's good and bad in a country. And so that's the least of my worries with her. She called me when she was still a newscaster telling me then she couldn't stand the liberal environment she was in, and she admired me for working with Donald Trump and standing up for people. And, you know, that resonated with me back then. And so I know the true intent in her heart. And so I'm excited to, to the prospect of working with her and knowing we have a governor who's going to be in office who will fight for the people of Arizona and do what's right. Doug Ducey has done nothing um, for Arizona. He has, he has been a spineless mm-hmm. governor and a rhino to the max. And, you know, that is exactly what Karen Taylor Robson's going to be. And um, I'm sickened that... Ugh. Doug Ducey has endorsed her. The McCains have endorsed her. When you look at all the people endorsing her, you have to really think, okay, what is she going to be if these rhinos are endorsing her? Hello? Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Perfectly said, because that's what I said. You got to, you got to look at who is endorsing who, because then you're going to just get more of it. And you couldn't be more rhino than the names that you just said. You said douche. And well, you, you gave me douchey. Okay. So I, and I say it all the time. So I, I gave credit to you for that. So you got him, you've got McCain, and then you've got uh, Brewer all supporting yeah, Jan Brewer, the yeah. Robeson. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? So it, it, they, so the, all you're doing by having that Karen Robeson, and Robeson is Robeson Holmes, for those of you who, and she married Robeson Holmes. So it's not her dad. It's her, like, a thousand-year-old husband, which obviously she married him for the money because there's such a huge age bracket uh, gap. You don't marry somebody right. <laughs> for 30 years difference. Because they're a fabulous personality. <laughs> she's married him for the money, right. right? And now she's using the money, apparently like million dollars a day, to to fight the uh, to go against the the other campaign, which is you know I, I would do the same thing. So it's smart, <laughs> smart on her behalf, right? But you don't want somebody like that in office. You don't. We don't need more of the same. Okay. So if if you if you're going to vote for somebody like that, you don't get the right to complain about how bad everything is in Arizona and how bad it's going to get because you're part of the problem. Like I was mentioning when Gail was on. If you're going to take your ballot and you're going to put it in a drop box and you're going to go ahead and hand it to a stranger, you're just as bad and you're just as culpable, I think I'm using the right word, as the mules who are taking the votes and ballot stuffing them and doing nefarious things because you're a part of the problem. You're not a part of the solution. So the great thing about Marianne and and, and why, why I think she's – but you don't have to wonder, well, what is she going to do? 
Uh, why don't you just look at what she has been doing, like she said, for almost the eight, past eight years and what she continues to do. So she's not one of those persons that says, well, and I'm, what are you doing right now? Well, I'm, I'm just running. What, is, what does that mean? What do you mean? I'm running. I'm running for office. So yeah, you're not magically going to all of a sudden turn on the juice because if you've never done anything where you got your, you roll your sleeves up and you got dirty and you were out there actually doing the heavy lifting, right? And putting in the sweat equity. Right. You, you, it's not going to change because all of a sudden someone says, you know, I swear to swear it to go into an office and now I'm working in a nice little office condition kind of thing. So, um, you know, I think it just, people need to, to realize that. And you don't have a primary that you have to worry about, right? Because you are running unopposed. Is that what you, you told me? Is that right? Right. I've like got that? two okay. seats available in our district and I'm running alongside Kathy Pierce, who's Russell Pierce's sister. And then in the general, we will have two Democratic opponents that we're, we'll be up against in the general election. Um, but, you know, in my district, it was the whole District 25, LD25, before it was split in two, was, was heavily conservative. And so the district that I ended up in, the west side of Mesa, ended up being a little heavier Democratic. But because of the uh, people leaving, you know, either and or party, we have more independent registered voters in my district than we do either uh, Republicans or, or Democrats. So, um, you know, those are the people that are questioning the integrity of, of both parties. You know, they've left and re-registered as independent, and those are the people that I know my message will resonate with because, um, you know, my, my, my viewpoint is not partisan. It is constitutional. Mm-hmm. And if people of both parties don't understand that, understand that, you know, it's your constitutional rights and the way that our founding fathers wrote our constitution for the United States, but also our Arizona constitution, everything goes back to that. And, you know, p- people always say, yeah, but it doesn't pertain to nowadays. Well, you know, you look at the Bible. It was written how many years ago, but it still pertains to today. <laughs> and that's exactly how our constitution is. These founding fathers knew what power and greed would do to people. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you're talking about the amount of money that Karen is, is spending on ads, just remember, there's a lot of very incredible grassroots, patriotic, constitutional Americans who are running for office. And some of them are doing clean elections, you know, and they don't have the money to go up against these big power people. But remember, those people who have so much money and so much power backing them up, there's a reason why you know, there's so much money flowing into their campaign because it's a disinformation mm-hmm. uh, platform that's going out. And, you know, if you see enough commercials about somebody, you just tend to start believing it because that's how our brains work. But Americans need to really step up and do the work this election cycle and really research the people that they are voting for. You know, and I go to meet and greets all the time and people are like, well, who are you going to vote for for governor? Who are you going to vote for for Senate? Who are you going to vote for? And I'll tell them, but I'll say, you know, my reasoning could be, a, you know, 50% different than what, what your reasoning would be for voting for that person. And I'm not telling you to vote for that person. You ask who I am. I'm telling you. I'm sharing with you. But you need to do the research. You need to quit being lazy, and you need to do the research yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's what mm-hmm. Americans have failed to do for decades. You know, they just go by the person who has the most mailers coming in the mail or the bigger commercials or oh, that's whatever's your going that's on. That's the worst. 
That's the worst. Yes. That's good because that one has yes. the most money. Well, where do you think that's coming from? It's not coming from exactly. the grassroots people that are showing up at a rally or actually gathering or doing the door knocking or doing the heavy lifting like precinct committee men. Patriots are poor, people. End of story, right? So the ones that are actually doing the work, yeah. they don't have big budgets. Uh, so, but the uh-uh. ones that do have the big budgets, they're getting it from either the establishment or from uh, large donors because there's – there's a vested interest there. There's a reason because they don't want to disrupt the system, right? So once the American people get that the system is a, again, a uniparty, right? It doesn't matter at what level, all the way down from dog catcher, which I'm never, I think that's even a real position, but it does sound funny all the way up to the top of the <laughs> Uh, they are all, right. all they, they don't want to change the system because it is a, it, it doesn't benefit them. It, ben, it would benefit us if they actually followed what needed to be followed. And perfect segue that we're talking constitution with Sheriff Macnex. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. it, so it's important to support the grassroots. I'll give you this quick example. I know I heard this morning that Pinal County, which is right next to here, Mayor Corruption County, where we're, we're right next to each other. There was no municipal offices listed on the ballot. So and, and then keep in mind that the ballot was approved by the Board of Supervisors, the election director, and Katie Hobbs, who is now thinking that she is well, not thinking she's running for governor. So wait a second. So you mean to tell me you left off all of the municipal offices off of a ballot? And that and then all those people said, okay, everything looks great. So then that's those people should actually be fired now from their positions because they're not. They're not competent to be in this. They're not qualified to be in those positions. So why would you vote for no. people that are in the system already? Again, it goes back to you got to get rid of everybody that you can. You got to get rid of every single one of them that you can, unless they're so spectacular. And I'm still waiting for that knight in shining armor, that man, that that woman or man that's coming up on that white horse. I still haven't seen them here in Arizona, or right. technically nationwide mm-hmm. for that. So, um, well, and I, remember the COVID, the, the, the shutdowns of businesses and oh, the yeah. masking of our children. And look at that the voting fun. record of those people in your legislation. Look at mm-hmm. what they did. You know, Karen Robson Taylor was on, you know, um, Karen Taylor Robson. She was on, um, I can't remember which board she was on, but she was voting ASU. for keeping the kids' masks up. ASU and something you know, else. She, yeah. yeah. She's, yeah. She's, she's old boys. And network the Board of Regents. She's got the money. Yeah. Thank you. Board of Regents. Yes. 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 Yeah. So, and, and you also, know, you have to look at the voting record. Yeah. And, and just, just based on what they did during that entire COVID, the COVID experience and the, and what we found out last summer was just another example. You've got city councils all like in Scottsdale, seven people on the city council, they unanimously all voted and almost every city did the same. I know it was Mesa and all the other cities in the area here all just jumped on the bandwagon. They all voted that it would be a great idea for men who identify as a woman for that hour can go into any women's locker room, girls' locker room, bathrooms, yes. in the gym, any public places, so they could go wherever they want if they identify. And I was like, so it was, it was really interesting when they said that during one of our PC meetings over the summer. And we kind of thought we heard them wrong. Like, I think it was, I don't remember who was bringing it up. And someone asked the question again, wait a minute, what? And they said, and they repeated it. And then the room went crazy. The only other time I saw the room go this crazy is when that attorney, Alex, who's running for office now in uh, district three said that they weren't going to, uh, that that there was basically, even if there was election fraud, it was, 
forget about it. Let's just focus on 2022. And the place went nuts, like wanted to, if they had tomatoes, the guy would have been all red. And that was the only other time yeah. that I've seen so many people go ape, ape poop, right? And uh, it was because, so that's what I'm saying. So anybody that's currently in, but, but think, example, think in office, get them out, get them out, get them out, yeah. got to get them out. But think about this. The transgender community represents 1% um, of the population yeah. in the United States. And they have become activated and they're loud and they're, you know, in your face. And all of these well elected funded. officials are too afraid of what the backlash that's going to come on them. If the 99% of the patriotic Americans would stand up and say, we believe in this, the elected officials have no longer listen to the voices of their constituents. They're not at the LD yeah. meetings on a regular basis. They don't no, they listen to what's happening. The, the, the precinct committee men aren't out in their community getting information from their people in their, in their precinct. You know, everybody needs to do something. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable and it's out of your, you know, comfort level to go door knocking and talk to people because we've become a society where nobody even really knows our neighbors anymore. But, you know, mm-hmm. out knocking on doors to get my petition signed to get on the ballot, it was amazing the conversations I had with people. And it was very yeah. few people that I would knock on their door and they'd slam the door in my face. But it's like, it's okay. You know, they have a right to that opinion. You know, the whole free speech thing, the whole, you have a, a right to your opinion. All of those things are being marginalized. Um, and we need to start standing up and speaking out and hold our elected officials accountable. You are not voting the way that your constituents want you to vote. And, right. you know, if you're, you're going to side with this one per- if you're going to side with this one percent, then, you know, you're going to be facing being booted out of office. Yeah, it's but pretty this, simple. This one percent frightens them. What, what, what I'm hearing from Marianne as usual, uh, because she's been on the show so many times and I'm trying to think up in the top of my head, I think it's episode 126. There's a whole blog attached to it. And if it's not 26, it's 125. It's right around there. So just go back and, you, and you'll see it. If you go to everythinghomeaboutus.com, past episodes. Uh, it's really, really good. And I'm actually, since she's been on just now, I'll put it as part of the take action menu. I, I'm hearing uh, that Arizona State is, is House Representatives just to start because this is the voice that you want to have in, in, uh, in the depths of the, the uh, Washington, D.C. So when, when, that, when, when that point comes, that's, I think, where she's headed. Uh, and then, uh, well, well, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Let's just get her in the state. Okay, let's just get her through state. And then we'll turn her loose like a, like a rabid animal, like a Tasmanian devil. <laughs> right, and then she just goes and cleans all this stuff up. But we have to participate, too, people. So she leads, and then we well, have the and, and I'm right part of the. Us. And I'm part of the Arizona First uh, candidate group. There's a great group of patriots we've, we've been meeting. We all are on the same page about the, the changes that need to be made. I mean, we all went and listened to Jovan, uh, Jovan Pulitzer with his um, presentation yeah, here a few great. weeks ago. I saw you. I saw oh, you my there. goodness. Did you? No, well, I wasn't yeah. there. I was watching but on it, TV, and I was just not – I'm like, okay, there's Marianne, there's Patty, there's Gail. I was like, oh, my God, I was like romper room. Yeah. I was seeing all these people. All my friends were on TV, Yeah. But it's uh, amazing so it, the information that we that we found out that night, and you know, to know yeah. that Trump got fifty nine percent of the legal votes in Arizona, you know, um, is really disheartening to think that we are being shut up, and you have a January sixth committee to make sure that people don't ever think that their voice matters in this country, and we're gonna throw you in jail, and we're gonna shut you up, so you better learn by this lesson that you better not stand up to the government and to the people 
who, by the way, we pay their salaries. They work for us. We don't, yeah. we, we're not their peons. They are, no. our, you know, we are their employers. Well, and it's our responsibility well. to remind them. So I've got to bring on a Sheriff Mac, which I think you guys are buddies. Yes. Uh, what is, um, uh, give your website and then I got to go. It's Mendoza for F-O-R, Arizona.com. And, uh, you know, if anybody wants to donate to my campaign, I'm obviously going to need it, you know, when we come across past the primary and get into the general election. Um, and thank you so much for your support, Michelle. And I look forward to being on again soon in the near future. Oh, definitely, definitely. And, of course, you have my endorsement, if that means anything. If that gets you a dollar, well, then use it all day long. <laughs> use it all <laughs> day long, you. my friend. And we'll have you back on, and we're going to add you on our our special list of candidates that we're pushing out there and endorsing because this is how it works. Got to, the grassroots got to stick together or literally show up. So thank you, my friend. And it was great talking to you again. And as, Don't as an angel mom, as, as an Go angel ahead. mom, I just want to say hi, Sheriff Mac. Thank you for all you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And then uh, all right. we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for everything you're doing and welcome. Welcome to the battlefield. I love it. I love it. I love it. Alrighty, so my next guest is uh, Sheriff uh, Richard Mack. He's been on the show before. I met the handsome man in person here in Arizona. He's an author, speaker, former sheriff, and founder of CSPOA. They're protecting our freedoms by serving we the people, protecting our rights and upholding the Constitution, something that everybody seems to forget is a document we need to follow. Sheriffs are the key to fighting back against the illegitimate Biden, Obama, tyrannical, demonic Nazi regime. And in 1994, Sheriff Mack and six other sheriffs challenged the constitutionality of the Brady Bill and ultimately won a landmark SCOTUS decision, which firmly established the sovereign authority of states and counties to govern themselves against intrusion by the federal government. And the man has been saying this from the rooftops, just especially since the Biden people got in there and the States aren't manning up. They aren't manning up. You're hearing a little, you're, you're getting a little bit from Texas now. So on Tuesday the 12th, which is tomorrow, he's hosting the Freedom Fest press conference to expose common election fraud methods and show how the sheriffs and the citizens can work together to protect our system. Again, we the people, you're going to get the tools. You're going to get the information, but we need you to show up. You've got to participate if you want to save the country and save your own freedoms because there's not that many left. So, audience, a big round of applause for a fabulous freedom-fighting and country-loving, conservative-leading, people-protecting, community-representing, common-sense, cap-wearing, grassroots-engaging, action-taking, problem-solving, fraud-exposing, passionate and patriotic, constitutional-enforcing, and educated and super sheriff. <laughs> sheriff Mack, nice to chat. Wow. How are you? Super sheriff, mm. huh? You're a yeah, super sheriff. I like yeah, that. I needed another. Thank time. you, Michelle. Thanks super for having sheriff. me. That was a great in- introduction. Thanks. Well, you you know you're doing amazing work. You deserve a little bit of a pat on the back, right? Because uh, probably don't get that that much. Right? A lot of people, uh, the people that are on our side are like yay, and the people that are against us probably you know throw tomatoes at you or try because you know they don't like they like constitution. You know what I mean? They that uh, it's almost like when uh, you put water on the bad witch in the Wizard of Oz, they melt. So when you say law and order, you say constitution to the uh, people that don't like that, they um, you know get their feathers all in a in a furry kind of thing, whatever that saying is with the animals. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, the left uh, keeps throwing their tomatoes, but I'm a pretty good athlete. Uh, I grew up playing. Uh, <laughs> football, basketball, and baseball, and I dodge those suckers, and nobody's got me <laughs> one. 
with one yet. So, uh, and I keep telling my wife, all the, you know what? I deserve more pats on the back. I'm going to tell her you said so, Michelle. So, yeah. Uh, but she'll she'll probably just laugh at me and tell me to go back to work like she always does. Yeah, so, go back to work or do uh, no, your chores. Yeah, take you know, out the garbage. I, yeah. I, I, I have to say that it's it's been a miracle, this whole ride, this whole roller coaster ride the last 25, 30 years has been just absolutely amazing. Uh, I've been to all 50 states. I've done presentations in 47 states. I've uh, Last year alone, in 2021, I did 72 different public presentations. Wow. And um, I traveled over 100,000 miles. And uh, so we're, we're thrilled with the response, but we've got to do more. I'm sorry. It just isn't enough. And we need more sheriffs and more people to get on board and understand the proper role of our peace officers and law enforcement in this country, and especially the sheriffs who uh, have uh, been appointed by the people to be their representative in in protecting and defending liberty in their counties and communities. And we just need this to happen bigger, better, and faster right now because time is of the essence, and we can't waste any more precious liberty and precious time in, in trying to decipher uh, who's supposed to do what? We need the uh, constitutional guards and the protectors of liberty to stand up now. And if the sheriffs will unite in this holy cause of liberty, we will take back America and our constitutional republic tomorrow. But they need to hurry up and unite and, and stand together and stand for the American people. So let's, uh, let's simplify this for people. Um, because okay. it's, sometimes it's confusing, right? So you have the police are run uh, by the city or the county, and then the sheriff. Well, the police, are, the police, the police are the police are run by the cities, and the sheriff's right. office is run by the county. Okay, so the sheriff is the county, but the sheriff, uh, and this is the part where it might be confusing for people because everyone says, "Well, the sheriff's the key. The sheriff's the key." They answer directly to. Right people but the police don't the people, but then correct. he's the only one that's a, he's the only law enforcement officer that's elected oh and so, therefore okay, that's, that's reports, why you say answers reports, to the people oh okay, yeah okay. that's why he answers okay. directly to the people he has this is what people don't get sometimes sheriffs don't get it the sheriff has no other supervisor or boss only the voters the people they are the only entity that he reports to as a supervisor or a boss. And that's an uh, amazing. Okay. okay. Yes. So, but his check comes from the county because someone's got to pay the guy. I mean, it's not, it's technically yeah, yours and my it, tax but, dollars. But that's, yeah, but that's, that's the just, a, that's just yeah. a payroll, yeah. right? Because usually you, you have to be obedient to the person that pays the salary, but in his position, because he's elected. So then what? Okay. Yeah. This is perfect. This You just answered it. Now it makes sense why. He has to answer mm-hmm. to the people because of the elect because he's elected. But so now let's just Correct. say uh, just say three ten. My sheriff here in Mayor Corruption County was uh, n- not as corrupt as he is, right? Because we know that he's a huge problem. So just pretend he's one of the good guys. So how what can I do as the average citizen with me and my, even if I have to bring a bunch of my friends, whether it is you know written or verbal, whatever. 
how, how do I keep them accountable and what do I do? Because I want to duplicate this. If this is something that, because obviously we've, we've got a lot that can be done here. And I think a couple of our people are going to be at your event tomorrow. We've got a bunch of my people that are going to be there. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You, uh, everybody needs to call him, email him, or as you alluded to, make an appointment, go see him and say, look, you work for us. Uh, there's obviously some very serious allegations made uh, about uh, election fraud in Maricopa County. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just want to know if you're going to do your job and investigate those allegations. If if he says no, and then he's already checked them out and that they uh, obviously it didn't happen. And, Oh, and this, this, this one really gets me how a law enforcement official could ever say such a thing as, well, it looks like there was a little hanky panky with the election but it obviously didn't rise to the level of changing the outcome of any of the elections. So we're not going to take it any further. Uh, that's like saying only a few people were raped. Uh, and so we're not going to do anything about it. Right. Uh, yeah. And, and Yuma County Sheriff has already done that. Mm. Well, well, Yuma County has done it. Sheriff Wilmot has already done it. He's already arrested uh, two or three people. It looks like he's arrested two for sure. Uh, they're pleading guilty. The third looks like uh, she is waiting to take a deal, uh, and most of them are supposed to now be turned state's witness. And Sheriff Wilmot doesn't care if it was six votes, which one of them was that they've determined so far. doesn't care how many it was. If you committed fraud, uh, no matter how much or how little, he's going to arrest you, and he's got 16 mm-hmm. more search warrants to serve. Uh, Sheriff Darleaf is investigating in Berry County, Kentucky. Sheriff uh, Christopher Smaling is investigating in Racine County, Wisconsin. Sheriff uh, Hayden, uh, Calvin Hayden, is investigating in Kansas. Uh, and this is going on and on. And Sheriff Mark Lamb is pushing this. And, and I don't think he has started an investigation yet, but he is pushing it that everybody do this. He needs to get after this and, and uh these sheriffs are now already setting an example. So, Sheriff Penzone, I live in your county, and I'm asking you as a constituent, have you seen the movie 2,000 Mules? Have you seen a lot of these other allegations? It's not just 2,000 Mules, but 2,000 Mules brings up about five different methodologies of uh, election fraud in your county. Have you determined that this has not happened? in a complete and thorough investigation that it has not happened in your county. And if you have, I want to see, I want to see the investigation. I want to see the evidence that you have uh, uncovered to prove or disprove these most serious allegations. In fact, I believe the, the most serious and, and evil crime committed against the people of Maricopa County in the history uh, of the last hundred years at least this is a coup against the american people this is a coup against our stewardship mm-hmm. to choose our own representatives and now they're stealing that from us according to the allegations and i want to know if you're going to make sure that this is investigated and that that future um elections are not being manipulated or messed with are you going to do that, sir? And everyone in Maricopa County needs to ask him the same thing, and all of us need to stop playing politics and partisanship with this uh, investigation and get it done. 
I agree 100%. And I know the people here are beyond frustrated because our elected and selected elites are all big talkers. Well, some aren't even talkers at all, but some of the ones that are actually in positions to, to take action and either investigate, prosecute, they're not doing anything. And I don't believe that they're going to. So you've got Bernovich. Nothing's going to happen out of that. He's too busy playing with his nunchucks and making videos rather than actually doing his job. And you've got all of these people that are in Arizona. Our state legislature is a majority, quote unquote, Republicans. And keep in mind, everybody listening, and I know that you probably agree with me, Sheriff Max. Oh, you mean like Bowers. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. constitutional uh, Republican. They're they're horrible people. And because the R, keep in mind, the R next to your name means rhino until you can prove to me you're not. Because everybody, you know, remember like in school, like, you know, like maybe maybe there was one year where the teacher said or some some class would say, everybody starts out with an A today. Now, it's up to you if you want to keep it. And then most of the people you know, ended up getting like a C. So this is the same, it's the same concept. You're deaf, they're all rhinos, but prove to me that you're not. And then maybe we'll give you the, the we'll give you the, the title of Republican. And then if you're really good, because you actually uh, are, are doing things to help we, the people, we might ca- call you a conservative. Okay. So that's the kind of the progression or uh, deterioration of, of the deal. Um, so we can't count on them to do any of this stuff because they already would have, they already would have, they've had two sessions. In, in 18 months in order to pass something that was that has a lot of teeth in it as part of an election fraud prevention measure, right? Or mm-hmm. they could have actually been shouting from the rooftops about election fraud that happened, and they're very quiet on that. They're very quiet. So we can't rely on them. So you have to go to this alternative method, uh, which you're talking about the sheriff. It's just that we've got a really bad dude in there, but it doesn't mean that we can't let him run amok for two or four years, however they're in there. So just because they're in there and they're bad people, they're doing bad things, that means we just, we can't, we just don't sit back and wait. I think that's part of the problem. Most people are like, oh, well, he's, he's Democrat. He's a George Soros guy. Okay. And so it just means it's going to be a little bit more difficult, but you still need to be in the person. You need to be doing the same measures because why we're supposed to hold them accountable. Right. So I'm, I, I can't hold them accountable because he's a, a lunatic left Democrat. No, I shouldn't even be holding them more accountable. So we can't just say throw our hands up in the air. And I think that's what a lot of people have done. We can't do that. And the great thing about what you're doing tomorrow at this press conference that you're having, you're going to talk about all of these issues. You're going to you're going to actually I think you're showing the movie. I'm looking at the schedule here. So you're showing the movie 2000 Mules, which I did interview Dinesh D'Souza twice here did it on the talk radio show, yeah. the TV show. And then I also did uh, Catherine Inglebright, which was great. And I yeah, asked Catherine them the question. And Greg Phillips are going to be at the press They're going to be there, which is, yeah. which is, I, I'm, I'm excited to and hear Mike what Lindell. information. And Mike Lindell. And Wayne Allen Root. He's been on my show. He's a great yeah. guy. He's, he's there in Vegas. Yeah. You're, are you, you're probably in Vegas now, right? Or you can't say because you're at an undisclosed yeah, location. I am in, I am at the Ahern right now. Oh, awesome. And then uh, Joey Gilbert will be talking. He got uh, the, his election the stolen from him during the primaries. We just talked to him. Uh, I interviewed him on Friday. And then you're going to have mm-hmm. a bunch of other heavy hitters out there. Tina Peters. Tina Peters. She got another one. She got her election stolen yeah. from her. She was leading in the polls in Colorado. And they, uh, they took care of that. And Jovan's going to be there. And you got a couple of Arizona peeps. Um, so tell um, everybody where they could tune in. I think TV is covering it on their live feed, TV. You could do that yep. on the event uh, Lindell page. TV. Lindell TV. Lindell TV. So go to our website, 
go to our website, cspoa.org, and right at the very top is a banner that announces uh, where you can live stream. So click on that, and you can go to either live stream, uh, frankspeech.com, uh, which is Lindell TV, and then TV, And just go to those, and you can link on tomorrow. It starts at 10 o'clock Pacific time. That's 1 o'clock Eastern. And wherever you're located in the country, make sure you're, you're uh, uh, coinciding with the 10 o'clock time of Pacific time when we start in Vegas. And you can follow along and be a part of this. It's going to be tremendously historic because we're not just talking about all the horrible things. We're going to talk about the evidence and uh, through the vote, uh, the evidence that they've proven or that they've presented. I don't believe it's completely proven yet. It needs to be investigated by law enforcement agencies, but it's very compelling evidence. And no law enforcement officer or investigator for any agency in this country uh, can toss this aside and say, oh, there's nothing there. Uh, Mm -hmm. Investigate it, investigate it, and check it out. And that William Barr came out nationally and lied and said, uh, there's there's not enough evidence here uh, to change any of the outcomes. Show me the evidence. Show me the investigation you conducted, uh, Mr. Barr. And he conducted nothing. And he's making these allegations that this is a a fraudulent claim without investigating. And and so the swamp goes really deep, uh, Mm -hmm. and the deep state goes really deep. And these liars uh, are just amazingly cunning. And the talking points between the White House and the national media – uh, man, how do they get together and get these talking points going so coordinated like they do? But they do, and it's um, it's had an impact. But I'm a, I'm a cop. I'm a sheriff. I'm a former detective. Uh, you're going to have to show me the proof. You're going to have to show me the evidence. And then bottom line on all of this, Michelle, is show me why – we spend billions of dollars on computers provide no service to the American people. Why is it that we use computers to tabulate votes in America? Does that help the American people? Does it make us freer? Does it protect us in any way? No, it guarantees mm-hmm. cheating. It guarantees mm-hmm. cheating. Guarantees fraud. And we need yeah. to stop using them. It does. And the potential for cheating will always be there as long as we keep using computers and we have got to stop them. Yeah, it's pretty simple. And oh, you asked about the coordination of the talking points. The company that does it is Edelman PR, for everyone that's wondering. Edelman PR is an old, old PR company, family-run, yeah. deep, 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 deep-rooted in beyond establishment, both sides. And we found out about that back when I went to the original uh, Reawaken America event in, in uh, Tulsa in April of 2021. And um, they're the, they were the key because they would get all the information from the government and from the, uh, the CIA and the FBI. And then they would get the information from the CDC and the FDA and the powers that be. And then they would go ahead and yeah. make all the slides. They would do all the things. And then all of their clients, the laundry list of big clients, are all the bigs. I call them the 13 bigs. Mm-hmm. That's your big, big tech, big media, big government, big, uh, big this, big yeah. pharma, big box, yeah. big religion. So they would disperse the talking points specifically for that industry. And you're wondering how they get it all so quickly. That's how they, that's how they do it. That's how they do it, people. So, um, yeah, it's all a scam against you, the American people. And the only way that you're going to be able to overcome this 
in, in, in what you can do physically, right? What you can physically, you really, you've got to show up and you've got to participate in this stuff. So I encourage you to watch yeah. the event that Sheriff Mack is doing tomorrow, which or, is. Or hurry up, get here and do it in person. <laughs> yeah, you can. If you can go to Vegas, right? You, then that would be awesome. Go to the Ahern Hotel. Go to the Ahern Hotel and you can go check in that out. In northern Arizona, you're only two and a half hours away. So, you know, maybe <laughs> just an hour and a half, depending on where you are in Arizona. But we drove yesterday. It took about five hours. And we're here and we're ready to go. And, folks, the other key component of this press conference tomorrow is we're going to have about ten sheriffs from all over the country, five of which have already been doing investigations and so, folks, come and listen to these sheriffs. See what the national media is going to ask them and the true the vote people. And, and then look at the solution that we're trying to get every sheriff uh, to be a part of. And we, we figured that we need 1,000 sheriffs to get on the side of liberty in America. 1,000 sheriffs doing these investigations. I mean, obviously, we'll take 500 or 800 you know, to 500, 800, but a thousand would be one third. And a one third of the people in the Revolutionary War supported the war effort. It was a third who could care less. It was a third who stayed on the side of King George III, and it was a third who actually supported the Revolutionary War. If we have that today with our sheriffs and the American people, we will take back American liberty tomorrow. Let's make this happen. All of Americans need to be a part of this. All of you can go to CSPOA.org and become part of the posse, join the posse, and help fund this event that we're having tomorrow. We, uh, we've maxed out our credit cards to have it, but we're just going to put the trust in the good Lord, and we're going to do what we need to do to change America and secure our elections and to get back our birthright as the stewards of American liberty. So I've, I've got to run, Michelle. I've got a meeting right now with uh, the security people uh, that are helping us here at the Ahern. But thank you so much for having me on, and, and thank you so much for your, the support uh, that you have uh, rendered to this event and to the cause of liberty in America. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. And then uh, I'll have you back on this show again. And then I need to get you on my Brighty on TV show, and then I need to scoot on yours for a little uh, morning uh, cup of Cup of Joe, right? So we can we could do that together. Uh, we'll, um, we'll be airing uh, we'll be airing my show tomorrow from um, Bright on TV at seven o'clock, and um, and then at eight o'clock we're going to get all set up. We've already been getting set up all day, so well, we're going to finalize the setup tomorrow morning and have that. Awesome. So again, thanks, and uh, I hope everybody will get involved with us tomorrow. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so thank you so much. Have a great event tomorrow right. and uh, let's get these sheriffs on board and more importantly, we get we the people to keep the sheriffs accountable because we need a thousand That's of it. them to do the investigation. So we the people need to step up and get your sheriffs to start investigating because if they're not doing their job, you need to keep them accountable. We That's are it. the answer That's to it. So thank you, Sheriff right. Mack. Keep well, up the I'll great see you work. Tomorrow. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Bye-bye. Okay, so listen. You might want to re- you want to listen to that one again. Okay, you might want to listen to that one again. The reason is is because I was taking notes, and then I'm like, wait a second, maybe I just put the time down, and I'll go back to it. But let, let me do your little recap here. Okay, I'm gonna do a little recap. First of all, if you haven't seen 2,000 Mules, you need to see 2,000 Mules, the movie. Right? You can go on the uh, 2,000Mules.com website. You can go ahead and download it. I mean, there's a special code or something around there. I mean, you can figure it out. I, I had it. I, I had it at that. Oh, you know what it is? Go to, um, uh, if you listen to my interviews that I did, 
with Dinesh D'Souza. I did one on the TV show and I did one on the talk radio show. So the TV show is on uh, 3.07. And then the talk radio show is 3.11. Okay. Two and two different, we obviously talked about the movie, but each one is, is a little bit different when there's always different when you talk to somebody on the TV versus the radio. Speaking of when I bring on Lucy, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll share what that difference is. Cause there's a huge difference. Uh, having an interview done um, through when you're video versus just audio. Audio is so much better. I hate to tell, I hate to break the news to you peeps. Audio interviews, so much better for the audience because you're actually getting incredible content and it's different. It's different when you're having these conversations here and on the microphone rather than looking at the person. You get much more out of it. So keep that in mind. You're, you're, not that I don't like my TV show. I love the TV show. I think it's great. It's just a different platform. I'm on brighton.tv and I have a great time doing it. Um, but the, the, the conversation is different when you're on the radio and I, I really think you get a much more out of the conversations when there isn't video attached to it. And if you start doing both watching and each of these shows that I do are two different ones, like the Monday shows talk radio and that's 301. Oh, I'm coming for you, Lucy. Give me a second. And, um, the show's on Mondays at 12 PM starts at 12 PM. That's the talk radio show and the TV show brighton.tv is at 4 p.m. Pacific time, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So you start your week off right with me and the crew, right? Because there's always a crew. I got 10 in the crew at least. And I'm loading it up. Why not? Because what else are we going to do? And then you got uh, on Friday, two, three, sometimes four people. Usually that not, not as many, two, two, two or three, right? And then you end your week right. So you got both sides. So I sandwich you. And now what we're doing, oh, before I tell you what we're doing, because this is, I'm, I'm segueing into Lucy, because I'm gonna, let me wrap up. Sheriff Max, and then I'm going to bring, I'm going to segue into Lucy's because I kind of figured out how I was going to kind of just uh, yeah, do that motion nice and smooth. So as I was saying with Dinesh D'Souza and Catherine Engelbrecht, so those are interviews that, that you should watch and listen to, okay? If you haven't seen, even if you have seen the movie, it's great because it's, it is a very revealing conversation and, and for some of the things that they said, because I asked them about certain things in the movie. And if you watch the movie, then you'll understand it. I'm not going to tell you what it is because they you got to watch the movie to understand it anyway, right? So Dinesh D'Souza was episode 307 and 311. And then Catherine Engelbrecht was 317. And keep this in mind. They all, both of them, I did three different interviews. And it was prior to them coming here to Arizona. And that was when Dinesh D'Souza was coming here to speak as the keynote speaker at the Corruption County GOP Lincoln Luncheon. All right, that's the big celebration for the PCs to say that they're so great but yet charge $125 for a piece of rubber chicken. So I'm not sure how you're celebrating me, but I'm doing all this work for you and I'm supporting the candidates for free, but you want to charge me 125 bucks for a plate and chicken. It's literally, it's a who's who meet and greet of established rhino elected elites and selected elites. Uh, And then, you know, all the big think tanks. And the ladies that clutch the pearls, right? The ones that uh, love to do the lunches. And then the, then the packs and the think tanks and all the names that you're like, wow, I know that person. They're so America first. Not really, right? Maybe. Okay, right? So that's what that, that's all about. But anyway, before he came there, so I said, I asked him, I said, so to, I said, three different occasions, and I asked the both of them, anybody in Arizona in our uh, state legislature, in our executive branch, you know, Doug Dushi and friends, right, and Bernovich and all them, uh, or anybody in these large groups who are out there, you know, well, supposed to be for we the people love this country, murmur, murmur. Did any of those people uh, 
call you up and say that uh, they wanted to talk to you before you came out here or at least meet you when you came out here. And uh, you know what I got? Uh, They said no. Not one person. I said not one. They said no. I said, but I'm talking to you now and I'm asking you questions. And they said no, we just... We just basically got this. Yeah, that was crickets. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, don't tell me, Arizona elected and selected elite, that you're doing something and you're going to do something. And then especially if you're running for office and and you're going to do something magically when you get into this new position because you were in the Senate or the state and now you're in the Senate and now – or you're in in the state and now you're in a in a bigger position, whether you've got more clout, I can have, I could do more because I can do more because I can, I, I now have the ability and I've got, I've got more power and I'm like, Ooh, whoa. Okay. Time out. Time out there. Happy camper. As Mike Linda, I would say special K time out. Okay. That's not how it works. So anyway, check out those. You go to everything home about us.com, everything home about us.com. And as I was saying, as I was saying, so you've got your Monday, you got your Monday talk radio show, and then you've got your uh, Friday TV show. But you need something to get you over the hump, something for that middle of the week. So how about what if, what if we put together, as we said we were going to do, and I'm going to bring her on here. I'm going to click that button. So what if we put together an opportunity to give you something like a little bit of a prayer group, a little bit of a Bible study, and perhaps a faith gathering all rolled up into one called Jesus Rocks. How about that? How about that? What if Lucy and I did that, where we said we we're going to do it? We're going to said we we're going to do it. And yesterday, I spent the time to figure out how to actually do it, because we're going to do it virtually. We're going to do it virtually. JesusRocksLive.com, because, you know, everything I do has to have a website, something else to put together, something else to promote. God forbid, just be one. So um, we're going to do that. So I'm going to tell you about that in, in, in just a minute here. But I wanted to say, okay, so now, now we got you on Wednesdays. And then we're going to do the networking thing, Patriot Networking. You want to do some networking? You want to meet some cool people? You want to, you want to find out all the great people that you should be doing business to business with or actually just meeting some other great groups because you want to get involved with some of these groups, right? That's all our whole Save My Freedom movement is we're bringing all these bodies together so that you know about each other. You can support each other, and uh, we can win this battle. We can win this battle between you know, the spiritual battle between good and evil, right? So there's stuff that you got to do on the playing field, right? And there's stuff that you got to actually physically do. We've been giving you a lot of that information today because we've had a lot of great American patriots, right? I said there's dedicated deplorables all over this show today. So they were talking about the Roberts rules. We were talking about the border and we were talking, you know, Christy Hutcherson and Karen and Samantha's out there. She's in that feed giving people a hard time, like, you know, a face to a feed fighter now, <laughs> Like in your feed, like your social media feed. I didn't even think about that. These young people are killing me. I just like my pen and paper. I like my pen and paper, people. Uh, you can keep your texting, too. I kind of just rather talk on the phone. So then we got Gail. You know, we got her running for office. We got Mary M. Mendoza. You got two right there. Two. You, got, you got grassroots peeps, right? You got Priscilla. She's doing all that with the great care. You're doing medical advocacy. We're going to save you so you don't get remdesivir in the, in, in the hospital. And you actually leave that concentration camp, right? We want to make sure that happens. You want to get stuck in the prison. And then Sheriff Max talking about all these things that he can do because the, we've got the powers with the people because we elected the sheriff. So I was wondering, why do they keep saying that? Oh, it's because they're elected. Thank you for that. And I've had him on a couple of times and I listened to him on shows and I didn't put two and two together. Now I understand two and two is officially four. Well, for now, because, you know, they've been lying to us about everything that there possibly is. So everything that you've been told is a lie. So keep that in mind. But two and two for right now is going to be four. 
And uh, 3.08, I think Lucy wants to start talking. So um, let's do this. So with that being said, I think, uh, so we were talking about the sheriffs. So the sheriffs, but we the people can put the pressure on the sheriffs. Sheriffs do the investigations because nobody's doing their job. Gave examples of people in Arizona in elected and selected elite positions that are not doing their job. Two sessions, 18 months. Election and fraud prevention bills, not really anything with a lot of teeth got passed. Hmm. Okay. So we gave you a lot of physical solutions, a lot of things that you can get involved in that you kind of, you need to do all this, but the number one thing people, I'm going to say it again, Lucy and I are going to talk about it here uh, for this segment. And I'm not sure what direction the segment's going to go. We're going to talk Guidestones, right? Georgia Guidestones. We're talking God, we're talking government. And then of course, whatever she has come up with as she was doing her nuclear hunter badger digging today and yesterday and whatever pops into her mind which actually doesn't come from her, okay? So this is where I'm going with this. This is where I'm going with this. So uh, full disclosure, I told you in the very beginning of the show, I told you during the intro, and I informed you, I gave you this top secret information, which isn't top secret, that on the 4th of July, 4th of July, uh, the birthday of the USA, the birthday of the USA, I actually went and took the plunge, literally took the plunge and got baptized and was rebirthed myself. Right. So um, and that's kind of a, <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting to hear people's reaction when I tell them like they're so excited. No, like I'm, I'm part of this new club. I'm waiting for my hat or my shirt. But actually, I did get a hat. I ordered it. I'm waiting for it to come. Speaking of hats, I did order the hat that says Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. And my hat hopefully will be here in a week. That's the one that I actually stole from Lucy, which she stole back from me. And I'm like, I don't understand. I need that hat. I heard a little giggle because I knew it was just a matter of a moment or two. All right, so let me do this. So um, there is so much to go over during this, but my, my, my segment, my, my, uh, my setup for her was we gave you a lot of tangible items that need to be, that could be done in order to, to, to fight, to get into the playing field, to uh, take back America, to get involved, to get involved with your community, to save your freedoms. But literally the number one thing, because all the things, some people have been doing these and they really haven't been working. Or not enough people have been doing it, and they have been working a little bit. We're making progress, but we're not there. So what what have we come up with? What have we come up with? The number one thing that you need to do. The number one thing that you need to do, literally. Can you imagine if, like, we had a couple million people or we had 10 million people or as many people that voted legally uh, for Donald Trump, the real numbers, you know, the 100 million that I think the number is or something, something high like that, right? What if all those people actually just dropped to their knees and started praying to God and said, you know what, Jesus, you're my savior. I get it. You're the only one that can fix this problem. And I'm going to repent for all the bad stuff I've done. And I need, I, I, I'm, I'll do whatever I need to do. And uh, let's, let's save this country. And what else can I do, right? What if that happened? What if that happened at a Trump rally? What? I mean, come on. I mean, you know, because this prayer thing works, right? So what if that happened? What if that happened? And everybody did it. Uh, I think you're going to see some, some changes. You're going to see it, right? Because you, uh, what do we tell you? Pray, plan, and take action, but it has to be in that order. Because we've been taking action. We have a little prayer. Well, maybe putting a little bit of planning, or we've been moshing it up, you know, like you've got the shell game and you're moving them around. But what if you did it in that order and you consistently did it in that order? Pray plan and take action what if you did it in that order what if we all did it in that order uh because i know people that are doing it in that order and it's working for them in their own personal lives and i know it's working for their businesses i gave you those examples earlier when we were talking who was i talking to that i was oh karen when karen came on 
And I said, that's where kind of all this, that's where I started leaning in that direction. Like I'm leaning, like, should I start reading the Bible? Because all the people that are actually really into this are more successful in their personal lives and their business lives. That's where the Joshua moment started to come from. Joshua moment, Joshua 1, 5 nine. My, this is my command. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid for the Lord. Your God is with you wherever you go. That I think, I think I just did that from memory, Lucy. I think I finally got it. Did I get the whole thing? Because I did it from memory. <laughs> Joshua one, five dash nine. And there's business advice in there. Were you texting me to say, bring you on? Oh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, but I'm uh, to. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, all right. So, let, okay. Let me do your intro. Let me do your intro. What your, 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 your time oh, is yeah. up. You already, you can only do five minutes. Typical. Typical. Yeah, this is what she does, like, people. I'm, I'm ready to light the match and shoot myself out of the cannon. So I just need to know oh, like, when yeah. to hit the... All right, well, I have a new <laughs> intro for her. All right, so there's a lot that we're going to talk about, and we are officially launching this Wednesday at 10, p.m., 10, 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, JesusRocksLive.com. It's going to be all Lucy. I don't know if there's going to be a guitar, but it's going to be live. It's going to be virtual. It's going to be... Uh, an amazing Bible study slash prayer group, faith gathering. I mean, uh, I'll tell you a little bit more about it later, but let me give you her intro. I did a new one for her. So here we go. And then I'm going to bring her on. And then I don't know what's going to happen. It's kind of like our phone conversations. I don't know where they're going to go. I just don't want them to stop. Alrighty. So Lucy DeGrazio, she's a worship leader, scripture expert, faith advisor, homeschooling advocate, and an America first pro freedom precinct committee man in LD3 with me here in Mayor Corruption County, Anarchy, Arizona. In 2020, she ran for the Scottsdale Unified School District Board. This is importante. And her campaign was sabotaged by those rhinos and the elected and selected elite establishment who, you know, they love the trans, the CRT, the SEL, the CSE, the indoctrinating of your children. Be, ah, you know what the solution is, people? Get them out of the schools. It's the only way you're going to solve it. Take them home, home, school them. Can't fix the system at that level. But anyway, they didn't believe her. She warned them. She told them this. This is like in 2000. This is 2020. Before anybody really knew it was going on, they didn't believe her. And then when they figured it out, when it was all over the news, and then what did they say? They said, hey, you know, you're, uh, you're so far ahead of the pack. And then they were crawling back to her, and they said, they said uh, we recall. These guys, you want to come in? She, oh, please, give me a break. These people are just so one. Anyway, so she said, ah, no, there's other things that I need to be doing. Because I got to work with the people who really get it, right? And the ones that really need to help. She's a worship leader of the Hope of the Valley Assemblies in Tempe, the most amazing faith warrior I've ever met, the inspiration behind our Joshua moment, the leader of our Jesus Rocks prayer group, Bible study, and faith gathering, which is now on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time. You got to come join us, JesusRocksLive.com. That's JesusRocksLive.com. Audience, a big round of applause. For God and country love and people protecting, truth bombing, demon kicking, freedom spreading, music making, Christian singing, faith leading, masses motivating, rido exposing, community creating, action taking, homeschooling, child educating, baby saving, Jesus preaching, Bible teaching, scripture spreading, common sense cap wearing, liberal triggering, Satan slayer, nuclear honey badger, and of course, a very smart cookie. <laughs> Am I a cookie or a brown? <laughs> a cookie or a what? A cookie or, or a brown? I kind of like brownies better than cookies. But. <laughs> so you like brownies better than cookies? You're breaking up. Do not blow this episode, uh, this segment. You oh, are not going to be in a bad you. spot. Can you hear me? Am yeah. I here? Are you here? Yeah, you're there. That's okay. 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 Right. Um, yeah. No, I, uh, I, I've, I've got a lot of ammo today because um, – 
Interesting. Uh, the, the guidestones. I mean, God takes down the guidestones, and I'm listening to Christians for the last week going, hey, the white hat blew up the guidestones, huh? White hat blew Really? How about God took the guidestones out? How about mm-hmm. even if the white hats did do it, who controls the white hats? Who controls the black hats? Who controls all the hats? Some credit, guys. Let's stop trying to figure out by human means. And uh, before we get into the guidestones, because I have so much to tell you, so much to tell you, Michelle. This is crazy what, what the Lord has, has given me. I want to start with Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. And so, dear brothers and sisters, I plead with you to give your bodies to God because of all he has done for you. Let them be a living and holy sacrifice, the kind he will find acceptable. This is truly the way to worship him. Do not copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. Let God change the way we think. Our thinking is so distorted, Michelle, that we are literally thinking just like the pagans of this world, where God says, don't do that. Don't copy the behaviors and customs. Let God transform your mind to the way you think. So Georgia Guidestones are fascinating because most people are looking at these Guidestones and they're not, other than the number one commandment, they're not seeing anything wrong with them. They're really not seeing what's so bad about that, right? So I want to take a little bit of time and I want to go through the commandments because I want to show you the fine line. And Michelle, you know, we talked about this, this dental floss line that's between that's between truth and this new age demonic movement that is really, I mean, it's like Satan has perfected the deception with the new age. He's got it so close to being true that, that God's people are being deceived. And I'm going to show you exactly how this is going on. So people look at the first commandment on the, on the, the, (laughs) Now gone, Guidestone, <laughs> which is awesome. Well, um, well, keep in mind, they called them. People were calling America Stonehenge. And I'm going, why, why yeah. are you giving, like, any credit to this? Why are, you, why are you giving it a title other than, like, demonic granite, right? Or you're talking about, like, right. end of times, great reset, uh, indoctrination, scripture, like something. Like, why are you guys acting like this is so great? And remember, when this happened, you're like, Michelle, reach out to the people that we know that, that are there. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to see if I can find out some scoop. Right? So I pulled out my turbo thumbs yep. like Lucy does. And, um, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. and, and it was oh, amazing. It's so good and prize ending that you're just going to be like, you're going to love because this is just incredible. Uh, um, so, yeah, so the, what's the, the number one commandment was maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature, right? Everybody has a problem with that because they're like, oh, my gosh, that means, like, 95% of the planet has to be, like, exterminated. Oh, that's uh, not yeah. good. That's not good. Okay? So that's the only one that they see, and they go, oh, well, that means I might get killed. So, right? Um, 
But then they look at the rest of the then they look at the rest of the commandments and they're like, Oh, that's awesome. So now let's go through them. Number two, guide reproduction wisely, improving fitness and diversity. Oh. You know how many people have no problem with that? Well, that's actually smart, right? We don't wanna we wanna improve fitness and diversity and we wanna reproduce wisely, right? What does that mean? Like plan, plan, plan your parenting, right? Plan parenthood. Yeah. Really? Because isn't that kind of eugenics? It's eugenics. Who would control? Yeah, who's going to guide the reproduction wisely? The eugenicists? What happens if you have a lower IQ? Are we going to, are you going to be reproduced? Is that wise for you to reproduce? You're not really that smart. Maybe you need to be Mm. sterilized. Yeah. Let's Let's look at number three. Unite humanity with a living new language. Unite humanity. Oh, that's awesome. Um, but guess what? Didn't we try to do this in Genesis 11? He was called Nimrod, and he said, hey, let's build a tower to heaven. We'll take over. We'll build a tower. We'll get right up there to God, and we'll just kick God out, and we'll be God. And what did God do? He said, oh, yeah, you guys are speaking one language. I'm going to mess that up because you can't speak one language. But here they want us to speak one language. So they want to literally reverse the Genesis 11 where God gave us unknown languages and foreign languages. So, no, we need to, right? Rule number four. This is really good. People love this one. Rule passion, faith, tradition, and all things with tempered reason. That makes all the sense in the world, doesn't it? We should be reasonable, guys. We need to be mm. reasonable, right? We out of control. We need, okay, well, what about people who believe in Jesus? We kind of look unreasonable to the world, don't we? Because we believe in something that can't be seen, right? We believe in a creator. Hmm. They got to stop that. That's not reasonable. Yeah. You see? So they're going to rule passion, faith, and tradition and all things with tempered reason. Hey, that's, it's not reasonable for you to have this faith in something that you can't see. So we're going to outlaw that. People don't get it. They're just looking at it with the new age eyes. Number five, protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. I don't have a problem with that. Do you, Michelle? We need to protect people and nations with fair laws and just courts. What's just and fair? Right. Who sets the criteria? What's your definition of just and fair? Because, hey, you ever been to the Renaissance Festival and gone through the, like, little torture hall museum? (laughs) They, They thought those punishments were just and fair. Let's. Let's put her head in a cage and put live rats in there that we haven't fed for three months and let them eat her alive. That's justice. We kind of base our justice on God's laws and foundations because only God is just and fair. You put it on humans. Wow, I was watching, there was some TV show on last night where they were like torturing this guy to get information out of him. And they're literally going to impale him from the throat up slowly as he's like screaming in pain. Is that justice? Is it fairness? Okay. Well, here, have at it. But this is the fine line. It sounds great on paper. Protect people and nations with fair and just laws. Okay. According to who? Mm -hmm. The Christians. Wake up. Number six, let all nations rule internally, resolving external disputes in a world court. Again, who controls this world court? And who decides 
when you're in a dispute? Who controls it? We're not, they're not saying it's based on God's laws. Number seven, avoid petty laws and useless officials. I think we've been doing this. Didn't we have the summer of love in 2020 when they were like, mm-hmm. hey, it's mostly peaceful, right? <laughs> Are they petty laws? Well, you know, our police, they kind of enforce petty laws, right? <laughs> Is prostitution petty? Maybe we don't need to enforce prostitution. How about sex selling children? That could be a petty, you know, that's a petty law. Children, you know, they're, they're consensual. We've taught them from, like, kindergarten that Uncle Joey, it's fine if Uncle Joey wants to touch them. So that's a petty law. we got to avoid petty laws and useless officials. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, number eight. <laughs> yeah. Number eight, balance personal rights with social Ooh. duties. Oh, social. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So if you do like what you're – Yeah. If you're a good citizen, you line up, you get your, you get your booster, then here's your, here's your ticket for your ice cream cone. Right? Social credit score. Number nine, prize. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Number nine, pride, truth, beauty, love, and seeking harmony with the infinite. This what? comes right from the pits of New Age Health. Pride, truth, <laughs> the of New Age yeah, listen, to, listen to it. Because it sounds beautiful, doesn't it? <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was flowing. It was flowing. I was mesmerized by the frequency yeah. of your of your tone of your voices. It was like a like a, a mini like a mini symphony is what it was. One of the founders of the New Age movement, the mesmer, right? Prize, yeah. truth, beauty, love, seeking harmony with the infinite. Well, oh, what's truth? Sanctuary. Truth. My truth. Yeah. Your truth. We're and aren't we in this like? Truth is what I want it to be. At that moment of that day. Yeah. Right. So who's truth? And then my favorite, be not a cancer on the earth. Leave room for nature. Leave room for nature. Twice they put that on there, right? Because, Because the first commandment, maintain humanity under 500 million in perpetual balance with nature. So they said it once. Beetlejuice, 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 leave room for nature, leave room for nature. They said it three times. <laughs> and that nice is one. Nice one. That was a good one. Worship, <laughs> worship of the creation, not the creator. Yeah, they love nature. the nature bull. They love the nature. Mother Gaia, everything is Yoga. geared towards Yeah, nature, nature, Mother Nature, Mother Earth, Mother Nature. Yeah. Yeah. And so it amazes me that people read these. And they, they don't see a problem. They see a problem with number one, but the rest of them, they're like, yeah, no, we're okay with the rest of them. It's not that. It's not evil. Why, I don't know why you, got, why, why you crazy Christians think this is evil. It's not evil. But the stuff that I found out today that the Lord showed me <laughs> was really amazing. And uh, it's actually me, kind of, um, let, kind of let funny. Let me set that up. Let me set that up. So people, yeah. you know, cause people, people say, oh, you, they hear you say, well, the, what the Lord showed me. All right. Now I'm, I'm living proof here, people. Okay. So I, her and I have been, uh, you know, she, she's been guiding me through this, this uh, uh, faith journey. Notice I didn't say spiritual. I started to, right, because it's not spiritual. We were <laughs> taking that word out. We don't like that word spiritual because it is that new agey, like, uh, just shenanigans, right? It's because like, it's, it's, yeah. it's, 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 it's going to get you down the wrong path. End of, end of story. It's just not a good direction to go. You know, the fork in the road, left or right, make sure you go to the right. The left is not going to end well for anybody. 
So she, she was saying that. She's like, you know, the Lord put on my heart today. Or you hear people say that. The Lord showed me this today. Da, 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 da. And I'm, I'm thinking to myself, what is she talking about? Like, and I didn't really sink in. I didn't sink in. Well, then she would read some scriptures to me. She'd send me the things, right? And then, you know, I, in the beginning, I wasn't reading them. And she knows that. And I told her, I'm not going to read this. I don't have time. So then, and then I got her to the point where she would just leave the, the text message, where they would do the, the audio. So then I would read it. She's like, I can't believe I have to do this. I'm like, well, I'm not going to read it. So just say it into the phone. Fine. I'll just do it for a little bit. Other than that, this is not going to last more than like a week or two. I said, okay, just do it for a little bit. So then, uh, but the crazy, I don't want to say crazy thing, but what happened was like, I started to actually listen and I started to, to read it. And then what she was finding or what was being shown to her was literally like current event for the day. Okay. And then I, then, cause I noticed I started to see a pattern and I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is unbelievable. So when she says that it's actually, but, and, and, and the thing that's been amazing is literally in the past couple of months, it's been getting stronger and stronger and more accurate and more specific. Mm-hmm. And, and it's been like, cause I've, I've watched it. So this is, and you know me, I'm not in all this stuff, right? Like God doesn't talk to me. I don't hear the voice. Uh, you know, that's, you know, I'm, <laughs> we're currently not there to get <laughs> together. Right. So cause it doesn't, you know, that's just not, so I'm not one of those kind of people um, that says all that kind of stuff. So I'm, I'm kind of giving you the neutral third party. Right. And, and, but I've watched it and I, and, and I've been a part of this and I've just seen it. And it's actually, it is so unbelievable that it's gotten to the point where it's like, boom, like, and, and it is so specific. So I just wanted to kind of set that, that, that foundation for everybody. So they understand. So it's not like it's a profit, right? It's not a profit. It is. I, I don't, I don't know what, what is, I don't know what, it, what is it called? Like what, what would this talent be? Like it, it, that's it's, not, it's, yeah, it's the Lord. It's just when you're, when you're, you know, when the closer you get to the Lord, uh, the Lord is, is right here with us. You know, they they want us to believe that, you know, the Lord is way up there in the, in the sky, you know, in the, the good in the multiple universes and all of that. He's right here. He's right here. He's right here. And that's what people have to get their minds around. You know, our God is with us. Our God is for us. Our God loves us. And our God wants us to succeed. And that's why. I think we've all been seeing this this awakening of God's people in the last several years. Those of us who have, have been on our knees and been, been asking, been searching, been seeking, like like all of those those action words in Proverbs too. You know, when you actually do that, God responds. When you just sit there with your arms folded and go, Okay, God, show me what you got Yeah, God's like, Well, I got everything but you're not getting it because <laughs> you're not asking. You're not mm-hmm. repentant, you're not asking, you're not but as soon as you are, God's like, I'm open up to you, right? So um, it's just, you know, repent was the first thing. It's the first thing Jesus said, right? Repent, right? Um, and what's the, what, what, is the, what is it about repenting that we talked about during our Joshua Moment series? I think I know, it was well, uh, Repentance is a, it's a 1A to flip it, turn back around. Everything you're doing is wrong. And that's pretty much where we've been, right? Everything, <laughs> everything we thought we knew is wrong. But this is really funny. So, you know, this morning in my, um, you know, after I did my morning, you know, devotionals and prayers and, and study and all of that, um, I flick on the, the TV to see what's, you know, what's going on. And interestingly, the History Channel is airing a, uh, an old documentary that they did on the Guidestones, <laughs> which is really funny. Now, now everybody should know. The History Channel does not give you 
accurate history. Right. They kind of give you a little mixed bag, right? They'll throw in some facts, but then they throw in a lot of what they want you to think. Remember, mind control, right? That's what that box is for. Um, so by the end of the documentary, the the guidestones are awesome. <laughs> There's really nothing wrong with them, and everybody who thinks they're the Ten Commandments of the Antichrist is crazy. But look at what I learned in that documentary. That's just it's hysterical because they they um, it was I think it was done in like 2010 or 2009. I think it was 2010. But um, so the guidestones really interesting were um, you know. They were put there anonymously by a man that all we know because of his name on the guidestones is R.C. Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Um, nobody knows who he is. His identity is, is anonymous. Uh, people are starting to say he was Ted Turner, but we don't know, right? <laughs> um, because there were two people who actually saw him. One is dead. One denies that it was Ted Turner. He said he was much taller. I don't know. Um, but Interestingly, R.C. Christian, a lot of people think uh, he was, you know, the, the Rose Cross, the Rosicrucians, which was a secret society in the 15th century. Believe it or not, the Rosicrucians kind of make the Freemasons look like like small potatoes. The Rosicrucians are like much more <laughs> much more evil than the than the Freemasons, if that's if that's possible. But interestingly, what I learned was. Um, the Rosicrucians believed that they had this knowledge of a pending solar catastrophe, that, um, that every 13,000 years the sun goes through some huge magnetic reversal and, <laughs> and it starts to omit these solar flares. Like the, the way – it, the way it, it seems to me, like when I visualize it in my mind, like the sun is growing these like giant pimples and, and then, boof, these pimples get popped off the sun and they, they go out to the earth in these big solar flares and they bake us. They just cook us. And so they're really, really, really dangerous. We can't have these giant sun pimples baking us, right? And so they said they put the guidestones there so that anybody who survived this baking of the earth could <laughs> build back better. <laughs> oh, good one. Good one. You're on a roll today. Okay. If they yeah, only would have heard our conversation this morning. Okay. All right. This is good. Okay. The, the words they use are, rebuild the world better so is yeah, that build that better yeah. <laughs> okay yeah it's, it's, all, it's right. all in the same bucket of poop right so that just like okay the, the, the so slogan in world war ii yeah called, it's all the same the nazis had it okay they're, <laughs> they're yeah. called coronal mass ejections they're literally big lumps of particles they form a blob on the sun <laughs> they get thrown off the sun and they do all kinds of damage to the earth. Okay. So and this has happened before they said this happened before. What? They said this happened before. Yeah. Apparently, on the earth? apparently it happened 13,000 years ago. Okay. Right. I don't know. Okay. I mean, the only yeah. thing I can think of, because they said there was a, 
a, a similar solar catastrophe. I, the only thing I'm thinking of is, is uh, sulfur raining from the sky when God destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. But I, I don't know. We'll have to dig deeper into that. But mm-hmm. they're saying it's, you know, it's, it's the sun doing this. But mm-hmm. the interesting okay. thing mm-hmm. is that, and here's where the, the weirdness of the mind control comes in and the weirdness of they just assume that we're so dumb. And we kind of are. Put the mask mm-hmm. on. Put three masks on. Ten minutes, right? The mask are back. Anything they tell mm-hmm. us, anything they tell us, we just believe. So look at what they tell us. We got these big sun pimples that are going to come off and bake us. They're really, 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 really dangerous. So we put these guidestones there so that when all of this happens, and it's supposed to happen in 2012, according to this documentary. In 2012, it's all going to hit the fan. We're going to get the sun pimples. It's going to bake everything. And after it happens, then we've got the guidestones so we can build back better with, you know, in the demonic way. But interestingly, they say it can't harm us because the earth is protected in a magnetic field. The most it can do is wreak havoc on our, on our power grid and, 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 and cut off communication. But it's really, really, really important because it's a really rare catastrophe and we have to do everything we can to avoid it, but it, it won't harm us, right? And then guess what? NASA steps in and confirms all of these theories as truth. Yes, NASA says, oh, in 2012, we've been releasing reports warning of these major, these major solar flare increases they're going to get so much worse that by 2012, yeah, everything that, that they're predicting will come true. This is NASA, okay? And we know what NASA is. So we've got sun flares, or according to NASA, they're called coronal mass ejections. Corona? They can't be seen. Corona. corona. Yeah. Corona. yeah. Right? No, it's close enough, right? That's not a coincidence. But listen to what NASA, right, but listen to what NASA tells us. You can't see them. No. They can't harm us. The only thing they can harm us is because they're going to cut off power, but it can only, will only happen if there was a major catastrophic event that would actually have to happen in some sort of vacuum that would force to come off the sun. So we can't really predict what kind of damage it will happen, what's going to happen, how it's going to affect us. Bottom line, just trust NASA. Oh. Bottom line, just trust NASA. <laughs> no, not a space agency yes. place, right? Isn't that what NASA is? Yeah. Not a space Bottom agency. Line, just trust. Just trust NASA. us. NASA can just yeah. Hey, it's just a tip. It's just a tip, people. It's just a tip. It's not going to hurt at all. I promise. Just a tip. <laughs> is this not incredible? When's the last last when's the, the last time you heard that? Yeah. Yeah. When's the right? last time you heard that? Now, yeah. real quick. Let's let's just talk briefly. Sorry about my barking dog. So, yeah, who's who's, who's chiming? Who who who's 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 causing the commotion? He's under. Yeah, he's under the bed being angry. <laughs> this is the one that ate the poop to today. Is this wait the one that ate the poop? He yeah he, he rolled in it. He didn't eat it. He rolled in it. But <laughs> yeah, rolled in it. He's clean yeah, now. But People ask me why I don't have dogs. Well, because I have all my friends have dogs and they tell me these stories and I said that's. That's why I don't have them. Okay. <laughs> Making sure. So you don't need a dog. So you don't need it. And you just go to your friend's house and then you can pet the thing. 
and then get get a fur all over you and then the slobber and then you can go home and then send your dry cleaning bill to your friend. That's what you do if you don't need to have a pet. You can have one at your friend's house. Okay. That's your PSA for today. I haven't done one yet. So that's your PSA for today, your Patriot Service announcement. Okay, go ahead. So interestingly, the Rosicrucians, Mm -hmm. and what I said at the beginning where they're more, they they almost make the the Freemasons look like clowns in a weird way because the Rosicrucians, um, they were from the 15th century. They They were physicians. They were medical doctors. Mm. Uh, all the Rosicrucians, all the first Rosicrucians were medical doctors. Apparently the first one, his name is Christian Rosencrew, um, there's not even any proof that he actually existed. He could just be a made-up entity. But apparently he was, um, he was a, a doctor who said he was given uh, sacred, sacred knowledge. And uh, his sacred mm. knowledge was actually yeah, alchemy and psychic manipulation. And so hmm. the Rosicrucians um, are said, modern Rosicrucians are said to be the ultimate in mind control expertise. They, they are like, they've got mind, they make the CIA look, look like clowns. They've got mind yeah, control. We'll show you MK ultra. I'll show you. I got yeah. that. I got that yeah. covered. Okay. Yep. Okay. Okay. Um, they control everything they control your mind they can astral project telekinesis move stuff um sirhan sirhan the assassin for robert kennedy was a rosicrucian right um so it's like stranger so, stranger things yeah there you go yep there you go and which i'm in season two I now also, by the way so yeah it's getting crazy okay. <laughs> i also learned that you know how in arizona we have um we have the the two demon schools. We have the, the, the ASU devil school that does all of the, the, the blockchain and, um, you know, putting us into a digital, into a digital mindless metaverse system. And then you also, have, and then on the other side in Tucson, you have U of A, which is they, they study all the, the serpentry, the snake venom and how they can yeah, the and control people. Mm-hmm. Well, Georgia Tech, Georgia Tech has the brain school where they literally study brain-machine interfacing and direct brain interfacing, their ultimate goal being able to rewire the brain. Um, Mm. They're experimenting with all things telekinesis, all things astral projection. They actually have um, have a rehab robot where you practice telekinesis. They put this weird gel cap on your head that, like, stimulates your brain, and then you use your mind to move the arms of the robot, um, it's, it's really strange. And they're training people to, to do this. So uh, it's really interesting that all this stuff goes on and that the Georgia Guidestones were a huge draw for psychics throughout the years. Psychics from all around the world would come to the Georgia Guidestones. So what do they know that we don't know? What are they getting from these guidestones, right? I mean, what's happening here? There's so much, so much to wrap your mind around. And I want to get back to that Romans chapter 12 because we need to stop thinking like the rest of the world. If I hear one more person say, oh, yeah, they're going to catch the guy who blew up the guidestones, they saw a car in the surveillance video already. Christians, wake up. 
God took the guidestones down because they were evil, and God is answering our prayers. Give God the glory. Give God the credit. Because when God moves, nothing can stop him. Give God the credit. Stop trying to explain everything that God does away by human means. I'm so mm-hmm. sick of it, Michelle. I'm so well, sick of it. I'm going to piggyback on that, right? I'm going to piggyback yeah. on that because on uh, Friday, Friday, uh, I guest hosted for Dr. Alan Keyes on TV, and I had uh, I did my roving reporter front live from the Reawaken America event where Matt Thayer was my roving reporter. He goes out fishing. He basically casts out uh, some great bait on the end of the hook, and we see what speaker we can reel on in to do an interview. Meanwhile, the second, the first one was Brian, Dr. Brian Otter. So that artist was great because he's been on the show many a times. But the mm-hmm. second one was Joe, was Bull Polney. Okay. I haven't had him on yet, but he's somebody that was on my list. Just haven't gotten around to booking him. Well, Bull Polney overlays history with biblical scripture with timelines. And uh, it, it is amazing how spot, not only spot on he is, but also uh, and he's fast too. So it's not, he's just making this up, you know, like he's not like, uh, uh, John was Jonathan Edwards, the guy like, uh, you know, somebody over here, like, I think it's an uncle and it starts with the letters of the name starts with a T, no P, a Q, R, S, T, keeps going through the same thing. So he's not like one of those, right? He's not, he just keeps going through the alphabet until you're like, yeah, it's my aunt Sally. Yes. Aunt Sally with the dog. Yes, that's right. Now give me, now make a donation to my, Donation to my my um, my ministry. Right, he's not like one of those guys. Remember him, John John uh, Edwards, right? Edwards, remember that guy? Yeah, TV show. So anyway, um, so Bull Pony jumps on, and I was like, oh gosh. So he was talking about this is Jubilee, blah 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 blah. Well, he and I encourage you to watch that because it's really really good. Not to mention there's some other great speakers. Scott McKay jumped on, and, and a bunch of other very good yep. looking men. So it, 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 so if you're a gay man or you're a straight woman, it's definitely worth. <laughs> it, is, it is just awesome to watch. Like I'm just sitting back because I have the big screens in the studio, and I'm just like, wow, this is awesome. <laughs> I'm just thinking, hey, you guys just want to parade by and I'll just kind of pick and choose. Like, it was almost like, you know, like a, uh, uh, a beauty pageant, <laughs> except it was all boys, right? And I'm like, oh, this is really awesome. This is a great day for me. Way to start my day. But anyway, he was on his presentation that he did at the Reawaken America tour. He was showing, he talked about it online, but obviously we were just talking and it's video, but he doesn't have his slides and stuff. But he was showing that there are events that, are happening by God from God all over the planet. And they're just, you just don't hear about it. Like in China, for example, there's a lot of, a lot of waterways, a lot of seas, a lot of rivers that are just blood red. Okay. Because this is, I mean, and that's, that's, that's not supposed to happen. That's not because somebody put dye in the water, right? When they, like in Chicago, when they make it green for St. Patrick's day, that's not what happened. Okay. That's not what's going on here. So they, um, so that's happening in uh, all over the country, and like I don't, th- I saw something maybe about a month ago where it's just like, there's like random fire that just shows up like out of nowhere on the ground and then kind of goes out and then comes back on again. So it's not like like a, something's on fire like you know debris or uh, bark and foliage kind of thing. I mean it's just that thing should not be on fire and then it goes out and then kind of comes back on again. So these things are happening all over the world, but we're justifying it as something that's not from God because it's, we're, we, we're, we're conditioned to not 
do that. We want to blame some guy in a beat up Ford who wasn't this, you know what I mean? That's so yes. Right. What you're saying yeah. is it's real. So kind of take it in that direction. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's, you know, there's pretty much a spirit behind everything. I mean, um, you know, some people do, you know, people do make, make mistakes and not, you know, not everything is demonic or, but, but you have to get your mind around our government system is not ruled by God right now. And that's just the way it is. We have an evil government system and it's mostly because God's people have allowed it. We have sat Mm -hmm. back with this representative government and we've we've taken this, this idea of represent representation a little too far because we've gone, Oh yeah, I'll pick this guy to represent me, but we don't even know who that guy is. We don't even care. We don't even look into him, right? When we vote, we just look at, Oh, I recognize that name. Okay, I'll vote well, for that name. Oh, he's got a flyer. So I'll vote for him again, right? Oh, but we don't God. care. How God. many how many Christians have voted for pro-abortion candidates? How many Christians have voted for non-Christian candidates? Right? I mean, we're a Judeo-Christian country, but yet we think it's okay to have to have atheists, Buddhists, Muslims running our our government and making our our godly laws and then we're surprised when they don't (laughs) Uh, so we need to wake up we literally if you call yourself a follower of jesus when you need to redirect your mind you have just like what 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 he said what god what uh what is said in romans chapter 12 verse verse uh one and two let god transform the way you think we're not supposed to think the way this world wants us to think and it's amazing how you can watch their surveillance video which is interesting because there were signs all around the guidestones that said warning this area is protected by multiple surveillance cameras but yet how many surveillance cameras did we see of that strike one we got one angle one shot, one camera. Yeah, because how do you even know it was even real? Like, you, they can make all right. this stuff on exactly. your You can make this on your phone. You can make all this stuff on your phone. Thank you. You know what I mean? Exactly. You, 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 so at now some what's point, you've got to say stop. What would be the logic of blowing up the guidestones? For what? There is For what? So the, the, white, uh, 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 the white hats are going to blow up the guidestones? Like, they have nothing better to do? The guide zones that, that, uh, that represent something supernatural, right? Why is, was that so important when you could think of like, you know, what, what, maybe, maybe blow up the prison where our January 6th prisoners are and release them all, right? I mean, think about what you guys are, are believing, right? I don't think humans blew it up. I think it was God. God's taking out the evil. How about we get on our knees and thank him instead of go, oh, I don't think that was God. Well, you know what? Let's keep let's keep playing with with God and and not believing in Him and and He'll say, okay, well, okay, I gave you guys a chance. He's God. He can do whatever He wants. If He wants to bless us, He's going to bless us. If He doesn't, He doesn't. He wants to bless us. He's waiting for us to stop the insanity and turn around and say, you know what? I think it was that movie Cool Hand Luke, where where you know Paul Newman, Cool Hand Luke, where your mind mm-hmm. ain't right, boy. Your mind ain't right, boy, right? <laughs> Get your mind right. Oh, and I think there was lots Get of symbol weed. 
There was lots of tumbleweed in that movie, as yeah. a matter of fact. Right? Was there a lot of, yes. yeah, what, and, 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 what did it sound like? What did it sound like? So, Michelle, Deuteronomy 14.2, you have been set apart as holy to the Lord your God. He has chosen you from all the nations of the earth to be his own special treasure. God brought those people here in 1620. They were his special treasure. He chose them from all the nations of the earth, and he brought them to this new land. And for a long time, we honored that. We respected our God. And now we've let the witches come in. We've let the Mm -hmm. new age come in. We've let it all come in, just like the ancient Israelites. This is how we wind up getting punished. Because God says, look, I'm bringing you into this land, Joshua, right? I'm bringing you into this land. You didn't build them. You didn't do anything. I am giving it to you because I love you and you're mine and I've chosen you. Now, stick with me. Obey me. Don't imitate the, the way these people live. They are not mine. I did not choose them. I chose you. Live the way I'm commanding you to live. And we go, yeah, we kind of like these guys over here. We're going to do this, God. Is that okay? Yeah, see you later. And you know what? We know you're the creator, but we're going to, like, carve these idols, out, these statues out of wood. And we're going to, like, we're going to worship them. That's what we do. That's what we do. We don't even think about it. Yeah, I'm going to go to Starbucks and put that sea hag Right in my hand and walk around after yoga. I turned around. I was at Gail's event. I turned around, look at the table next to me, and that sea hag was staring right at me on her cup. Right? <laughs> I know. It's like, I was just picturing your face. You're like, oh my god, <laughs> she's right there. Scare <laughs> the hell out of me. That Starbucks face on that cup. Ah! And it was really right? big. It was like Start a special cup of some things. sort. Right. Start seeing these things for what they are. For they are they symbols are. of paganism in our yeah. land, and we are to reject them. And they're we everywhere. And they're everywhere. And they're everywhere. everywhere. We're not supposed everywhere. to go, oh, it's no big deal. No, we're supposed to reject them. If it's a big deal to God, it's a big deal to us. God rebuke. says, don't get involved with pagan. Right? Yeah. Rebuke. Rebuke so, them. I rebuke you. That's what you got to do. You gotta that's do right. That. Remember, that rebuke. we are holy. We have we who have been chosen by God, who who have Jesus as our Messiah, as our Savior. We have been chosen. We have been set apart as holy. We are not to think the way these people think. We are not to act the way these people act. So, and don't, don't give them the power. Aside. Don't give right. them the power. Don't look at that's what you're doing. Like you're giving away. You're giving away your own power and and the group's power by succumbing to whatever it is that they're telling you and being indoctrinated and leaving your kids in schools and voting for the incumbent and then um, following the crowd and not speaking up and being afraid. I mean, this is stuff we talk about every show, right? So, I mean, in in, uh, pretty hard court today. Romans 8.31, maybe? Uh, if God be for us, who can be against us? Okay, if God is with you. There's nothing that can stand against you. Get your mind around that. Get your mind. If you're not on Team Jesus yet, get on Team Jesus. 
stop what you're doing. Repent. Ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life. As T.G. says, my favorite, who is the king of your soul? Make (laughs) Jesus the king of your soul. Yeah. Everybody's worried about living, right? I don't want to get COVID and die. I don't want to. Okay. Well, there's no such thing as the COVID. Okay. COVID. You know what a symptom of the COVID is? is? No symptoms. COVID's not a thing, people. COVID's not a thing and it's not coming. Here's absolute truth. Not one of us gets out of here alive. Not one of us. Well, yeah, okay? that's right. Whether it's, yeah. whether it's the COVID that takes you out, whether it's getting squished by a drunken lady, and, <laughs> right? That could take you out. You got you squished. You could be in a plane yeah. crash. That could take you out, right? Yeah. Anything. Yeah. We're 100% guaranteed that every single one of us is going to die. What happens yes. next? That's what we should be thinking about. Stop thinking yeah. about Everything you need to do here to stay alive. Start thinking about you are going to die. What happens next? Where do I go after Ooh. that? Yeah. Let's that's really good. Our minds around because that's eternity. We're, we're guaranteed a very short time here. Eternity is forever. Start thinking about that because everybody wants to live here. And now they're making it possible to live here. You can live in the metaverse. Forever. You know what? Meta is the Hebrew word for death. So you could literally live as a walking dead. They'll keep you alive here forever. They'll keep your brain alive in the metaverse forever. I heard Zuckerberg like talking about how you could, you could actually, they're going to capitalize on the metaverse because you can go into the metaverse and actually purchase clothing, makeup, hair designs for your what do they call them? Your virtual self? What, is they, what do they call your virtual self? You're not, it's not an emoji. It's a... Avatar. Avatar. Your, vir- your avatar. Horrible yeah, movie. Your avatar. Horrible movie with those blue people. Seriously, it was horrible. Horrible movie. Avatar. Yeah. Okay. But this is where Don't they're leading us to. And, and why? Because they're evil. And what are they mm-hmm. trying to do? They're trying to be God. They're trying to do away with God so they can be God. They know Jesus, so they've got to take as many people away from Jesus as they can. And the only way they can do it is deceit. And Satan's got it almost down to a T with this new age bullcrap of everything spiritual. And, and it's my, my truth, your truth, and it makes me feel good. And, and the father of the new age is none other than Alice Crowley. Wake up. He was this active Satanist. Yeah. You I don't, I don't Satanist. Even... Yeah. Go you got the Satanist and the psychologist, and they, they gave you the New Age movement, and we think that this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's, so, it's so borderline. Yeah. It's like basically they, they took the, okay, like you took the Guidestones, right, which is supposed to be all pure evil, right, with the, the, the evil to-do list when they're building back better after you got zapped by this uh, the sun serpent, right, that's going to come and, like, burn whatever these, these exploding pimples are, right, that come off the earth, and I then they scorched it. I almost literally spit my coffee and said they were going to rebuild better. I'm like, ah, oh, build back better. That's where they got it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> no. No. And, and stay, you know, remember I showed you. If you write Build Back Better, the three small Bs look like three sixes. So there's no, I mean, everything they do is very calculated because symbolism is everything to them. It's secret societies, and that's how they communicate in secret, out in the open. Yep. They, they, they use us because they know we've, we're under enough mind control. We don't believe any of it. 
So when you show somebody, hey, Build Back Better, doesn't it look like 360s? And they go, oh, my gosh, you're crazy. Or when you go, hey, you know W, the letter W is actually the sixth letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So every time you type in www World Wide Web, you're typing in 360s. That's <laughs> kind of evil. People go, oh, my gosh, that's a stretch. You're crazy. Yeah, you're okay, crazy. Well, do, you, do you have the mind of Christ or do you have the mind of the rulers of this world? Yeah. Mm. So open your mind, mm. people. Get your mind yeah. right as the school hand looks. <laughs> yeah, get your mind right. Mind that's like that's almost right? like the movie. Well, but it reminds me of Deliverance and you got a pretty mouth. Oh, is that too much? Is that is that too much for you guys today? Is that too much? You got a pretty mouth. Uh, Get your right, that's right. I gotta get your mind Jesus right. is the only way. God is the mm-hmm. creator. Stop worshiping the creation. Start worshiping uh, the creator. Because yeah. we're all about yeah. preserving the plant from the sun temples. Because they're going to bake us with the climate change and. Our fossil fuel. So we really believe, we really believe that God tells us he gives us, he created everything, that he gives us everything in abundance, that we don't have to worry about anything. But here we are for the last few years of our lives, scrambling around thinking, we're going to run out of dinosaur fossil fuel. <laughs> oh, oh, talk about deliverance. They've literally got us believing that all of the world's oil Comes from melted dinosaurs. Yeah, I, I mean, you didn't see the cartoon. I'm like, forgive you me, the Lord, that I didn't question yeah. this sooner. Forgive me, Lord, I, I, I'm repenting for not questioning this sooner. Yeah, I'm preventing. I'm, 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 I'm repenting for my own indoctrination, brainwashing <laughs> that I'm now realizing is so intense that I'm like, even I, as smart as I am on certain things, how did I not see this coming? Like, I'm like, right? seriously, I got duped. You got me. Like, really? You got me again. Yeah. Oh, let me, let me mention this. It's 4.02. I forgot at uh, 3 o'clock because I got sidetracked by you to tell everybody that the live feed on Blog Talk Radio ended. So you needed to go over to Getter or Rumble. And then at 4 o'clock when Blog Talk Radio recording goes off, which I forgot where that was. I wrote this all down when you were, in, you were here in the studio because I was actually had a chance to actually try to keep track of all this, right, and figure out where things are going. So, uh, but we're we're still streaming on Rumble, and we're streaming on the Getter, right? So I got those two going, right? There's a I can't believe the amount of people that are on Getter right now. Like this is insane. Awesome. So thank you everyone that is listening on Getter right now. Yeah. Beautiful numbers, people. <laughs> beautiful numbers. Share your friends. Post this out there. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit more demon slaying here in in a second, and then. Um, uh, the other social media platforms, I didn't check them yet, but I still think that they're going. But we're still recording on the um, still recording on the other platform, right? So then that way, then I'll have to upload it. A little bit, a little bit of extra work because then uh, it'll be on all on demand, right? So just oh, mm-hmm. if you're listening, the best way to go about it is the Getter or the Rumble, right? Because then then we can go longer because at four o'clock is when the recording from the blog talk radio for the replay, which will catch on demand shuts down. And then I actually take the other recording, pop it in there. Yeah. So that you can get the full amount because technically we're supposed to be done at four, but we've been really leaking. We've been a little leaky and we're going <laughs> over. <laughs> yeah. It's just a little leaking. Well, you know, I'm 49. Everything's leaking. So like my show's leaking, I'm leaking. People I know are leaking. You know, what are you going to do? 
happens when you get well, you, you know, get we old. The car is leaking, oh. right? There's oil yeah. on the thing. It's every, everything gets leaky when we get a little bit older. Yeah. So, um, you know, what? Proverbs 24 say? says, uh, you know, rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to die. Save them as they stagger to their death. I mean, that's kind of the urgency here. We're really trying to help people now. I mean, you know, you go to the hospital, you oh, get, yeah. like, like you said, they yeah. remdesivir your ass and they kill you, right? I mean, yeah. this is yeah. unjustified death. Rescue mm-hmm. those who are sentenced. For me, I, I say, you know what? Don't believe me, what I, what I have to say. Test everything. Test everything. God tells us to. He says, everything you think you want to believe, test against my word. I will tell you if it's true or not. All right. So, okay. Let, okay. Let's, let's, let's do this. Okay. So average people, uh, and even myself, I'm like, how, how do I test? What do I do? Like, I'm going to ask you that. Remember? I, even though I did get rebirthed on uh, 4th of July, right, and I got baptized, I got rebirthed, like the birthday of the USA, uh, I still ask the kindergarten questions, because I don't know all of this stuff, and I don't, I mean, there's just, there's a lot, okay, and I'm going to be the first to admit, I don't know, this is not, this is not my uh, niche, this is not my, this is not my wheelhouse, but I'm learning, so I'm going to, I always will ask the kindergarten questions for everybody, I'll take the grenade, I'll jump on it, so that way, the, all those questions that you guys have get answered. That's what this, what we're going to be doing on our Wednesday group. Yeah. Lucy's going to be leading the Jesus Rocks prayer group, Bible study, and faith gathering, which is going to be Wednesdays at 10 a.m. That's 11, 10 a.m. Pacific time, 11 a.m. Mountain time, 12 p.m. Central time, and 1 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm giving you those in the time zones because a lot of people constantly text me, well, what time zone that is that? I'm like, oh, I can't. So I just, <laughs> I, I'm, I, I just, I'm a Literally, just do me a favor. Google time zone and look at the map, right? And we're Pacific. You know what? That's the best part about being in Arizona. We're so badass out here. We're like, yeah, take your time zones and shove them. We don't change time here. We don't change. Well, we don't. We don't (laughs) change time, but we change time zones. Okay, so that's that makes it even worse. So we don't change the clock, (laughs) but we change. Well, if everybody would stop doing that, we'd all be the same again. If everybody would not comply, if, if everybody would not comply, we wouldn't be in the situation <laughs> we're in and we wouldn't have had to deal with 2020. Okay. So we, the people yep. said, after you taking their kids out of school in 1990, we, when well, they started teaching the <laughs> lies about have. Christopher Columbus. <laughs> well, and exactly. If we would actually stand up, speak up and show up like we're supposed to, you and I would not be having this conversation. We'd probably take a little vacation because we wouldn't be dealing with the yeah. tyrannical Nazis that are all over this country that we have allowed them to run us over personally in all of our freedoms that there's only a few left, right? So now we're doing I all these things that we Dr. shouldn't be doing. Was it Dr. Um, Carrie Madej? She said if, if, uh, if 30% of parents would take their kids out of the public school, it would change things. I mean, yeah, it doesn't take much because it literally is attached to the the children are attached to dollar signs. So if you actually take them out and even if you do it, okay, let's do this. Okay, everybody who attention, everyone with a child. Okay. This is an announcement for all the people (laughs) in all the land with a child. Okay. Let let them stay home for like, let's just start off baby steps. No pun intended. A week. Okay. Yeah. You just did it. In real time for like a month or two or, or no, you did it for a year or two years. So just do it for a week. And then all of a sudden you're going to see some progress. It's just like, then you're like, yeah, okay, but you know I what need they to did? do more. Two weeks, then do you three weeks, do it for a month did, and then just see. Hmm? What? Most of the parents did this. And this is why they're, they're now 
anti-homeschool in a lot of ways because I tried it. It didn't work. No, you didn't. I tried it during COVID. It didn't work. You didn't try it during COVID. What you did was you took the public school curriculum online and you made your kids sit in front of a computer for five hours every day, isolated in a room, okay? And then eventually the teachers started doing the Zoom classes, so you isolated your kid with an indoctrinator in your house on the computer, and then you said, the homeschooling doesn't work. My kid's isolated all day. He sits there by himself on the That's not homeschooling, guys. That's not homeschooling. That's, that's being lazy. That's throwing your kid on a computer screen. That's no, that's no better than sitting your kid in front of the TV because you don't want to be bothered or giving your kid a cell phone at eight years old because you don't want to deal in the restaurant. Yeah, put them in front right? and watch. Here, watch this, right. watch this cartoon. And then yeah, walk away and you wonder why the kid is lashing out and doesn't respond and, and hates you. No, I'd hate you too if you right. stuck again, my ass in front of a TV all day. Again, if God blessed you with children, blessing from the Lord, then take it seriously. And raise those children right. Don't give those children to a pagan, evil government to raise for you and then go, oh, my kid hates me. I, can't, I, I don't understand my kid. My kid's a liberal. My kid's an atheist. Well, what do you expect? Well, what do you expect you know, it, it's even worse when you send them off to some college, which is worse in indoctrination and brainwashing and propaganda than the actual uh, at well, elementary school, middle school, and high school, and you're crazy right. enough to pay them twenty, thirty, forty, fifty thousand right. dollars, and yeah, then you've got a level not of only indoctrination. Well, they're also required yeah. to wear a mask, and most of them are requiring them to get the non-vaccine bioweapon. So you now you not only are you you're paying to get your kid killed. Whoa! I mean, seriously, right? Love the parents to yeah. an extent, but literally, the parents are a big part of this problem. And you got to say at part. some point, you've got to say, hey, guys, what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you paying? Why is anybody sending their kids right now to college? Why? Why would you? you know, why you are you paying the these the prices? The reason why it's so expensive is because they know you're dumb enough to pay it. If you yep. all just said no mas and didn't send them, you watch. Tuition would be like uh, reasonable again. Like even when we were in school, it was a little on the high side, but. There's no right. reason. The only reason that it costs that much is because they're paying for their pensions. It, is not, it, doesn't, go, it doesn't cost fifty or $60,000 a year to learn a bunch of bullshit in nope. a textbook. And most of them don't even teach you anything that's of value. You're better off buying a franchise for, uh, for Subway and yep. putting the kid to work there because at least you have something of value. We're going to make some income. Yeah. And you can get some residual income. You're, not, you're, you're better yeah. off doing that. So you, the parents are the problem. Yeah. Parent, you need... You want some personal accountability, personal responsibility. I can't get you to step up and be on the playing field. I can't get you to not vote for the establishment and be part of the grassroots. I can't get you to be a PC, precinct committee man. Um, at least don't, and, and, you, and you're not taking the kids out of regular school. At least don't send them to college. Keep the money in the bank account before it actually all implodes and you have nothing anyway. Is that too right. much? Again, let God transform you. Is that too much? It's the way we think, and you hit it on. You hit the nail on the head in a conversation we had a while ago. You know, hmm. the parents are the problem because yeah. when we went to college, it was a different world. I mean, we were still getting indoctrinated, but we went to college because, like, it was you who said it. We didn't have computers back then. We didn't have the ability to to see all these different career choices and what we might want to do with ourselves. So 
we went to college to mm-hmm. learn what we might want to do for a career. Now you don't have to do that anymore. Now the only reason why you're sending your kids to college is because you did it and you think that everything's the same as it was in, in 1980, which it's not, and that everything's going to be fine and you just go to college and you come out and you get a good, a good uh, edu- uh, education and then you get a good career. How many kids come out of college now with, with philosophy and, and women's studies and social this and, and then they have no job? There's no job. Right. And they're like, well, well right. what did I do? And they're, and they're completely thinking left and they're completely atheist because all college is, is higher level indoctrination. You've got your elementary indoctrination, your secondary indoctrination, indoctrination. And that's what college has become. And parents need to wake up to that. Unless your kid is, needs to study a certain craft or certain something, there's no reason. There's no reason no, there's to just no reason. send them off to have the, the quote-unquote experience. What experience, What are they experiencing? Think about it. Think about it. They're having all kinds of sex. They're doing drugs. They're, they're partying down. They're locked in their rooms now because of COVID. They're forced to get vaccines. They got the peer pressure from all the leftist clubs. They can't be conservative, God forbid. They, oh, my gosh, if they're, they call themselves a Christian, they'll be completely ostracized. Mm-hmm. So, well, and violently, too. This is not just verbal abuse. Out? It's not even just verbal, too. Yeah. These people are they're, they're, they're that lunatic left and, and then some. The villain just beat your yeah. kid up. Like, what is, what is that? Or, like, sabotage their car or whatever the case may be. So, I mean, it, it really yeah. is. It's not, it's not like when we went to school. Not even close to being it's that at, at all. Not even that. Not even, not even close. Because well, you know, we people ruin least, it. Right. We at least still have the foundation of our families. We still have the family unit intact. The family's right. been completely broken up. And by design. The by family, design. yeah, right, exactly. So the family, you know, is gone for all intents and purposes. So now the teachers become the family. The, the, the friends become the family. The school becomes the family. And, they well, and, especially, and especially when you have the administration and you have the people that are uh, the teachers' union saying that we have your children and there are children during the day, basically. 